Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 248. We're doing the Bud's Creek wrap-up show here. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Travis. We're back for another show here. And this time, I'm not solo. Got a couple guys in the studio with me here. First up, original co-host. He is back from that terrible circumcision incident he had which has been keeping him away for the last few weeks got caught in his teeth that's got all caught in his teeth yeah that was a problem <laughs> it is justin hey buddy what's up man it's nice to see your face exactly it's oh. been a, over a month over a month southwick show was the last time one I one month you. sabbatical or are we glad like to have him back penises take a long time to heal <laughs> well, okay well this is going off the hey, quickly hey hey when you don't show up the jokes have to happen well, that's fine i'm an adult i can handle it also in studio with us I I'm, got that song. I'm going to need you to tone it down. <laughs> Tom's not even drunk. I'm going to need you to yet. tone I it down. To worry As you can see, that bottle's not even open. Oh, man. So let him finish. First. Ah, it's Tom Cooper. He's back. Hey, hey buddy. buddy. Dude, this is going to be like three shows within like a six-week period for you. That's a, that's impressive. Sounds good. That's and a lot. So Next week is uh, I was going to say, because next week Iron you'll Man. be here too, mm-hmm. right? Because we're going to do one after we get back. We might do the show a little earlier next week. Uh, oh, so you're planning on doing the show here? I yeah, know oh, if you yeah. Guys we're going to do oh, the walk no. around. Nope. Okay. nope. Well, we're we are going to do a walk around. We're going to do some walk around stuff. Well, the last time Travis and me tried to do that, it's kind of a hassle to walk around the pits. And it's because you don't have me. That's no, why. We, guys, we did that last year. No, I'm not referring to that show. one. I'm referring to the time when it was just you and me the year before that. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Blade on you. Do I got a what? Blade on you. No. Mm. Uh, far shelf over there. There's some exacto knives. The masking shelf. So, anyway, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Before we jump into this here, we've got a full show here. We're, like I said, we're going to talk Bud's Creek. We're going to talk Perfect Season. We're going to talk Deegan silly Danger season. Zone. We're going to do some silly talk season. About SMX. SMX. We have. Oh, I got a big rant about well, SMX. Not, well, that's interesting too. But I just want to talk about SMX as a whole. I'm going to rant. MX of Nations. I'm going to oh, rant yeah. hard as fuck on SMX. Oh yeah, Super Cross. Oh yeah, Super Duper Humpty Dumpty. Saddle There's the probably something that came out this week that you have not heard about yet, and I've been trying to track some shit down about it. How the teens get paid? Yes. Is that the cr- we will get we to that. To talk about. We, we will to get about. to that. So um, <laughs> we're going to start by prefacing this. The reason there's a bottle of booze on here is because for Unadilla, I made a bet that Aaron Plessinger, straight off of a contract extension, would podium oh I and i just that. barely missed it but if i would have had the bet for yesterday and said at bud's creek i probably would be yep but instead, instead i won it so here's my bottle of proper 12 gonna, which was not really my choice it. but i just went with it and uh yeah so tom's gonna drink out of it <laughs> well we are we all are but i'm gonna start so all right um yeah before we jump into this just want to uh talk about the sponsors here so first off show presented by complete racing solutions their 2024 elite u.s team uh registration i guess you'd call it is now open they are taking resumes they are looking for 20 mx and 20 off-road riders um so if you're looking for all that information they've got like over they have close to 300 u.s amateur titles um, they have all sorts of guys from 85 CC up to all the vet classes. So if you think you have what it takes to be a complete racing solutions, elite team rider, would you quit singing over there, please? Dude, it's such a good song. <laughs> Make sure to check them out. Complete racing solutions.com. Uh, they also don't want any helicopter parents. They don't want any wusses, any quitters or anybody like that. So if you have those qualities, please do not bother, uh, applying because they don't want to deal with you. Pretty much every amateur parent out there. Don't go. Just, just every one of you. Just don't. <laughs> so anyway, like I said, check them out. CompleteRacingSolutions.com. Link in the description down below. Also on board with us, TLR Coatings, Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop, which is what we're sitting in here. 
everything from two-tone wheels to motorcycle restoration stuff. We do it all. So uh, make sure to check us out, tlrcoatings.com. Link in the description. They're also on all the major social media networks. So go ahead. I'm going to really need you to stop this, dude. Like, it is hard to focus with you over there acting like a chucklehead like this. I'm going okay? to move the X-Acto knife a little further away. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. Um, also on board with us, Gutterworks, Adept Creative Co., Isaac Nelson Designs. Gutterworks going to bring us 450 class. Adept Creative Co. going to bring us our 250 race recap. And as always, Isaac Nelson Designs going to bring us our Deegan Danger Zone. The song that's in my head for those that are watching oh boy, is the Chats. It's a punk band out of Australia, and I'm, I've been hyped on them for a little bit now. So I'm going to see them in Grand Rapids. I'm going to see them October, Friday the 13th in Grand Rapids, actually. That's weird. Well, it's about time we have some new rock that's good. I guess. I don't know. I don't listen to music that much anymore. Oh. I'm on, like, uh, the, this, this is the sum total of the music I listen to. I listen to some lo-fi uh, when I'm trying to relax my brain. What does that mean? It's a it's a music type. You can go on YouTube and find it. It's just like it, it's essentially like just some really easy listening beats, like electronic beats that they put together. Oh, uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So I listen to that sometimes to like quiet down my brain. If I'm if if the brain fog is hitting, that will kind of straighten me back out. Uh, I listen to classical music, a little Mozart, a little really? Beethoven action. Oh, yeah. You? From, from time to time. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Especially when I'm really thinking, like when the wheels get turning about the business stuff or the podcast stuff or whatever, I really start to uh, start to land or go into that. And uh, then I'll listen to, like, sometimes when I'm trying to nap, I'll put on a little uh, uh, easy listening, relaxing seaside jazz from YouTube and uh, just play that while I'm napping and it relaxes me out. You so, can call me blo- uh, mind blown right now. I, Justin, are you a mu- musical guy? Are you a. I, lo- I love music, uh, but I listen to 90s uh, rap and bluegrass. I'm a big wild. I'm all about, well, 90s rap is cool too. And anything. Yep. And he knows this. Anything Mayday Parade. Okay. Yeah, we've been there. Yep. Okay. We've, seen, we've seen that concert. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all yeah. right. I'm big about bluegrass right yeah. now. So I saw Billy Strings right by my house maybe hmm. two months ago. Okay. Boy, it blew me away. It's like fucking heavy metal, hmm. but banjos. It was super cool. Interesting. Love it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't listen to a lot of bluegrass. I do. I do. So, like, um, those uh, Dayton's I just did, those two tone ones. When I'm two toning, I will put on rap music. I don't know why. It just, for some reason, I can focus in real hard on it. I think it's because they're not really talking about anything. I'm a flow guy. I feel yeah, like. but it like. Throw it, on some Biggie, some Tupac. No, some not even that. Like, dude, it's new stuff. Oh, it's, like, it, it's like new stuff like Drake oh, and, and the Little baby 21. and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Ab- absolutely terrible and just auto tone. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. for some reason, it like gets me in the zone to do that kind of focus for some reason. I don't know why. I couldn't explain it to you. Like, most of it's pretty garbage. garbage there is some of that though i want to go sometimes i want to be in the mode where i'm listening to something that makes me feel like i'm in the middle of a crazy drug deal yeah just, just and to, i'm just like just to get a little yeah just oh, like, so that's anything 21 savage real badass yeah that too 21's good i like that yeah just to so Kendrick, man. so yeah so there's our there's our music you're welcome everyone <laughs> wow so, that was great um okay uh i finally got the prizes out uh, to everybody except there's one more dude. I think his name's Malachi in Canada. I haven't sent yours yet, bud. Oh, I am these prizes. Other no, prizes. no, no, no prizes that guys won. So I finally got those out. Thank you guys for sending the nice messages after I got it, got that stuff to you. I apologize for it being so long. It's just the way things are. Uh, the ca- Canadian guy there, yours is coming, but I have to do all the paperwork and which is just time consuming, and I have to actually go to the post office instead of just print a label. Um. So yeah. So that. That stuff's going, and then I should be all done with that stuff. 
Um, any other housekeeping here? I don't think so. Boy, it feels weird wearing this headset with no hair. Oh, man. <laughs> Last time I was in here, I had big-ass long hair on the back, back of my head. Now I got, like, it feels funny. How it goes. Even though he gets shots distracted, fired. at least it's better than having Cole on. Where Cole's just, Shot, you know, Shots fired over the bow here. Like, I'm over here balding, and this guy, oh, man, it feels weird having my hair so short. <laughs> well, you got a couple years on me, but not that many. Yeah, I want to talk about it. All right. All right. So let's you're, jump into this. I'm pretty here. sure you're older than him, Tom. I'm 34. He's like 99. Yeah, okay, you guys are the same age. Yeah. When are you turn 35? July 3rd, Red Bud. Oh, okay. That's why every time you would see so Red Bud before yeah. I remembered you, you're like, you're always, it's like, it's my fucking hammered. Red Bud. <laughs> fucking hammered. <laughs> Me, I don't know about that. So, um, all right. So let's jump in here. 450 Race Recap brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Josh and Kayla, great moto people. Gutterworks, people. always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. What a I, unit. I really wish Cole would have never brought that What up. a unit, man. That's what I got to say. So make sure to check them out. Uh, if you need some uh, some gutters or some outdoor uh, 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 exterior modifications, make sure to look them up. Link in the description down below. And yes, they. I will tell you right now, they are not the cheapest people in the world for doing well, this kind of stuff. You got to pay to get good work, but so it's don't quality. bitch about it. Yeah, don't bitch about Your it. Your gutters will be straight. We don't need that. Don't, don't We're complain. We're only doing one camera. I don't have time to edit all oh, three. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. So, uh, 450 race recap here. So, let's fire right off. So, <sighs> 450s first, eh? Yes. How we okay. always roll, man. So, we are now 20 and 0. Impressive. We now have our first 450 title. You should just name us Next Generation Goat. Stop. Well, got it. Stop. <laughs> well, I'll tell Stop. you what. He, Jet, when he had to come through the pack, had like a almost that nervous i don't know if you guys have ever had this feeling but i've had the feeling you know when you're running down a dirt road at mm -hmm. dark at night and you get like this weird feeling that something's behind you and you fucking run really fast yeah then? yeah he he was riding like that like he was scared he was gonna lose instead of just tiptoeing around like he normally does just hauling ass but like yeah. he had that like i gotta fucking go speed you know why it's really cool titles wrapped so well, now it's all focused on getting this perfect season. Well, That's I, what it is for him. And, and I could say this since I haven't been on the last couple of shows. So we haven't been able to talk about Millville, the way Washugo, Unadilla. Sure. But the last couple of rounds, and we'll get to Chase when we talk you know, about here in a minute. But this proves, though, that like he he wants to do the perfect season. Because there's been this talk, like the way we talk about this, the way Jen yeah. is head in the clouds. He's a kid. Does he really care about it? You know, Dan Truman's talked about this. He like, oh, you know, you ask him about it. And like, is he taking it serious? But also, there's always been this talk of how hard is he really pushing? Like, mm -hmm. this has been the debate. It's been beating a dead horse. But the last couple rounds have proven that he is pushing. He's, he's making little... They're little. And Unadilla... Everybody's, everybody's gotten a little closer, okay? Dylan's setup has improved. He's closer. So he is Chase he is pushing. Because he's making mistakes that even if you go back to that yep. second moto at Paula, when him and Chase were just mirroring each other and granted the track was trashed. Mm -hmm. But even then, he wasn't making those little mistakes. He yep. wasn't pivoting out of corners. His hips were always level across. Yesterday, you could see it. He was blowing. So he is pushing. Mm -hmm. he's, he's going to that next level, which all the credit in the world. He's 20-0. 20, uh, He's killing it. Congratulations on the first championship. Many more to come. But this, I think this debunks the whole narrative that he's not trying anymore. Oh, like, here's the question. Where's the peak? Okay, because I don't say, think it's much say, higher. You say I don't he's think pushing, it's much higher. But every know. time somebody comes up on him, a la Chase or something, he goes. And but Chase you, catches him, though, and he, he stays with him. Chase yeah, has been his own worst enemy. Yeah, but you weren't here. You weren't here, I believe. Uh, what was it? Was it Washougal? 
I wasn't here for Millville while Sugar Unit. Yeah, where he where he talked about like, look, I knew Chase was coming, and I slowed up because I was like, I might as well take some breaths so that way when he gets to me, I can drop the hammer and go. Which but is he exactly did pull away what, from him. Which though. is That's exactly thing, what though. happened though. But he dropped the hammer and maintained the two whatever, and he, and he did. But he didn't pull away from him, which, like I said, debunks the whole theory about Jet. Like if he wants to wick it up, he can just drop these dudes, and he can't. Yeah. When Chase is on it, they're the same speed. It's just. Chase is his own worst enemy. And I'm not taking anything away from Jet. Jet has had an amazing season. He's killed it. Like I said, he's got the first one, many more to come. But this kind of goes back to the conversation that we've had about, like, is what's Jet's next level? And I'm here to tell you, I don't think it's much higher. It's just when he's doing it, it's kind of like the old Christoph Porcel days. Robbie Raynor, Kevin Windham. He doesn't look like he's trying. Uh, I just and, and Stu's talked about this many of times because I think Ricky is on the side like of what you and most people mm-hmm. were. Stu... I think me. I think I have the same thought as Stu. I've said this before, that can he get much higher as far as faster? No, but just even more consistent, mm-hmm. I think, is the thing. Because right now, when him and the last couple rounds when Chase has been on him, I think Jet's close to 100%. It's just the difference of, is he going to be able to tweak things? He's only 20. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only person who's going to really know that is Jet himself. Have you seen the stuff about the rear tire yesterday? Oh, just all the comment like him where he didn't, about, yeah, where he didn't run the paddle, yeah, yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, so he wanted to give these guys a chance, and he still fucking waxed. Oh, them. that's well, dumb. AP also used AP, so yeah, he found out. that was funny because AP was like, I also didn't run the paddle, which was <laughs> yeah, hilarious. well, I mean, running paddle at buds even on the start, they don't, you? I don't, they, don't they don't even rip the start that deep at buds anyways. No, but everybody said, I don't know dumb. if you've listened to stuff, everybody said that that track got super hard yesterday yeah, compared to what water. it's been. Riding at buds with a paddle tire is the worst thing, not only because it packs up so much, because how off cambered it is. Yeah. It's like the worst. That'd be the stupidest mistake. I don't know why anybody was running a paddle at all. Get the start, man. Yeah, but it's with Jet. Is that you? I don't know. We're going to find out. I don't think Jet is super worried about getting the start as it is. Like, he wants to. My whole point to it is is that the last couple rounds have debunked this whole thing of where is Jet and how much better is he. Everybody else, yes. But Chase, when Chase is on, and even even that first moto. Unplug it and, like, kind of twist it all the way around. It'll tighten up. Like, uh, twist the actual microphone itself. It'll tighten that thing up. Yeah, and twist that, too. But unplug that wire so you can twist all the way around. Continue. Even the first moto at Unadilla, when Dylan was catching Chase, then obviously Mm -hmm. Chase went down, and he closed the gap on Jet, and was he managing whatever. But you look at the lap times. It's not taking anything away from Jet. It's giving Jet all the flowers. It's just, I think we're now finally seeing what Jet, his peak is, and I don't see how it's much higher. I think he can go a little faster, but we've talked about this. How many laps could he maintain going much faster? Because we go back to the Stu and RC days. Yeah. You can only go so fast on a 450 for, for so long before you're going to implode. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's not, you can't run that pace, even a jet, for 35 minutes. It's not sustainable. Either your body's going to give out or the bike's going to give out. But let, me, but let me ask you this. So he goes 22-0. and 0. Let's just... I don't know. I, let's, just, let's just say he fucking goes 3-0 and 0 for, what's it called? Maybe, okay. How mentally broken is everybody else who's been riding this... Chase that second him. moto shows me that he's not mentally broken at all. There was no, know, there was man. nothing to prove that he was mentally broken. You go, you go twenty five and zero on you. The only four fifty race he's lost was that one moto at Des Nations. Outside well, of know, that, he lost the qualifier. Too. Outside of that, he's won every yeah. single damn race he's been on a four fifty. Do you think you think Eli Tomac makes the same mistakes that Chase, Chase does? That dude, he gets Eli close to Tomac's jet? openly amazed. Like, dude, I don't even know what to think because I've never been in the position he's in. To like, no, no, no like, not the, not the undefeated. Do you think Eli Tomac, if he without take Chase out and say it's Eli Tomac, do you think Eli Tomac makes the mistakes that Chase does 
when if he would have been that close to I don't to know. I, d- I don't know how this goes, to be honest no. with you, because I'm... Okay, everybody knows I'm a jet homer, and I literally thought, like, okay, he's going to come out, and he's going to wax dudes. Mm-hmm. You... I... There was not a part of me that in any serious sense of the conversation said, he's going to go perfect season, mm-hmm. freshman year. Yeah, I don't think anybody There was that. not one part as big of a homer as... I don't think even Daniel Blair, before the season was going, yeah, he's going to go 22-0. No yeah, way. It's a yeah. real long shot. Yeah, so, like, so seeing this, I'm just like, dude, I just don't know what the ceiling is at this point. Do I agree that I think he's pushing harder than what we really thought, like, the first four or five rounds? Yeah, he probably is his closer to the edge. His mistakes prove that. But at the same time, as I said, every time somebody comes and challenges, per se, like he goes individual percentages faster to maintain what he's doing. And yes, they get they might get it down to a second, just a smidge under a second. But nobody's even really challenged a pass on him. And outside of yesterday, when he had that one shit start, Honda's got that start map and everything for mm-hmm. him dialed. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I mean, yesterday was his worst start. It was sixth place. Second yeah. year, too, eh? Yeah. So. No, I don't disagree with that. I just look at it and I go, I've been critical, and, and I'll say it when we talk about Chase. Eli Tomac would not make the mistakes that Chase has made when he's got close. Yeah. Chase rushes things. He doesn't use his brain. I say this a million times. Eli Tomac has been there, done that. He's won everything. He's not going to get flustered like Chase and be like, oh, my God, I'm right on him. I got to make it now and rush it and then make a dumb mistake. Eli be like, can I make this pass? Maybe. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for it the next lap. I closed on him. I know I can run his pace. If I pick it up and he picks it up, I'll go pick it up. I, I, just, I, mean, I don't see how Eli makes the same mistakes that Chase does, and I think that Eli would have beaten Jet already I, before. I will, I will agree with you. I don't think he's perfect season if Tomac's here. No. I'm not going to argue that with you at all. I think Tomac would have beat him. <clears throat> but my real my real question mark in my head, which who knows if we'll ever know outside of the Supercross, is Jet's on a level of, could do I think he could match Tomac's pace? Yes. So now if he starts in front of Tomac... Even at even at even at the pace Tomac is, is Tomac willing at this point in his career to go that next step to get by him? Yeah, I don't know. Now, I don't, don't get me wrong. He could beat him, huh? I, I think right. I think Eli the last couple of years has proven that if he feels like he can win, yeah. he's going to go. If he's not, he's going to take yeah. what is given. I think it's just about all these guys that are real high competitors. They all got that dog in them, right? You oh, give, yeah. You give Eli, the, Eli Tomac the rabbit right in front of him, he's going to fucking chase it down. And that's the yep. thing. Well, will he or pass Jet? Trying. We're going to find out. That's the great thing. We're going to find out the Supercross season. And I'm yeah. not saying if Eli would have raced him this year, he'd have beat him for the outdoor title. I, let me make that straight. I'm not saying that. I don't know. I just know. And we'll this is coming know. from a guy who has been – everybody who knows me and watches the show knows how critical I've been of Eli until – Right around 2020, 2020, when he got the Supercross title, I yeah. stopped being super critical. Mm-hmm. And people that even in the comments have said that. You've you've backed off a lot, especially this year when he was about to do a third. Oh, he would have won that. Title. He would have won yeah. that title, and then you start. Yeah. Where is he? Anyways. Yeah. Eli Tomac doesn't make the same mistakes that Chase Sexton makes. It's proven. It's mm-hmm. fact. It's it's not a oh would no he wouldn't. He's either if he knows he can beat you. More than likely, he's going to beat you because history shows that he'll yeah. beat you when he knows he can beat you. If not, hey man. You were better than me today. Yeah. I'm going to give you the points. Yeah. I just know that he's not going to make the same mistakes that Chase does because mentally he doesn't get defeated. He's been there, done that. He's Jet is trying to do what Eli Tomac has done. Eli's like, I've already done that, kid. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I respect the hell out of you, but I've already done what you want to do. Yeah. So I just look at it and I go, we're going to find out in the Supercross season how good. I guess my question is, is that if Eli does beat Jet, what does that say about Eli? What, not what does it say about Jet. What does it say about Eli? Jet's got yeah. a long career ahead of him. I mean, but Eli- does this cement that like Eli is like the old guard is still yeah, I mean, better it, than the new guard? Eli is in that in that one of the greats talk there, you know. So like, if he beats him, like, I I mean, honestly, for him, I don't think there's anything to gain by beating him. It's no. just like, yeah, kid, like you're good, but you know, I I'm not that old yet. If Jet beats him, then okay. I have one more question for both of you, and we'll start with you because he's been talking a lot. Yep. And this is super hypothetical. I don't want to hear you scream and yell. If Jet goes 17-0 and Supercross, first person to ever do it next year, and he does it rookie season, let's just say this. If he goes 17-0 and Supercross, is that automatic GOAT status? No, it will never be. Okay. What do you think? For the rest of history, as far as I'm concerned, you'll never be the GOAT. Just like whatever uh, NFL quarterback comes in is really good next, I yeah. can totally see it being you're still not fucking Tom Brady, right? So This I is think, true. But I think Tom and me are always going to be because that's our era. Like we, yeah. grew up, we grew up in that era. We, we saw two – I mean, we saw two perfect seasons. Yeah. Like we were there in person. We saw it. We know what it looked like. It was a lot different between James and Ricky, big time. And that's what I've always mm-hmm. said, the difference why, and it's it's not Jet's fault. But Jet, outside of racing Eli this Supercross season, we still don't know what Eli we're going to get. He may not be the same. I know he's walking around and fucking defying the laws of physics right now. <laughs> but, like, we don't know what Eli we're going to get. Jet will never race a guy that is as good as Stu. That's the difference. And it's not Jet's fault. It's not Jet can't control yeah. that. So that's why, and I've said this before, it's not fair to him. Because there will never be another story. Well, and, and I, I just, well, for right now, you never know one of these kids might pop out of nowhere and just and be we're gonna get to like, that. ridiculous. We're going to get to that because I haven't been on the last. I'm very disappointed with some of these 250 kids right now. Well, we'll talk about that too. But no, Jet, all the props to him. I'm happy for the kid. He's obviously earned it. He's a pleasure to watch ride. It's a fucking insane what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It's not taking anything away from him. It's just I think that the last couple rounds has debunked the theory that he's just yeah I'm out there on a Sunday cruise oh no man he's not he's getting pushed yeah and he's 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 maintained it so you're so you're out on the goat talk if he goes 17 I mean no because you fa- gotta beat you gotta beat the level of competition that Ricky beat and I understand somebody in already the comment has already made this this comparison they've talked yeah. about it mm-hmm. but I'm sorry are you saying Aaron Plessinger or Kevin Windham is not as good as Aaron Plessinger are you saying that Tim Ferry is not as good as Justin Barsha. Are yeah. you like it I, just? I they know. made the comparisons, and I, and I I get it, but I kind of think it's bullshit. I just think there's a there's a huge op- like, and this is to- like I said, this is totally hypothetical. I, I just think, think I just think if he is, I just think if he is the first one to do an undefeated Supercross season, there's a lot of heavy conversations have to be had when we get to the end of his career because you he'll you be go, awesome for sure. You go, I don't think it's you possible go, to you go, go two for Supercross. You go two for two. As far as 450 titles, like r- both rookie years here. Like Dunge did? Yeah, like Dunge did. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay. RV did it. I, and, and I mean, look at look at who we're talking about. Dunge and RV. Again, they're all-timers on the list. Dunge, not... Dunge... Uh, Dunge and all-timer. It's just a different a, conversation. Yeah, is a different conversation because of how he became an all-timer, where like Jet is not that. Like, dude, Jet's won <laughs> 20 motos already. So I will just say I don't ever think we'll see undefeated Supercross season. I don't know. It's so, it's so unlikely because all he has to do is get a bad start, and the level that he's going to have to push on a Supercross track, 
it starts I'm, getting a lot more sketchy on a 450 I mean, on a Supercross I track. Don't, I don't think so either, but again, I didn't think we were going to see a rookie do a perfect season. Now, if he, if he goes and wins, I think the all-time record for most wins in a Supercross season is 14. It's either Stu or McGrath. No, it's McGrath, and I... Th- I think, think Stu had thirteen. I though. thought it was fifteen. It might be so 15. again the king, right? You're never yeah. gonna you're gonna have, you're never gonna have a king too because it's the fucking king. I just don't know if you can go undefeated in four fifty supercross. I just think it's too, it's too unlikely because he goes down in the first turn. You you have to because these tracks are yeah. so cookie oh, yeah. cutter nowadays. No, no, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. And it's like, will you. Jet want to go? Will Jet will look at it and go? Do I really want to try to do this? Yeah, like, I, is it is it worth it to him? I'm just saying, like if like if that happens, yeah. there's think, some heavy conversations got to start happening about like goat, just what this kid is going to be. I think the goat conversation is hard, but I think you automatically could start putting him as one of the all timers. Yeah, I yeah. won't take that oh, away fame from him. for sure. Yeah. For um, me, like you have that comparison, and the one of the tr- tough parts about it is let's just. Okay, so you're a Formula One guy, right? That would be like saying Senna, uh-huh. comparing him to Lewis Hamilton. I don't even fucking like him, but yeah, comparing like you, yeah, they're both at yeah. the top of their game, but it's a fucking totally different game. Mm-hmm. Senna's driving around with no power steering, no traction control. Lewis Hamilton could ri- drive with his eyes closed because it's got assists for everything. Or it's yeah, like totally comparing Max yeah. Verstappen right now to Michael Schumacher. Like you just yeah. Look, here's the thing. I'm just it's conversation. It's I'm just I'm just having the conversation or like like stirring the pot a little yeah. bit right now. You know, this is all YouTube. Oh, BS. you're not the only one. Um, so like whatever, but because we haven't seen him ride Supercross yet. Okay, obviously the outdoors is way better than anticipated. We'll have to see what Supercross brings. Very I, very impressive. I was gonna say, looking at what we're looking at right now, it's hard to think he's not gonna hard be able to because think he's not. Yeah, it's because he's as good as he is on a Supercross. Yeah. Track. So, but. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's the potential. He's we got to remember he just turned 20. So even if he does this till he's 30, he's got 10 seasons. There's the potential if he is this good through his whole career and maintains not being injured that he could break every single record in the book. Mm-hmm. He could outwin McGrath and Supercross. He could outdo Ricky's titles and wins. And I, I mean, it it could get really, really like. This dude is the all-time. The chances I'm, are very low, but the it, it's very low possibilities yes. there, and it, the chances of someone being able to do it after him are also very low. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my career, I, and it wasn't fucking Jet Lawrence, but like I was done by like twenty-three or something. Like, yeah, the chances of you getting to thirty-eight or whatever these guys mm-hmm. are trying to shoot for, they're chances. Let's be real. At some point, he's gonna have a bike malfunction too. It's a generational talent thing. Okay? Look, he's living. He's living up to all of the hype. Then, like, and more that it was ever on him. I made this point last week. Oh, this was what I was upset that you weren't here because he won that. He won the title last week, and I was like, you know what? Me and Justin sat here and we have argued and argued and argued and argued about Jet because you were like, wait till he gets on a big bike. And now I wanted to be like, look what we did. Hmm? Here we are. So I just wanted to rub your nose in it just a little bit. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I, I know mean, I love you, but we argued about this a lot, and you were like, "Big bike, big bike, big bike," and I'm like, "Well, now we jumped on hey, a big bike." And I gotta and, yep. give him all. I gotta give him all the credit in the world. Like, I don't really have a dog in the fight because, like, I'm not a Chase Sexton fan. I like him. I love his dad. I'm not an Eli Tomac fan. I respect the hell out of him. He's mm-hmm. on the Mount Rushmore, but like, I don't have a dog in the fight because, like, my guy, like, he's not battling for wins right now. Yeah, you know, and he fucking hates the bike he's riding. So, yeah. like, I don't, I don't have a dog in the fight because of the fact that. If he wins, he wins. It's great to watch, but like I don't really care because he's not he's not racing anybody that I like. Yeah, whatever you want to say. All right, moving on here. We'll talk to you here. Great. AP goes four three for second. Oh, if only my bet 
from week Unadilla had been for Bud's Creek, but week, that's okay. Week late and a dollar short there, buddy. That's yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to see him extended also with KTM because I think that not only is it good, I mean, apparently they figured out their forks this week, but not only is it good, but I'm glad that he's uh, remaining in our paddock because he's a good guy and he's great for the sport and like my nieces and nephews love him and everything else. So it's like... He does it for Dale. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't care about that, but just like, you know. Yeah. We want good people to keep going. That And that's like that's like a quiet second place. Like, I didn't even realize yesterday when I was watching it that he got second place because it was like 4-3 and we weren't really watching it. We were just watching Jet battle and like see if he could continue the perfect season here. So... It looked good. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fantastic. The second dirted Iron Man is very similar to that hard base we saw at Bud's Creek. So, but it's being, greasy on top at Iron Man because it's got that top topsoil, so it's real. Depends greasy. on how the weather the, the, the watering is going to be. But let's let's just look at it this way: for Aaron Plessinger and uh, Chase Sexton, both it's kind of a home race. Mm -hmm. So they both are going to come out there like fucking let's go on a last yeah. hurrah for the year. Yeah, and Jet's going to come uh, come in on this hard base slippery track and try to keep it going it's gonna it'll be fun for us to be there and witness you know look here's what i'm really pumped on we are gonna get to witness a championship party i've never been around one. Oh. <laughs> so you're talking about hunter lawrence well you know what outside of that park letting go either, either my right. best friend's gonna win a la hunter lawrence which that'll be fun although i heard his championship parties are a little subdued but that'll still be interesting so to be that around seems bright for hunter yeah or uh well, I mean, Justin Cooper could win. That would be really interesting. I don't know how that would go. Hopefully it's fun because I have a whole bunch of pro hockey players probably coming out, uh, a couple of Edmonton Oilers, uh, cool. New York Ranger, a few of those guys. So it might be pretty fun for us. We're going to find out. If, if Jay Cooper won the title, his father-in-law would probably buy him an island. Maybe. Who knows? Because <laughs> he has that kind or, of money. Or, I didn't know that. His, his father-in-law is like fucking a, a billionaire. That's how he flies on these private jets they, all they the time. They own pharmacy. I, mean, I don't know nothing about that, but it sounds good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He flies. Pharma? Yeah, pharmaceutical eh, shit. That pisses me off. <laughs> it's it's and it's not even it's not even in this country. I'm a business guy, so like I'm all about like identifying good business. Yeah, and using some of the things or like, hey, maybe I should look into this industry. I'm mm -hmm. fucking all the way out on pharma. Matter oh, of yeah. fact, there, I'll bury them. On pharma. There was 100%. a rumor. There was a rumor going around that like when since he's getting married, why can't do MX of nations? There was a rumor, and you know how rumors you don't know, but there's a rumor going around that like his father-in-law told him like, hey. Once you get married to my daughter, like I want you to quit and you just won't have to worry about money ever again. But you don't need to ride dirt bikes anymore. Well, funny thing is, is like Jay Coop doesn't have his family, but it's not like Jay Coop's broke. No, like he's made good money in his yeah. career already. Sounds like an easy way to lose your old lady. <sighs> we'll get okay. We'll get to Jay Coop here later. Um, but yeah, so AP, that's a super quiet second, but that's super great. And he won't be totally out anyway when he's done with Moto because I hear that KTM really wants him to go over to the GNCC side and do that. Like they, I heard yeah, they last were trying time I was on the show, to you were told me that he was yeah. going to leave Moto to go there. And I'm, well, and then, no, like, no, Tuesday that's afterwards. not that. They were trying to do that. Um, from what I understand. How but. weird is it to think that the 2024 KTM team is going to be Chase Sexton, Aaron Plessinger, and Marvin Muscan for at least Supercross? Marv's going to stick around, eh? Yeah. You think? Yeah. No, it's it's already been in the confirmed works. Confirmed that Marv... It's not confirmed, but it's oh. been in the works. Hmm, that's they, They're trying to keep him around for Supercross because, obviously, his Supercross season got derailed. Yeah. But I, I, don't, don't, I don't think it's for... I think it's just Supercross. I think he's done after that. Hmm. Which, good on KTM because I've Marv? said this before. Like, Yeah, I love Marv. I did like him in the beginning, but I really I really like the dude. So yeah, I think great, he deserves great one personality, Big time. Oh, yeah. For uh, sure. Jason Anderson goes 2-5 for third. Super sick. Super well, good Well, watching day. him ride, I mean... Yeah. 
I think that it's good for his confidence going into SMX. He's he's built a lot over the however many rounds of outdoors he's done. Cause do you remember the first one where he literally was like fading back to 14? Oh, Southwick where he just quit? Yeah. Where he just quit the second moto because he was dog shit tired? Well, um, he didn't quit. He kept going. Well, just yeah, rolling I mean, around. You know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> yeah. he laid up a lot because he just had nothing in the tank. Yep. Um, good for Jason. I, I love watching the kid ride. He's got a very loose hang-off-the-back style, just really light. Yeah. Um, but... I think the biggest thing for me I look at it as is this just building blocks going into SMX because we oh, all yeah. know it, and we'll talk about it with Barsha. Those guys, they, they're just building for the three, the final three rounds of the push. Yeah, 100%. Like their, their biggest thing is is like I want to go in and try to do something there. Yeah. It, do we know, is Anderson's contract still through next year? Or is I he, think so, yeah. Okay. Because right. that's why Dylan's not going to Cowie. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. I would like to see the 14 on Cowie. Oh, we're going to get to talking about We'll Dylan. get to that, yeah. I'm super upset. Uh, so Sexton goes 9-2 for fourth. Uh, dude, our, our, He's so good. He's our so boy, good. our boy, Isaac Gonzalez probably had, I actually, I don't know if it was his or if he posted somebody else's, but I saw it on his Instagram meme of the week, which was a picture of Sexton that said felt cute, might push the front end a couple times today. Dude, mm. it's just, I, I, it's unreal. It's so fucking frustrating How watching about him. Cause I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, why are you? He just rushes things so much, and it's funny because how many times have I brought this up about he doesn't use his brain, he reacts, mm-hmm. and then they talk about it. Ricky talks about it the whole practice show, and I'm like, I've been trying to say this about Chase, and for then the last he does it right on camera in front of us. It's like, dude, it's it's, it's so unreal. frustrating, and that's exactly what it. He did it Unadilla the first moto, mm-hmm. and then he did it again that second moto. But the thing I love about Chase, though, and granted, Jet was managing, and and apparently the cross flag screwed him in lappers, and lappers were terrible yesterday, just like they were at Unadilla, but. How crazy do you think Chase felt when he came around that two laps and he came down the hill coming off Henry Hill and he can all of a sudden see Jet again? And then all of a sudden you just see, and this is why I say I'm proud of Chase, because there was a moment that he's like, yeah, he wrote like, super hey, man, well. I'm good, I'm whatever. And then mechanics probably going, hey, dude, like you're closing. And then he just, the, he had the dog in him because he's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to push to the end. And then he gave it everything that last lap. And even Weege, like his voice cracked. He's like, holy cr-. Like there was a moment that I was thinking, is he actually? Is this really how the perfect season is going to end? He's going to go from eight seconds down. Yeah. Jet's going to get all flustered because all of a sudden Chase came out of nowhere. Shit's mm-hmm. happening real quick, and Chase is going to make a last lap push from eight seconds back. And he uh, he did fucking chase things at the beginning of the moto and put himself in that situation to begin with. Yeah, that was wild that last lap there because he was just he was close pushing it. He was close. And he did. He literally got close. pushing it. Mm-hmm. But it's like literally pushing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 so frustrating though. I'm like, dude. Yeah, I'm like, how have you not gotten this shit figured out? And that KTM is not going to fix this. This is this is actually the the guys I was watching with at the campground yesterday said something, and I, they were like, "Oh, you know, like is that like a a bike thing?" And they weren't like moto people, moto people, but you know, whatever. And I was like, "No," I was like, "That's full blown a technique thing. Like this is something." And I don't think he fixes it. Honestly, I hate to say this, I don't at this point. I don't know if he fixes this until he gets away from his dad. As far as for. Uh, for a coach. The crazy thing is is that Kier actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Kier used to be a pro and, back in the day. It's not I, like he's a dude that's never ridden a dirt I bike. don't have anything against them or anything, but it's like, dude, now we're, what, what are we, uh, uh, 28 rounds deep? How many times have we seen this? You like, know, this is a technique thing. This you, is not a bike issue. You know the thing, too? And I can't remember who said this to me, and I made the comment. I'm like, you know, Chase, is, he's 24 now. Mm-hmm. Like, is he going to figure it out? Granted, the comparison I'm about to make, but I go... Eli didn't get figured out for a long time. Yeah. Chase is not Eli by any means, but like I can't remember who I was talking to, but they made this, and I'm like, I guess I didn't think about it that way. Because what was the knock on Eli for a long time? His Mental. Dome. He was yeah. up here. It was never anything else. 
It was always up in the. It was always mm-hmm. up in the because br- he'd make brain. the dumb mistakes, yeah. like when he blew his shoulders out. But man, I just don't know. Like, oh, I'm not saying that's gonna happen. But we got to look at it. Like Eli finally got to figure it out, and then yeah. look what he's done. But what I but what I'm saying is, I just don't know. Uh, I don't remember Tomac doing every single round. No, and the same thing. It was always like different little dumb mistakes, which again we attributed to mental. We're like Chase is like the same thing, and it's like one little thing. Like if he were to get just. Some riding coach that's not his dad and work with him and actually look. maybe he needs to call like Rhino. James. Like James Stewart. Yeah. Well, well, we saw that. There, yeah, we saw, yeah. And you see that video of that kid asking him that question? No. So uh, there's this kid. I guess he's pretty big online gaming or something. It's like El Puppy Vlogs or something. Okay. I don't know. He was on he was on Hopper's show on Friday. <laughs> but he there's a video the of him. Vlogs guy was on Hopper's yeah, show. Yeah, All he right. went up he went up and asked Sexton at was it Washugal? He was like, Hey man. What do you think about James telling you to tuck the front so that like you feel better about losing to Jet? And he was like, "What?" And then he's like, "Yeah, like Stu said, you know, at, at Southwick that you should just tuck the front so that way you don't feel as bad about losing." And he was not super stoked about. No, because that. I don't pissed off just sitting here thinking about. No, it. No, because I don't honestly think Chase and James left on the best terms. I don't have any like. I don't think so. Either. I don't have any like yeah. actual. I just I've heard things and then you you. Like listen, listen yeah. to what James. I says don't think those shit two. Yeah, I don't think those two left on the best terms. Don't quote me on that, but that's just what I've heard, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have heard that. Honestly, I don't think Chase necessarily needs a riding coach. I think he needs somebody like what Ricky's talked about. He needs somebody that knows how to ride a dirt bike, but is more on the mental side of things. Mm-hmm. Rhino, Rhino. He needs Rhino. He does because Rhino. Honestly, say what you want about him, but Rhino is like he's a dog, and he's got the mental thing under lock. He's yep. fucking crazy, but. Yep. Uh, but yeah. it's just, it's frustrating to watch him because I'm like, dude, you have the speed to beat this kid. You know you can beat him. And then every fucking time you do the same shit all the time. Sextoning. Mm-hmm. He just keeps doing it. Yep. He's so good, you guys. He's so good. So he, good. He, makes, so good. he makes similar uh, mistakes while he's going faster than anybody else mm-hmm. and faster than the bike and the track can really allow him to, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of times he's pushing the front end and stuff. <laughs> and I've had times like that, but I wasn't going fucking chase the speed. No. So you get into those spots, and it's like you can really rag on the guy, but he's going up faster than he really oh, yeah. should be able to go trying to catch these guys. Tough it's very spot. James Stewart-esque I in don't a th- sense. For me, I'm not. it's not even that I'm necessarily like trying to be critical of him. I think it's more it just frustrates me because the kid is so good, yeah. and he should have won more championships mm-hmm. because he has so much talent. Yeah. And it's, it's early it's, still, it's, though. It's, it is. He's only 24. He's got one. He's yeah. got an SX title. Yeah. It's just it's frustrating because I think watching him, especially because w- watching him grow up. I mean, I've I've watched the kids since he was on fifties. It's it's frustrating because it's like, dude, if you just calm down a little bit and just use your brain in that moment, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Yep. Like, dude, you I, honestly, I believe he would have already beaten Jet by now. Yeah. Had he been able because he's been so. I will so say close. though, he needs to win one of these titles. Without having it kind of uh, given to him, given to him, because yeah. let's face it, what's the talk about the 250 Supercross titles? Oh, like Fortner, especially the yeah, first one the that Fortner had him until Fortner went out. Yeah, second one he kind of won on his own, I guess we'll say, but nobody really talks about the second one. And there was some fuckery going on. Yeah, there. and now and now you've got the 450 title. And it's they like, well, why do you win that? Well, because Tomac hurt himself. Like so, yeah. so he does need to win one of these to really get in. Otherwise, I'm scared he's going to have a very similar. Uh, thing like dunge if it's kind of like oh well he just podiumed them to death hey, essentially man. you know go beat a beat jet at all three smx rounds and that'll shut shit up real uh, quick yeah so, well something about chase that will be interesting is that chase often pushes the front end doesn't really wash it he just pushes it mm-hmm. and well 
for an example, you never saw Villapoto do that because he steers the bike with the rear, the mm-hmm. rear uh, wheel. Well, the Honda that Chase is on, the way they've set it up, it's really for him to come in and poke into the corner instead of trying to power through it, right? Okay, when you ch- when you get on a different brand, let's just say he goes to KTM and the balance of the bike is different, maybe that makes him ride a little bit differently, too. Well, and I've think, had that myself. Maybe. I think times. the flex of that of that chromoly steel frame is also going to help him because of how technically sound he is. Mm. I think compared to the Honda where when that bike, and Stu's talked about it, when it starts stepping out on him, yeah. not the flex to bring it back because Chase yeah. has so much lower body strength, I think that KTM, they're being a little bit of give there. Now, sometimes... He, Everybody we, says that KTM stiffer than the, than the Jap bikes. Yeah, it's because the team stiffen the shit out of them. They start bracing the frames. I think if I'm if I'm Chase, I go in. Don't fucking touch that bike. Don't add shit to it. Let me ride the stock version, and I'll go from there. <sighs> yeah, I don't but know. we know with KTM, they don't allow you to do that. Go, so, so. Um, all right. So moving on, Barsha goes five four for fifth. Great. Okay. That's well, welcome back. Yep. There we Does are. Does he? Uh, God, dude, he's that was rough last week for him, wasn't it? I know. I felt bad for him. Yep. Um, same thing. Building going into SMX. Uh, do we think he gets hmm. that final spot on the team for MX of Nations over AP? Because let's be real, right now it's looking like it's going to be Chase, Deegan, and either Barsha or AP. RJ's out. RJ's, RJ's I don't not. think Chase is going. Oh, he's, oh, you think he's going now? I don't know. They So supposedly Honda said they'll support him, and Chase says he wants to go. But there's no chance I believe he's going to go. He is going to go straight to that KTM, to Baker's factory, and start riding that KTM. There's just no way. Like, he can say all the right things right now so that he keeps the people off his back. There's no way he's going to go. Well, then this totally, so I, totally goes against what we talked say, about so a I think and a half ago. I think it's going to be AP, Barsha, and Deegan. Oh, but then really I gonna... saw a rumor today that Deegan doesn't want to go. I'd be, I mean, I that mean, seems Don't get me wrong. False. I probably would send Deegan, but he's the it's best. very uncommon to take a rookie. To he's the, the best, I, he's the know, best I wanna, 250 American rider. You know I want to see him? Because I want to see him and Lucas Coonan. Normally, that's, <laughs> normally, you don't send a rookie, though, not because yeah. you want him to win. It's because you're kind of protecting the rookie. Yeah. I just don't see with how prideful he is him not wanting to go. That's Yeah, that's what's Especially going to France. Like any going of these into, guys. Any go, of them. Going into France and enemy territory where for the first time in his life, and this is not me hating on Deegan, he's actually not going to be cheered. Because mm-hmm. like we know how the French well, fans are. Who Fuck knows, France. man? I don't know, man. Like, the, the Deegan... Deegan Colt runs yes, deep, bro. But as good as the French the French team is, and I would say yeah. the French t- the French fans are the craziest fans in all of moto. Um, I don't know. I just want to personally go because I'm a big Lucas Coonan fan, and I want to see those two because that fucking fireworks right there. Yeah. Um. So if ch- just just say Chase does go, who do you give it to? Barsha AP. Do you think it all goes on how they perform at Ironman or like what you've seen already? Like, would you have a choice? I don't in your know. Mind? All right, Tom. What do you think? Oh, it's tough because if it was to be, if the race was next week, I probably would send AP because Justin's kind of getting ready. But yeah. the mm-hmm. race is fucking two months from now, right? Yeah. So, like, you got time if you're Justin Barsha. That's oh, a tough call. And you don't have to determine it to what, 30 days before or something? I think that they're going to wait until uh, Chicago. Okay. SMX. Hmm. Honestly, if Chase doesn't go as much as he would be our best pick. Sending AP and Barsha might not actually be a bad thing because you want to talk about the two most prideful dudes yeah. in the 450 class. Like, they're not going to give up at least. Like, I mean, for like, what our options are right now, yeah. AP, Barsha, and Deegan sounds like an okay team to I me. I mean, we're not going to win, but I think we can podium with that team. I was going to say, it's a team that at least stands a chance. And they're not going to give up. That's all I give no. a shit about. I don't United want people. States and Australia are going to be podium, but who's the third? Belgium. Belgium and France will. It's going to be Belgium. Battle it out. Yeah. yeah. France will be really good because they're in France. So Belgium is going. Um, yeah, Belgium is going with Geertz, Kunin, and Everts. Yeah, I, 
I go back to like what I said before. The only the only reason I think Chase goes at all is to run that number one plate. That's it. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't think he cares. I would never say he doesn't care. I would never say that. I mean, it's a race that you got to go spend twenty thousand fucking dollars to go to. It's the most prestigious race as a racer, especially for someone that's a patriot like Chase is. There is nothing. Yeah, I guess more, he is pretty prideful. I guess there is nothing that. more. I'm very patriotic. It, it, Travis is very anti MX of Nations, man. It's I mean, fucking I don't stupid. You He's don't barely a racer. Doesn't what is? <laughs> yeah, pay. You got pay twenty grand to fucking go over to a fucking foreign country and get booed. Like, you think Chase Sexton gives two shit about whatever it costs him to go to uh, France? No, he wants to go and, and win for his country. Do you remember watching those two celebrating last year? Yeah, which Eli? was sweet when you're in the U.S. and doesn't cost you twenty fucking thousand dollars to go to a race. Nothing. But I when mean, I, I got to take my whole crew across the fucking I think we're pond, gonna be, I think we're going to be back in the states next year to go do it. Where? Uh... <laughs> Surprisingly, Millville's been in talk, but that's I don't. Interesting. I don't see how that's possible. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, all right, let's uh, let's move it on here because we've been at these four fifties for almost an hour. Uh, all right, so your boy Dylan goes three nine for sixth. That was okay. Terrible starts, man. Yeah, looked good at Unadilla. He looked great. I mean, at least he didn't sleep like he did at Unadilla on the line. Yeah, <laughs> or his whole shot device didn't break. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that, the first moto, he. I mean, he worked his way through the second moto, but the first moto he was really good. It's just kind of reminiscent of twenty twenty one. It took him twenty minutes to get going. Yeah. Now we find out he was sick. Um. Yeah, I mean, have you heard anything about where he's going next year? Uh, can we talk about that later? Actually, sure. that's something I want to talk sure. about. No um, I'm not. I'm we not, got some silly. I'm not super stuff. pumped. Uh, Pipes Motorsports Group. No, man. I'm. 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 I'm glad that he's getting some shit figured out on that bike. But uh, yeah, I mean, dude, it was just a typical Dylan day. The mm-hmm. way his season's going, just shit. Yeah. Which is frustrating for him because I think that first moto Unadilla, I think he's like, oh my god, I'm back. Yeah, we're he back. Looked really good there. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, fuck. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um. AC goes seven six for seventh. He whole shot at that first moto. Yeah. So it looked really good. I think that's still just this just falls in the arm thing. So we'll see if the stem cells do you, help. Do you think he's ever the same again? I don't know. I talked to Mike Grandall the other day. Yeah. He told me he went and got some stem cell stuff done. Instantly made him ten times better. But how long? That's all I've you- ever heard is about it. How long do you think, though, it's going to take? I mean, we don't know. It's stem cells. This is still fairly he's got, new. He's got multiple things already cold frozen for when the season's over so he can go back to Kansas and get it done again multiple you, times here. All right. So I guess so maybe. My question for Kansas? He, yeah, somewhere in Kansas is where AC's getting it done. No shit. Yeah. Um, I guess then my bigger question is, is that uh, do you guys think he ever is a guy that's po- like threatening for wins again he's got that he's not as potentially yet honestly he's got that speed dude it's just he can't hold on it's 25 right 26 yeah 25 so he's got like another five years worth here i mean he's got he's extended the contract right he's doing exactly what we said he needed to do though think about it he's finished all of these races that's all he's ever wanted to do is just finish a whole finish all the laps so like once he finishes all the laps sweet could you imagine if he came out in supercross season and all of a sudden it's like 2021 ac and he's just like winning it like if he can hold on it's there's a real possibility hey man just take out all the wood and just make them straightaways. <laughs> On the broadcast, they they just talked. I forget if it was Unadilla or Buds. They just talked about how he hadn't been able to train upper body mm-hmm. the whole season, and then mm-hmm. now the last handful of weeks he's been training and he's been so much better. Uh, he's not in his potential yet. No, he's still improving. Right? No, so like I wouldn't count him out. He's so talented. He's dude. He's he's great for the sport. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I'm happy for him. He's able to still able to ride a dirt bike with as much shit as he's been through. 100%. He's great for the sport. When he's done racing, he's going to be a great analyst. He's very well spoken. Mm-hmm. It's just a good thing when you have AC in the sport. It's just 
sometimes I think I get bummed for him because he knows what he should have been, mm-hmm. and I don't want him. And it doesn't seem like it because he's had this newfound way of thinking with the ayahuasca trip and all that. It just it kind of hey, like where I'm at right now is where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. and then we'll get there. Yeah, and that's all I think that if he stays on track with that, I think it'd be fine. Yep. Uh, March Banks goes six eight for eighth. Should have been on a 450 the whole fucking season. So Jesus, he's going back 250 for Supercross next year. He doesn't want. He got offered to ride the 450 for Supercross. Said no. I wouldn't either. No, because there's no way he's anywhere close to even like a top five dude in 450. Well, we're gonna find out at least at SMX what he could be on a 450. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Where's he going? PC? No, he's still he's He's staying with club. club. They offered him a 450, and he's like, no, I think the 250 bike's good enough. And and 250. He legitimately has a shot to podium week yep. in and week out, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah. 450, I don't like I said, I don't think he would crack the top five, so I think that's a good move. And then hopefully he goes 450 outdoors next year. I so think he'll be good at the SMX rounds on that 450. I think so, too. I think so. Mm-hmm. With the, I mean, if the track designs, the way what we've seen are actually mm-hmm. like that, I think I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Time Master Pool goes 8-7 for ninth. He's finally on a pro Love circuit it. motor. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's on a full pro circuit motor. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just in case you didn't have enough power. Yeah, just in yeah. case you didn't have enough power at 135 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that was a bit of a struggle for him, though. Too much power. Yeah, I mean, dude, he... Well, I, I saw a clip. I think he almost looped it on uh, one of the options. Too much power. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, dude, you're 135 pounds. Uh, I'd love... Dude, if he comes out and kills it at SMX, I would love to see him get, like, a fill-in ride with someone. Yeah, we'll see. I don't I don't know. We'll We'll see. Uh, Phil Nicoletti. So, what do you think? He goes, uh, he goes ten eleven for tenth. What do you guys think of the Phil cock cam yesterday? Here's what I think of Phil. Because <laughs> uh, I couldn't care any less. Sorry, Phil. You I don't like, like Phil. Boring. Not a fan of Phil. I don't no problem. With you Phil. don't like the shtick. That I think he does? it's hilarious. Uh, I don't because really let's be that. real, it's a shtick. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, like I don't give shtick. a shit if it's a stick. It's hilarious. Build that, build that I suppose build, it's good to have character in a sport. I just, build that brand, bro. I think my thing, uh, just the only thing I'll ever say about Phil, and I've said this to you before, I will only remember Phil when he went to the lo- a Log Road Regional back in 06, and when it used to go the old way, when McCarthy was going this way, uh, it was like a little hip tabletop. He came out of the woods, and he smacked the tree. <laughs> like, wide fucking open. He smacked the tree, like, third gear <laughs> wide open on his 250F. That sounds about and like And he Phil. got back up, and he kind of looked around, and everybody's like, is he like, how the fuck is he even standing? He just got back up and finished the moto. We're like, huh. how's he not dead? So, supposedly on that bike, there were three cameras. There was a forward-facing one. There was that one we saw that looked right as dick the whole time. Yeah. And then there's one in the rear. And then there was some sort of microphone on there, too. But obviously, with Phil, we're yeah, not getting want, to listen. You don't want him mic'd up. We're not getting to listen to, fuck this. What the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> oh, my fucking God. You fucking idiot. So, like, um, I think that's cool. Like, I like that. I'm I always, like that they're trying stuff. Supposedly, this is the same company that had the cameras uh, the onboards for them last year. Something too that they tried at Buds or Dilla something, but it the the footage looked like shit. So now they have a new camera that they want to try. I'm all for this onboard stuff. I, I mean, find it funny that Phil is like the guinea pig on this shit because he was the same thing with the blinking lights yeah. for Supercross. Like, well, wow, Phil. So here's the thing: they know that Club is willing to do it, yeah. and that Phil kind of like doesn't give a shit. Because he does, he like that's not going to make or break his race. So like he's willing to try it. Like the other factory guys won't fucking do it. No. Like Chase Sexton's never going to be like, yeah, mount three cameras on my bike because yeah, if that flops around and really throws me off, I might push the front end three times instead of just twice in the moto. But still, whatever. Um. So yeah, I mean, I would love to see where if they can get this down where we can do it, or even if we could have it. What would be really sweet is if we could have like a helmet cam like they do in Formula One there, where you're kind of no, yeah. like looking out the goggle thing. Will we? Who knows. But it would be sweet if we could ever get this actually figured out. 
Better than the old days of when it was grainily and pixelated and it would just stall out halfway to the moto during a supercross. Big VHS, you out, big VHS you on the helmet. out too hard on the face of a And triple. now we can't even wear a GoPro on our helmet because it's dangerous. Dude, I was watching some of the videos from like 2015 and like seeing all the GoPros. I was like, ah, man, those were the days. Yeah. Um, all right. So Freddie Noren goes 13-10 for 11th. Do you know Freddie doesn't wear a chest protector? Yeah. I at a, all? I have a big issue with that. You do? Uh, at least wear like a roost guard. Nope, he says it. He says it bugs him. He said he's been trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, he's super, been super lucky that he has any internal injuries. Yeah, so in super- my era, nobody fucking wore them. I I wore most of my career an under protector, but like yeah. fucking nobody wore them. Yeah, I have a roost guard. I kind of want to get an under protector and try that for a while and you see. You probably need both. <laughs> Norn's just, well, you know what? Cool for Freddie. I guess to say that he's been lucky on that because the first time he ragdolls and he breaks a bunch of ribs. Well, that's like, why oh, he says go he wears there. one in Supercross yeah, because yeah. he crashes all the time. He's like, but outdoors, I'm pretty okay. Yeah. And I'm like, tell he has a hearty Munoz oh moment. Yeah. Personally, I always had an issue because, well, they're a little better now, but like when I when it's like kind of bugging me, yeah. it makes me ride differently. It mm-hmm. makes me ride like shit. Now, yep. And another tangent with this is that when I was coaching hockey and then i went back to playing games i would coach without my shoulder pads on and then mm-hmm. i would go to play and it would make me kind of like feel like all constricted yeah so it took me a long time to get used to wearing shoulder pads again and it's not very different with moto like when i'm coming in and i'm hammering through a rough corner and mm-hmm. it's like kind of bunching up on me get that shit off me right away yep. you know what i mean so i don't it's yeah you're safer with gear on but if you crash because of it or if it leads you to be out yeah. of position how much safer are you really yep Hey man, 100%. Same thing with don't wear knee braces, wear knee pads. Yeah, that's and the same thing, thing with how neck braces. neck braces were such a big thing, and now nobody fucking wears. Them. Yep. So it's your preference, whatever. I mean, I wouldn't advise <sighs> advise against it, but whatever you're gonna. It's do. whatever you want to do, man. Whatever makes you feel safer, go for it. That's why I ride with my dick out. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's uh, weird. All right, Harry that's super weird. Harry Coolis from Harry Estonia. Coolis. Harry Coolis from Estonia goes twelve twelve for twelve. Grant Harlan goes 11-14 for 13th. Stefan Rubini from France goes 13 or 16-13 for 14th. Anton Gold goes 15-15 for 15th. A lot of Euros in there. Yeah, Jay Wilson goes 14-16 uh, for 16th. Poor Jay, poor Jay Wilson. Uh, Jace Kessler goes 17-18 for 17th. What's up with the Yamaha thing, man? Have you, I did haven't you talk talked to him? I'm going to talk to him next week. I, I haven't talked to him that. yet. I heard it was a bunch of issues with that honda not working correctly mm, oh kessler yeah, yeah so i'll be interested to talk to him next weekend at iron man i mean and he kind of see went off yamaha's yeah to honda and then back i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to him at iron man and kind of get the 411 there i heard there was some other stuff maybe going on to, i don't That'd know that'd be interesting because i was gonna bring that up i'm on, gonna i'm gonna yeah. find out i'm gonna find out for sure um i'm not like super important so he doesn't like text no you're me not. back no, like we're not super important quickly you know so um so, yeah, so I figured in person would be easier to do. Uh, Jose Butron goes 22-17 for 18. He's going to make the SMX playoffs, I think. He is, and they're, like, literally everyone around him's like, we're going to teach you how to ride Supercross. <laughs> He'll be fine. Because if you just go out there and roll around, you get 25 grand. Look, bro, so he's going se- I mean, to send it. You don't have to be- do anything but ride one lap. He's going to send it. He'll be fine. <laughs> so, um... He's never been to a Supercross? No. No, man. He never even did it, like any of the French series stuff. No. I mean, he's Spanish, but he never did any of the overseas. And everybody's ever. like, it's fine. There's not going to be any whoops at these rounds, so you'll be good. We can teach you how to ride the rest of it. There's no whoops at the playoffs? The SMX stuff? Mm-mm. Probably be like rollers. Oh, no, because they're also going to have 65s or 85s and uh, uh, isn't it Futures? Futures, too. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's see here. Let's uh, see a 125 class. I mean, yeah. Roman, Roman Pope. Goes twenty nineteen for nineteen. Also, it looks like he's gonna make. He could. 
Because I looked at the points this morning, and he's not that far off of Kev right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and Luca Marcelisi rounds out our top 20 he, with 18.25 for 20th. He's not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but he's got a cool Lu- last name. Luca Hitman, Luca Hitman, Hitman Marcelisi. All right. Yeah. So that's pretty much everybody Italian? there. What? Italian? Uh, uh, maybe. N- I don't know. He's from a know. different country. Yeah. Um, little story though, you got I don't know if you guys read the it was this is back dating back to Unadilla. I don't know if you saw the article, but like Tanoli came over. Did you hear what happened to him the week before he came to Unadilla? Mm-mm. So he had went and raced, I think it was one of the Dutch Masters. No, it was either a Dutch Masters race or a German ADAC race. And this was before he even knew he was gonna go to Unadilla. Mm-hmm. He got stacked up in the first turn in like the f- second motor or whatever second moto or whatever. And his foot peg snapped off, and he took a foot peg right to the nuts, ripped his fucking nutsack open. They stitched him up, and just, he's like... Just an abdicator status. He's Woo. like, he's like, hey, I'll go to Unadilla. He rode Unadilla with a, like, stitches still in his nutsack. Uh, and and somebody know. somebody asked him, and they're like, oh, that had to be really bumpy. He's like, well, you know, it didn't feel great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got the heebie a little bit right I was going to say, you know, Justin, you know Justin Abdelkader played for the Red Wings there. Local, local to this area. Yeah, Muskegon. Yeah, he, uh, in high school, because he was like a year or two ahead of me, fall league in high school hockey, uh, took a skate to the nuts that cut his nuts. Oh, I think you told me about that. They sewed him up between and then he periods and he played more. Yeah. Austin, you remember Austin Hawk? Yeah. He did that at GPF one time. He took a, took a handlebar right to the nutsack, and he like all of a sudden felt like some moisture in between his thighs, and he <laughs> he looked down, and he's like, his nutsack was hanging open. Yeah, I vaguely remember that part with, with Austin. Uh, Boy, he hauled ass, too. Boy, that guy was fun. Yeah, but he liked playing in the woods too much, and I don't mean on dirt bikes. All right. Yeah, he's, a, he's an arborist now. That's yeah, he's, awesome. he's, a, he's a very interesting man. He used to go to, when we were in Monster Mountain, he'd just go into the woods and just hang out for like an hour. All right. Well, that's been your 450 Race Recap, brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. We are going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back with 250s, and then we've got a bunch of other off-subject oh, topics with Moto to talk about here. Off-subject? No. Well, Moto stuff, but just like all over the place. So <laughs> Yeah, wait for our other show to come out and talk about politics. It's going to be great. So we will be We are right canceled. Yep. <laughs> he got canceled real quick. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Uh, just a quick little plug here to start off the second half of the show. If you would like a Moto Aftermath Show t-shirt, much like what Justin has there with the Kawasaki on it, or we have the new one that's inspired by oh, the retro YZs, which I have one for you for next weekend, but it's white, so I'm not giving it to you till next weekend. <laughs> After, Right before we turn the show <laughs> camera on. I was going to say, I'm going to pack it in my suitcase, so that way you have it for the race there. But anyway... Um, you can go ahead. There's links in the description down below. There's also a Teespring link in the description, and there's actual uh, Teespring links to the actual T-shirts uh, down below here if you're watching on YouTube. So uh, go ahead and check those out. Pick one up. Helps us out. Helps us get to the races. Me and Tom will be at Iron Man next week. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting tra- uh, transition, but what the fuck is Teespring? It's a online T-shirt printing thing. It's where I print all these. Oh, you go to them to buy them, or you're yeah. saying, "Hey, if you want to get your well, own you can. Print. You can also get that. Like it's so it's a. I have a storefront on there that has all our different designs on it. Oh, okay, and that's people cool. can go there and buy them. Um, and then yeah, that's where I purchase them too because I can purchase samples at a slightly discounted rate, which isn't very discounted, but interesting. Okay, I'm a business guy. He's a business guy. Yeah, he's he's gonna be one day. And to think to think about uh, being be able to sell guy? t-shirts, maybe huh. used to maybe never mind. <laughs> Drugs. Pimping ain't easy, y'all. Drugs. <laughs> all of what they both just said. <laughs> um. All right. Let's uh. Whew. Hang on a second. Oh boy. We don't want to get in two fifties yet. So let's talk no. fucking Iron Man real quick. Oh boy. 
So, I don't want to talk Iron Man. I want to talk either Silly Season or I want to rant. Okay, well, when we get to Iron Man, I'll bring that up then. So go ahead. <laughs> should we do Silly Season or should we rant first? Are we going to talk about SMX and some other yes. shit after we're done with 250? Uh, well, let's it, talk about, it just depends what we want to do. Here. Let's talk about Silly Season first. All right. Okay, let's Silly Season. Oh, well, I know one of the things that I was going to bring out is on your notes about Guillaume Ferez. Guillaume Ferez is going to Husky. Going to Husky because That's it's super interesting. Because it's going to be him, RJ, and Casey Cochran. Because cool. Jaleek's out. I'm trying to get RJ to retire. Did you? Yeah, I think RJ needs to retire. For I know. Just the sake of himself and his family because, like, Thank you. dude, I'm That's exactly oh, what I'm I said last it. week. How old? 29? I don't nah, give a shit 27. how old he is. He can be, he can be 21. 27 or 20. He needs to retire. I just, I'm on well, the board with you. Retire. I'm just looking give at Give me it. one reason why. Because he's had a lot of concussions, man. I mean, did you so watch? Did you watch that crash last week? Yeah, he crashed his How many last times week. do I got to watch him do this before he cannot pick up his little girl? That's what I'm nervous about. I like, don't really care about I mean, there, that. The risk is definitely there. The risk he is all crash that fucking much. Uh, is that a joke? Maybe he just needs. Do you to, watch hey, the hey, same races we hey, do? Man, uh, hey, he was good on the four. He didn't crash on the 450. Maybe just the 450. He'll be like, you know what? It's a lot of power. I'm good. Calm him down some. I just I'm on board with you. I don't want to see any of these dudes retire if they're not like that. Dylan Wreck was, but bad. I don't. I don't want to see him for the sake of his family. Yes. Not being able to be there in his kid's life older because he doesn't remember his name. I literally was back channeling trying to be like, hey, we need to talk to this kid and get him to just I call mean, it. Call Eric and RJ are buddies. I know. You should have just called Eric. This I'm guy pretty sure Eric and RJ probably have already had this conversation. Way at some to point. blow out my back channeling. This man has worked <laughs> his whole entire life to get where he is. Well, we he should go to the MLB because it's much safer than what he's doing right now. He didn't get into it because it's fucking safe. All right, can oh, we get back to the season all of a sudden? This got off way. I got no problem with where we're at right now because this is something that as racers, especially as 30s racers, and when the family stuff gets involved, everyone has to face it. And it's really interesting. You get Ryan Dungey kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a lot of different ways guys handle it, right? Eli yeah. Tomek is one of the first champions we've ever seen that had children already. Mm-hmm. One of the very first ones. So to think about where he is in his life, like late 20s, I don't know what his, how old he is, let's say 27. To be already thinking about that, okay, how do I handle this for the for the next seventy mm-hmm. years of my family? Because you're not done with fulfilling your legacy yet. Your legacy after racing is a whole different ballgame. But for now, he's right fucking there. He's mm-hmm. so fast. So if you're gonna be thinking about hanging him up, well, that's already kind of if you're if it's in your head, you're kind of halfway there. Yeah, I mean, I I understand. I'm just saying, as many times as I've seen RJ ragdoll, because RJ doesn't just tip over. Yeah, like me, right? He ragdolls himself into the fucking ground in a bad way. And like I said, normally, like I I fully accept, I've accepted this for a long time since I rode street bikes, and I accepted that a car can run me over and I can be fucking dead tomorrow. Like, I I accept that there is is a level of risk to what the fuck we do on two wheels, period, end of discussion. But there comes a point where that level of risk and how your luck is going with stuff that you got to really look in the mirror. I mean, does he have millions and millions of dollars in the bank? No. Has he made a, has he made a decent amount of money doing what he's doing? Probably. Six-figure contract yeah, for a long time. You got a beautiful wife. You got beautiful kids. Like, dude, it's it's time. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna run out his husky contract, and then I do think he does retire after his husky contract because he got a two-year deal. Like yeah, I said, I, I, I just, just hope yeah. it ends that way and not yeah. in a bad way. What's Zach Osborne say? About what? Well, he was a similar situation his whole career, and then he ended it uh, at the pinnacle because he stuck with it and won a championship when he had children. Right? So if, if you're well, they're on the same fucking team, but mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're really considerate, like there are very few people you can talk to if you're RJ. There are very few because there's a bunch of other jabronis that are going to, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you should fucking hang him up. Like, what? Well, who the hell are you to say, right? Like, nobody is in his circle is, uh, has been there except for him. And maybe one or, one or two racers in the history of our sport, mm-hmm. right? So, like, it's real, real. He's got to really be careful with how he handles this. Because once, once you pull, like, oh, I'm going to take a season off, you're not going to Ryan Dungey back your, your way back in and yeah. be. Mm. Dude, the last three that I remember from him, he impaled himself on a stake. At an outdoor. And decided to ride with internal bleeding. And decided to ride RJ? with internal bleeding. Yes. Yeah. The only person I could think of was Kyle Regal that did that. At high he point? Then, yeah. He then crashed, yeah, he then crashed yeah. to A2 this year and had internal bleeding that they didn't find for like three days. And that was a real bad deal because he, he, he was really fucked up from that Yeah, that, that was bad. That was, that was one actually that it could have actually killed him. And now you have he corkscrews himself into the ground. Oh, One of the worst. One of the worst places. corkscrews and places that could even happen there at Dilla. And like is asleep for I don't know how long, but it wasn't fucking great. And then you go back even further. You go back to Red Bull Straight Rhythm when he corkscrewed himself into the ground, and he like he's got he's already has concussion issues. Before. I was gonna say he's got a lot of memory. He doesn't remember the like, concussion thing is real interesting because I've had a shit ton of concussions, but I'm I honestly feel like I'm pretty sharp still. Like I mean, my dude, memory what? is probably not great. Probably more from smoking weed, but I didn't say that. Oops, but. <laughs> Uh, like all the concussion stuff you normally hear, like night terrors and stuff like that. Like there was one period of, I think my second season on two fifties, I had night terrors for like a couple months in a row, but like mm-hmm. I never have headaches. My memory's good. Like there, most of the stuff you, yeah. people are like, oh, oh, it's like, I feel fucking fine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I honestly, if I was, if I didn't retire from my shoulder being shattered, I probably could have gone a lot longer. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm saying fucking RJ, A, do what you want to do. And yeah. B, like, For nobody, sure. he's a you're, grown you're, ass man, so we can't tell him what to do, but your man. life is so short as it is, let alone when you literally are one of few people in the world that can do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Just do it. When you don't, when you're not enjoying it anymore, which I've never met anybody like that, but when you're not enjoying it anymore, then that's a different story. But like, when you're already on top, fucking ride the wave, baby. I don't know, man. There's bigger things at play than. Well, you have a small daughter, so it's a different perspective for mm-hmm. both of us, that's for sure. Yeah, you're you're still in that single mindset there, buddy. He's got he he's <laughs> he's legit family and kids. Like yeah. he's yeah. Well, back to Guillaume Perez. Back to silly season. Back so, to Guillaume so Perez. Perez. That was going, weird. That was very weird. No Especially one saw the way that his coming. contract, the verbiage in his contract was like, Oh, like if you do this, this, and this, like, yeah, we'll retain you. And there was a lot of people that did. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, we're gonna pull a nut. We're just gonna pull it out from underneath you, and he's going to Husky, which I honestly think is gonna very interesting, especially the dynamic because he's been riding Supercross at the Goat Farm since last year. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be a little bit of a learning curve for him because one same thing, never rode Supercross before this. But outdoors, like dude, he was very good at mm-hmm. the first couple rounds, and it's kind of out of nowhere his whole thing. There's not a lot of expectation. No one really saw this coming. Dude, I was I've really to- excited about him. I've told you this story about when he was riding EMX 250s. Dude, he wasn't even getting top fives. Yeah. He was. Uh, he almost won a title in EMX 125s, goes to the EMX 250, and he's just, granted, his team wasn't super great, but like he was barely even a top five dude. He had a summer job, or uh, yeah. uh, off-season job, yeah. like so a legit like, like, nine to five. What about the contract stuff you're talking about, though? Because I have never heard about this. There was verbiage in his contract with Yamaha that if he did like like certain results throughout the summer, they would... He would stay on the team. He was going to be on the team for 2024 because it was like set in stone. Well, obviously, he got hurt at Thunder Valley. He had gotten top 10, was close to top five the first two rounds, and then we never got to see it. Mm-hmm. So everybody was kind of on the same thought. They were like, well, are they going to give him a shot because he never really got to prove himself? And then it's like, oh, no, apparently he was actually in talks with Husky for like the whole entire time. 
So most most racers and really not just racing but all sports like you kind of you think okay here's what's probably going to happen but hey what about plan b and c right so like here's so my thing good do you move? think do you think it's good for him i don't know do you, do you think he saw the writing on the wall at star though i mean probably because what do they got so deegan thrasher romano bennick smitty and styles and styles is probably out after twenty twenty four. fucking guys <laughs> he's, he's probably and then he got three four fifty dudes yeah but he styles is probably out after 2024 anyway I think he's. I think he's done. I'm That's surprised, so honestly. Romano's still there. Well, because they know how good he is when he's healthy. Yeah. Look, look how good he was his rookie season in yeah, outdoors. I guess I it's don't just know. Supercross, and I think he's going to be East Coast was for Supercross next year anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's an interesting move. I don't know if it's good or bad or otherwise because Supercross, like, I don't know. Um, is Hunter Lawrence a 250 rider in Supercross? No. No, A1. supposedly he's going 450 all next year. So uh, we're going to see his last race then next mm-hmm. week. Car- well, SMX. Oh, yeah. yeah. Car- well, actually, the last time we'll ever see on a 250 is MX of Nations, but whatever. Uh, Carson Maybe. Mumford, MCR, apparently. Yeah, I heard that, too. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear a little bit of the Triumph news that has been floating around? No. This oh, I so, like, but did you? camping in the wo- in the not the woods for the last... Three so days. the la- so I don't know if the last thing you saw we all know r- little With red Wi-Fi. we all know little red dog that's like yep. that's a given yeah. triumph whatever yeah, I don't know if it's a great idea whatever we'll we'll find out if they're good then it's cool Jaleek so. Swole yep and Michael Moseman I heard that well now apparently you know whose name's been linked to him and not only been linked to him but a 250 ride until the 450 comes out Joey fucking Savachi. I've heard that too. Appar- I like that. I, Appar- think I think he's way better on a 250. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, him on a 250 and Supercross to me, he's a title threat right away. Just like Jake Weimer. Jake Weimer was so sick on a 250, and then when he went to 450, he's like Jake. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll be really honest with you, and this is you can call me a Savachi Homer because I am one. If that bike is actually really good, he might all actually be an outdoor threat for a title, mm-hmm. both Supercross and outdoors. But apparently, there's been talks of him doing that until the 450 is available, and it's something that he actually wants. I'm really, I'm really excited about these Triumph bikes. The one thing that's kind of driving me crazy is that our sport has like the biggest quantity of haters ever. Oh, I know. So when you when you get to like the the reveal stuff taking its time, like yeah, on one hand you're like fucking just show us the bike. On the other on the other hand, people are like shitting on all, all uh, on it all left and right. Like oh, it's just like Casey. You know, like yeah, it's similar, but it's fucking not the same. You know what I mean? Like look, dude, you know how many people let them unveil their whole change. There's 100. 126 years or whatever they've been in business. Let them fucking do you what they You know how many people are going to hate on the first time at A1 when Benny Bloss rolls out on a beta? And people are going to be like, that bike's fucking ugly. Him, him and Nichols. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's another yeah, thing, too. That was that was weird, right? Right? That was weird. I mean, who yeah, else right. are they going to get? You know, that that is right in the realm. Because Savachi's not going to go ride that bike. I no. think Cole's a good grab for him because he's used to testing factory bikes. And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know the guy ever. You know, I talked to him twice. but uh, Seems, I think he's a great dude. I don't think he has... That dog in him. I think wow. he's just, he's really good and he's riding mm-hmm. his career. I don't, I don't think he's a threat for any kind of win ever. No. I think that, I think the guys they have right now are good because I, I don't know that that bike's necessarily the best. It's, well, so they we'll need see. guys that can develop him, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where wow. uh, Colt comes in play. I don't know about Benny. He's very unusual. As hey, far look, as when like he tries. That. Benny didn't even ride the damn bike. He literally signed the deal without riding the yeah, bike. Yeah, and then he showed up to Raynard's place on a 300. He didn't even show up on the 450. Yeah, yeah. there's a bunch of guys in this Michigan area that have the betas, mm-hmm. mostly 300s, I think, and they seem to like them a lot, but for Supercross, it's a lot different, right? Yeah, so we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, mean, the bike, all I've ever heard, and obviously that's because of the GP stuff with the Lupino and Ben Watson, is the bike's just really fast. Yeah. That's it. That's all I've ever heard about that bike is the bike is fast as shit. 
look, here's what I like. It's two more rides for a couple of guys who and really then, yeah. deserve to have some sort of ride that at least gets them to the races and stuff so that they're not paying their own way. Let's fast forward two years from now, three years from now. Forget about electrics, but just, just gas bikes. We got Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha. Suzuki. Suzuki, maybe. KTM. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Husky. Husky, Gas Gas. gas, gas. Triumph. Beta. Ducati, and Beta. Beta. That's yep. 10 manufacturers. Only 10? Yep. We're, we're doubling. Don't give me. Don't let me make it sound. Only ten. No, no, no. But that is that it. Is there one more? No, that's like it. Not that's until uh, Starkvarg because comes in the which play. That's not which they've thing. already actually signed up for their first ever arena cross. Where Britain, one of the British series arena. They crosses. got they got homologated and approved. Mm-hmm. It's, be, I, it's, prof- it's in a professional one too. It's not just some rinky dink. Because cool. from what I've heard is MX Sports and Feld have both told them to pound sand. No. I don't know who runs this organization, but it's a British one. I heard the MXGP also told them to pound well, sand. Well, this is not. I know. It's I'm just saying. But here's the problem is that Stark wants to go ride, and they want to go ride the 450 class, and need to work on no one will let life. them. Yeah, they need to work on their battery life. I don't think they have a- another. They'll have their own class. And we, you and I talked two shows ago mm-hmm. when I was on about like the growth of that and like considering the business side of things, and I'm kind of farther along with it. And even this past week, I've been in talks with some manufacturers, so it's kind of gaining traction quick, and it'd be really interesting. Hey, Nick Thomasunas, go watch his video. He went out to California and he tested Road one. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good, like a good review. I think the bikes are cool, man. Like somebody posted the other day, they were like, because there was one for sale on Facebook Marketplace. Somebody's got theirs already. 25 G's for it. And they're like, oh, I can't believe this. And I'm like, why? Like, think about it. You don't have to worry about valves, pistons, gas, oil, oil filters, air filters, any of that. You plug the fucker in and you make sure the chain's lubed. Till it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the battery dies. That's about it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so the biggest thing with Silly Season, though, that I want to talk about, and this is where I'm going to get a little depressed. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Dylan. Okay, yeah, let's talk go. about this. Here we go. What are you hearing now on this? Oh, uh, he's retiring. Well, that doesn't surprise yeah, me at all. He's done. That doesn't he's, surprise he's, me. He's, it, it, I mean, it's like Savachi. He doesn't have anywhere to go. Which is bullshit, in my opinion. So this I think next it's weekend ridiculous. is going to be Dylan Francis's last race, not just in America, but his last race ever. Uh, there's SMX? talks that he might go do well SMX. There's talk he might go do MX of Nations for the French team because they gave him the go ahead to ride his bike. Mm, but I don't think this. I don't know if they're going to take him. I think they're going to take Renault just because it's easier. Probably. France has got the worst fucking way of picking every single year. The French Federation. The French Federation is about as good as the Russian Federation. It's fucking yeah. terrible. Um, but it sounds like, and I don't know if it was LeBig or somebody at Motovert, but he told him like he's. He's probably done. Well, he's not going to go ride for free, and he's not going to go ride a subpar No, and bike. here's the thing. Why would he? Yeah. Why would he go ride for free? This is what's annoying me. Take the Dylan fanatic out of me. He People are like, whatever, dude. That is not how I meant that. <laughs> I, hey, man, I like Dylan. Dylan Danger Zone. He's one of my favorite guys. He's been for a long time. People are like, well, he's asking for too much money, this and that. I'm like, I've dude. Heard, I've heard that is a problem, Here's the thing, though. though. What, why is that wrong, though, knowing your worth? He's won four fucking championships. That's like saying both of you guys, and I know this too, but I'm not a business owner currently. Mm-hmm. I was. You guys, busting your ass, knowing what you're worth, knowing your capabilities, and then somebody going, oh. I, yeah, you- I mean, I completely understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that he has literally everything working against him. Number one, he won that title, okay, which was awesome for him. It was great. However, that fucked him up up because there was stipulations in the contract if he won the title you automatically get a whatever percentage raise which from what i understand was like 50 percent or even doubling mm-hmm. what his base salary was so now you go from a three hundred thousand dollar guy to a six to eight hundred thousand dollar guy mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you're aware tomac's only at 1.5 so 
Oh, so, no, I just, I think, like, making half that yeah. for a guy who races two Supercross races where he gets fifth and then fucking completely torpedoes himself, then goes outdoors and can't fucking get the bike set up, whether that's a team or him, whatever, you know, new bike, like, that's neither here nor there, but then he goes outdoors and it's like, yeah, he's okay, but, like, he's in that same realm, and then you combine that with all the teams are full. Yeah. Where could he go? That he he's, his, he's, his option is is to go ride Pipes Hep, Motorsports. Hep, Hep was talking to him. Hep Suzuki. Howie was talking to him at one point. Uh, club, but that was like, well, if they're going to stay on Yamahas, why would you even do that? And he won't go ride Club because there's no way he's going to ride for free. No, exactly. And then there was talks about MCR, but he obviously doesn't want to do just Supercross. Like, yeah. That would be pointless. And Cowie was the one that was really surfacing, but then the moment that they were like, oh, no, we're going to keep AC around, that went out mm-hmm. the door. Yeah, but it's like I, it's annoying me that people are like, oh, he, like he should. At, why? Why? The dude is a four-time champion. Why would he ride for less money? Like knowing your worth, I think it's ridiculous that people like get up on their soapbox and they're like, these guys should ask for less money. They should do this. Look, this we can call them teams all we want. These aren't fucking teams. This is an individual goddamn sport. Mm-hmm. They this isn't like with football when you go win a championship or hockey where it's a team thing. It's them. They're winning the championships. They He won four championships for Star Yamaha, their first ever 450 title. The dude's worth the money. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Why would he go ask for less? I guess. It's a I team mean, sport, right, when they go to pay for SMX, too, right? Yeah, yeah we'll get to I that. Just, I, I, I we'll don't get to that in a second because I'm a rant hard on this. It I mean, just pisses me off that people are like, oh, he should ask for less money. Why? My thing is, is like... I wonder what his rate is. I heard he's, I he's, heard he's, between, I heard he's between six and eight. Yeah. Hundred thousand a year base. Oh, six or eight hundred thousand dollars is nothing for these guys. Okay, it is right now. Tomac is one point five, which is a bargain. Honestly, Eli Tomac won what seven fucking Supercross races mm-hmm. last year, and he's getting one point five base. Okay, yeah, that's super bargain. There's no way that Dylan's worth that. No, in and my I don't opinion. think Dylan's asking. And that's the thing. I don't think Dylan's asking for a million. I don't think he is. No. I think he just wants his salary that he's at now, which I don't think is unreasonable. The problem is you can't get it at Star because first off, he's not gelling with that bike. And you got he's Cooper not, Webb coming in. He he knew he was never going to stay at Star. The problem the the problem is is that he can't even go in and ask for that eight because everybody else who's a second tier guy, which it's it's not necessarily right to call him a second tier guy, but considering what he's done since his title, which is not a lot. Okay, I understand he's got four titles, but we all know we have recency bias here. Last two years, what's he done? He rode two outdoor races and like three fucking supercrosses. And it's been for a lot of the. What has Malcolm Stewart done? I mean, that's the same thing. But you can say that for everybody. But what's Stu's salary? I'll bet you Stu's salary is probably maybe three. With bonuses. Maybe three. Plus bonuses. No, no, no. no. I just meant of the fact of Malcolm has a ride. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I get it. But but when but if but if you have Stu. Oh yeah, and, for sure. And Dylan and walk into the yeah. room and and they're fighting for a yeah. fucking position. Oh no, definitely and not. And Dylan's like, that. dude, well, I've got titles, but and that was motocross. two years. Yeah, and it's and it's a motocross stuff. And like, I want eight. And Malcolm walks in yeah. and goes, well, I want, I'll do, I'll oh, ride for three. Like, who are you gonna fucking there's, hire? There's no debating that. I honestly, wish the Gas Gas would buy another because Dylan originally That'd wanted to fit. go to Gas Gas. Yeah. And then they were like, well, Barsha is more marketable, and I'm it's not just Justin at 450s, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just Barsha. He wanted to go. They Dylan won't, wanted From what to go. I understand, Gas Gas won't put another 450 guy out until Barsha retires. The sad thing is, is that I think if Dylan retires from over here, I think there is possibility that he could go back to the GPS and get it walk right into a factory right over there with uh, the Yamaha team. Uh, the sad, the sad thing, well, their owners, dude, their owners got so much money. Um, I think the sad thing is, is that when, if he does retire the last time we see him this year, I think he does go back home. I think he's gotten accustomed to the lifestyle over here and I'm not saying he's never embraced it. I, he knows the California, Florida lifestyle. 
I think Dylan is a lot like Marv, in my opinion, where he's adopted America as his second home. He's mm-hmm. French American now, but I think he's yeah. He's, I, I definitely he's miss, think he, he goes back home. to France. He yeah. misses home. He's been here since 2017. Mm-hmm. I I just think it's a bummer because I think he still has so much to prove, and I think that he knows he does. And it's just it's a pity that he's going to retire because somebody. But how much do you think he's really going to prove? What is he? Twenty eight, twenty nine now. I think he just turned twenty nine. I think he just turned twenty nine. So he's staring. So he's staring at thirty here, yeah. basically. And I mean, he's another one, dude. Like, at what point are you going to just like say, like, look, I can't, I can't do the supercross thing anymore. It's too fucking much for him. I mean, it's not too much for him. But Sad like, thing is, he was doing well before he got hurt. He was getting top five. Which yeah, is the unfortunate thing. Yeah, I mean, his finishes. What do you mean are, by this? What do you mean? What do I mean by what? I can't do the Supercross thing anymore is what you said. What do you mean by that? I mean, look at how his Supercross seasons have ended since he's gone 450. What has it ended with? It's ended, like, at the most, like, five rounds in with a fucking, like, catastrophic injury. I mean, this year, he literally was, like, unconscious for, like, five minutes plus on the middle of... Everybody thought he was dead. Honestly, if I'm him, I go back home. Go to a factory team over there, ride two years, and I think that they'd be just fine. I mean, I think that just depends what kind of money they're going to throw at him. Which, well, they if you spend... listen to the Hurlings interview, isn't going to be a fucking lot. Do you do well, it? Hurlings made a lot of money. It's just it's Jeffrey Hurlings. Yeah. Do you do it for the money, or do you, are you doing it for the chance at winning? I think he's doing it for. I think he's doing it for both because I think for a long time in his early in his GP career, he didn't make shit for money. Once you already have the championships and the money, yeah, uh, it's kind. Of, truthfully, I never won a lot of money. I never won championships like that, but. If that Who was cares about the money, if that was the case, he, if that was legacy. the case, he'd be riding in the U.S. Yeah, if, if he had a bike that was going to be competitive enough to win. Yeah, because I also don't think Dylan would want to get on a bike and be like, "Yeah, I'm just going to ride around ninth." It like, is interesting he wants though, to win because I heard the Hep thing was pretty serious. And then the other thing I've heard about Hep is that they're switching manufacturers. Yeah. So if so they're not going to be on Suzuki, it's like, okay, so what? Why do you not want to be involved with them there? Unless they literally are like, "Yeah, we can't pay you anything," or. And I'm not saying this because I haven't heard this. This is just off the cuff because we're talking. Or maybe Kenny's just like, I don't really want him on the team. No, that could be a thing, too. That could be a thing. Kenny's already causing waves. I don't know if you've seen the thing. He's talking about Jet now. I heard that he had. <laughs> he's talking shit. Curt- courtesy of, do you remember that Abide Moto guy yeah. on Instagram? I read stuff. So his notes, Kenny has FOMO tweeting from the couch during the motos he, he was talking. To, he was talking about Jet yesterday over the internet and got blown out for that. What did he say? He was just talking about how like it, it annoys the shit out of him just like everybody else that all people can talk about is Jet, Jet, Jet. He's a really great rider and he even goes, I'm not as fast as Jet or as good as him, but I keep working hard. But it's like you guys have never seen an actual guy ride a dirt bike well. I don't disagree with what he what that. But uh, dude, you can go find it on whatever the hell it's X now. What my, is it called? It's not thing, Twitter. My what thing is, is, is like, hey, look, if y'all want, if y'all want us to stop talking about him, go fucking beat no, him. No, no, yeah, I don't think up. that's what I don't. And you can go find it. You, you yeah. unless he took him down, you can go find it. I don't think it was that. I think it was just the fact of Everybody when you turn blown. on, all they ever talk about is Jet and Hunter anymore. Not the fact of he's annoyed. I think it's a f- annoying to him that he goes. Did you guys never see Ricky Carmichael ride a dirt bike? Speaking of annoying, every fucking time that Ricky Carmichael says Hunter Deegan, oh my god, I want to slam the TV or the Hunter Brothers, the Hunter me. Brothers, the Hunter Brothers. Crazy. No, no, I think it was just the way I read it because I read the the tweets or whatever the hell they're called now. It wasn't <laughs> him being annoyed that it's Jet doing what Jet things are what he's doing. It's that 
all the media ever talks about is Jet. They don't talk about anybody else. And yeah. I think that rubs him the wrong way. Rubs me the wrong way, too. I guess. Because it's like, have you guys never seen a guy ride a faster bike? I'm I sorry. Mean, did Eli Tomac in 2015 not beat Ryan Dungey by a minute and a half? Yeah. Every single year, there's very, very good guys. It just so happens to be that Jet is a very, very good guy right now. And don't get me wrong, he's fucking perfect season and he's super good. Yeah. But we have seen guys be very good before. But what the fuck else do you want me to talk about right now? I mean, everybody's Finally, talking about De- Deegan and Hunter and that annoys battling. Me. Like you got to f- talk about other people. But like There's other people out there riding dirt bikes. But like that's okay. You want me to talk about AP going four three for second? No, I don't care about the results. Like, just I didn't talk about fucking him. see him just, all fucking day. It's just you're talking. not blowing Jet the whole I race. Didn't, I difference. didn't fucking. I mean, dude, let's face it. When I went to Red Bud, I didn't see any. But like even the 450 class, outside of watching Jet go by, the rest of everybody was just like, yep. Dirt bike. Dirt no, bike, I think it's just. I think it's light. just. I want to see them talk about. There's other people out there with other stories outside of Jet Hunter and Hayden Deegan. The stories are cool for me. Like what? Really for me? I name love a story. They go through name everything. A story. How about they go at? How about they go down through the paddock, guys? If they get the chance, be like, hey man, what's been going on? What have you been up to? I, I what's mean, been going we on? talked to time. We talked about Time Masterpool for a while there when he was really fucking killing it. I'm pretty so... sure Joe Schmoda could find something to talk about training with Nick Way. They'd be much more interesting to the crowd than fucking Jet Lawrence. Doing what he's doing in the same shit every weekend. That'd be a it's great Nick interview. Way because they just I'm, had a. They I were in Michigan for July. That would be awesome. To talk I don't about. have I a mean, problem with them talking about the guys that are winning and interesting, like Hayden Deegan. But it's like there's a bunch of other dudes out there that are going through a lot of shit too. That their weeks are crazy and just like Jet Hunter and Hayden that we could talk about. How about we go talk about Seth Hammock or all the shit that he's been through this year in the last couple of years with all the injuries and the Epstein Bar virus. Hey, how about you go? Out, hey, Seth, you, you want to do a piece? Like, is there anything you got to talk about? And if he says no, fine, cool. I'm sorry. I just don't believe that there's nothing anybody else has to say. I'm pretty sure Justin Cooper can talk about the fact that he got throat punched by his fucking handlebars. I mean, I feel like we talked about that, but again, too, we, that's like we one, did, we did, that's but like they one don't flash they don't. in the pan there, and then well, but I'm who, sorry. Hearing about Jet and Hunter's struggle, it's it's a crazy story, <laughs> but everybody struggles at this level. James Stewart, his dad and mom were broke and actually broke. Like they were, they so they were, were broke. So were the Hunter brothers. I mean, let's they, face it. When no, they no, were in no, Europe, no, 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 they no, were fucking no, no, broke. No, 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 they were they were broke. Not as broke as Big James and Sonia. They were broke, broke. They didn't have a house to live in. They didn't know where they were going to stay. When they were over in Europe, they knew that they had a place to stay. And I don't. Yeah, they lived above a garage and split a can of tuna is that, and is a, that a fucking baguette. Is that a place to, to stay? Eat. Is that a place to stay? Sure. It's better than not having a place to stay. At least you're under a roof. So let me let me counter this oh a little boy, bit. Here we so go. I, now, I we're, the, now we're going with my struggle was harder. That's I what I'm the, saying. Everybody fucking struggles, man. I don't know, so, man. Like, I, like I agree. There's other stories out there, man. But like, and it was also their decision. It was also their decision to go broke. Yeah, but I mean, like, how, I'm how, sorry. How far you want to? How far are they really going to dig here? You know, your I sons mean, are millionaires now. I'm not. I don't feel bad for you anymore. Which well, is cool. Not now. Yeah. No, I don't feel bad for you. Now they're you decided to do. Now they're eating. They ain't They ain't hungry no more, brah. Yeah. Well, they decided to do it. So we talk about the storylines of things, right? So, and you say after Jet goes flying by, then you're like, okay, there goes AP, and you're kind of bored watching it. But me, I'm the opposite way. Like, the storylines are cool, don't get me wrong, but I'm a tactician. I watch the mechanics of what's going on because I'm a fucking writer, right? So, like, when AP goes by in sixth, I'm watching his ass, and I'm watching how he holds his bike a little bit differently with his legs Mm -hmm. than everybody else, which is why he's a good woods rider. Yeah, and I'm watching these guys, and that's what I—that's what I get the entertainment out of. Don't get me wrong, listening to Jet Lawrence and all these all these other fucking guys, and their stories is cool. And like we like talking to guys like Kevin Brands and whoever else, and that's cool. But mm-hmm. that's not why I watch. Oh, me neither. But my thing is, is okay. If you want to run down, like none, 
none of these other guys are even really like battling, battling. Like oh, most of them were, were, they were uh, like, that like was good racing fucking going on speaking. I don't know what you're talking like about. Like a little the race bit for hit, third in the 250 class was a dog race. Well, they yeah, were going. But I mean, there it's like you go to 450s. It's like okay, maybe we have like a little battle between Dylan and and AP like halfway through a moto, and like they try to cover that a little bit. But like outside of that, it's like they're not battling week in and week out. It's like I every can, single week's a different fucking person battling each other. I can guarantee that if the camera would have tried to would have tried to find Dylan, and let's be real, they can, especially with the drone, and they would have locked in on him that first moto, seeing him slice through the pack, mm-hmm. it would have been just as interesting as watching Jet do what he did because he was Dylan right behind Jet, too. yeah. Because Dylan had to come from even further back to second moto. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just don't buy into the fact. Look, Hunter, Jet, Deegan, I know that they're the most charismatic, marketable people. It's great. I know we got to talk about them. But there's a bunch of other dudes. How about we go talk to Tom Vial and talk about the fact that he just came over from across the pond, had to learn a totally new discipline, and things aren't going the way he thought it was. How about we go talk to him about that? You think that's what you're going to talk about? Best name in motocross right there. Mm-hmm. Tom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I've seen this before. They did it with Pastrana. They did it with Stu. They did it. They don't really do it with Ricky because he was so dominant. They've done it they've done it time and time again. And it's 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 cool for the, the casual fans, but for the people that are actually watching outdoors and watching these races every weekend, we get it, man. We get it. You went through some shit. It was your decision. We understand it. Everybody else went through the same shit you guys did. It's just their kids aren't as good as yours, so we don't mm-hmm. hear about it. I'll say that I don't think that <laughs> it's quite the same thing if if it's someone besides Ricky, James, and a fucking Chad. Uh, no, no, the he's a, the pit reporter right now. Oh, uh, Jason Thomas. Yes, and JT. Uh, they kind of run out of things to talk about, right? So that's. What are you going to talk about? Okay, well, let's go to the buzzword type things mm-hmm. for the broadcast. He's winning. The guys are winning championships back to back. What are you going to talk about? How they couldn't eat before, right? So mm-hmm. that's it's one of those TV things. But like going back to the art of it, the beauty for me, like it's the it's the man and machine thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like yeah, the drama stuff that's that's good TV, whatever. But for me, I'm watching the man and the machine dance, right? And one of the reasons that I love watch Frenchie's ride is you get guys like Christophe Porcel where they're like tiptoeing around the track. Like I was at Redbud uh, and I was out and Christophe Porcel goes around the top of the Monza wall leading the race. And he's just like coasting around and I couldn't believe what I was watching. Right? And then you watch him and Trey Kennard battle at High Point, I believe it was. And they would not go in the ruts. They'd go in the flats right inside the ruts. And I'm watching them like, how the fuck are they doing it? Right? I don't care where Christophe Porcel comes from for the mm-hmm. story of it. Like, <clears throat> what I care about is what I'm really watching. Yeah. And what we have to watch, without listening to stupid donut story again, <laughs> is some real artwork right now. Mm-hmm. And I love watching it. So, like, AP is a great example for this because he's very different. And then one part of it is, yeah, I do it for Dale, all that stuff. But if you really just sit back and watch the guy, his posture and the way he rides is, is, is different a mm-hmm. lot. So, I don't fucking care about where they come from. Like, I do. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. But that's not the whole story to me. Hmm. I mean, me neither. I'm the same way. It's why I love watching Hurlings ride so much. It's why I still say to this oh, day yeah. that RV has the best technique I've ever seen ride a dirt bike. Look, I really think if we had, especially in the 450 class, if we had two of these guys who were not Jet, who were just week in and week out dogfighting each other for like second place or something, I think we'd get a lot more coverage of that. But the problem is, is that there's like five of them and they all fucking rotate. So it's never the same guys like battling, battling, battling. It's always like... Dylan and AC this week, and then Dylan and Anderson this week, and then Anderson and Barsha this week. And so, like, it's just, like, 
there's a storyline there, and there are storylines you can go dig for, but <clears throat> there's only so much you can do, man. There's only you so mean, much like, you can do. Talking about how Jet and Hunter struggle, the same thing over and over again. I mean, I mean, dude, I've heard this story since they came over here. Get like, ready, because you're going to hear all Supercross next year, too, man. Not like, to by the end of weekend. Supercross next year, especially if Jet season goes well and Hunter's doing well also in the 450 class, the Lawrence brothers are going to start to see a lot more hate because they're getting shoved down our throats so much. Right, it's, right it's, now, it's yeah. still okay. It's still in the okay realm. But next year, come Supercross, like... If they if there isn't another story beyond that, like dude, you're gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a thing. So. Rick McCormichael's era, for the first I would say, probably all the way up to Suzuki. Mm-hmm. I was so sick of hearing Ricky Carmichael. <laughs> I was so like don't get me wrong, I love watching him. Yeah, but I was so sick of hearing about it. Like okay, I get it. <laughs> Guys, good. Thanks. Same thing for me because I was a Stu fan, so it was like always fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anything else silly season that you've heard? No, no, that's kind of it. Want to talk, talk the big silly season rumor? About SMX? No. Oh, what? I've heard that Daytona Motorsports Group is buying Supercross. Oh, we can talk about this now. Uh, it's pretty... Well, before we knew and we, we couldn't really it, talk about been, it. So we've been talking about it. All like, right, so okay. we knew about this like months ago, but <laughs> we couldn't and really we, talk and we've about brought it. it. We've brought up a yeah. little bit here and there. From what I understand now, it's Chains are off now. pretty confirmed here nah, that cool. they are going to buy it off Feld at the end of the so year. So David Coombs is going to have even more money to not pay people. Mm-hmm. Well, would he still be involved then? Yeah. So what will happen is Daytona Motorsports Group will buy Supercross off of Feld Entertainment, and then they're going to lease it back to MX Sports just like they do now. So... This is where I find this kind of interesting here. So they're going to do that, right? I'm interested to see how many... Next year, I don't think we're going to see it, but I think 2025 is when we'll really start to see it. How many uh, speedways are we going to go to? Because I would like to see more. We're, oh, we're going to. Because what I think is going to happen is Daytona Motorsports Group is going to cut them a sweetheart of a deal to go to these track to go to these speedways and do tracks there, which Davey will jump all over because he can save a dollar there and still run a Supercross series. Now, where I think this gets really interesting is now that Feld is no longer tied to Supercross and Feld doesn't have... Because Feld's got its fingers in all the stadiums, right? Are they buying Monster Jam too because they go hand-in-hand? No, hand. I don't think so. I think they're just buying Supercross. That's been bars. a huge thing. So yeah. for fans that don't know about this, normally when a Supercross goes to a Ford Field in Detroit... Yeah. Two or three weeks at a time, they have the whole stadium, and they bring in the dirt, and they have it for Monster Jam, and then a week or see, later... See, I'm not 100% cross. on this, so I don't know if they're both going together or if it's just one. But here, where I think this gets interesting is right now, World Supercross wants to come to the U.S., but they can't because basically all the major stadiums Feld is tied to, and obviously Feld and them are fighting. <laughs> Feld, MX Sports, Big Brother, and World Brother Supercross are fighting. Are fighting okay? Yeah. So... Once Feld's out of the picture, then can World Supercross come and do two, three, four rounds in the U.S.? Maybe. I mean, right now, the best they got closest to America is Canada. <laughs> Which I'm not going to. No. I would also like to see MXGPs come to America again and have one or two rounds well, ben, here. Just that's, like that the is, that's been in talk for a while. They've been trying to do it because remember when they did it back when Cairoli was still on the 350 and Alessi and whatever? Have you heard the rumor about how they're really there's some really heavy talks, apparently, about doing a combined round? Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's they've been trying to do this for a while. Uh, it's basically because Giuseppe's kid David has been mm-hmm. taking over, and Giuseppe's yeah. trying to. But I mean, it. from what I hear, like it's there's some serious talks about. I mean, a I'd love to see round. it. I'd love to see it because here's the thing: 
be super cool. MX of Nations, we always talk about like what goes on with that race, mm-hmm. what people's motivations. You don't always get the best guys because the t- countries can't afford it. Or the guys dude, are hurt all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but look, if you put a, a, a MXGP or USGP, whatever the hell you want, USGP, in the middle of our series and the GP series where everybody's still fresh and actually in a battle for a championship, you're going to get the best out of those guys, especially if you tell them, oh, yeah, this is also worth points for both of your series. Yeah. Because you're not going to get... Like with Eli in 2017, even though Hurlings did what Hurlings did, Eli tried pushing, made a mistake, tucked the front, and everybody's like, well, Eli had a championship to win. Hurlings was still in the midst of trying to win a championship in his own series, so he mm-hmm. had everything to lose. Yeah. Are you saying that they combined? So, like, points for both. Yeah. And, and so you race Glen Helen, the USGP, and it goes towards the motocross or the GPs? Yeah. It goes I mean, it won't both. be Glen Helen, but yes. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, but yes. it'll, it'll go towards American points and GP points. Well, you better fucking hope you make the program, buddy. Well, be I'm telling you, outside be of it being spots, I'm so telling you, outside of it being sounds easy, right? Outside of it being in California, will. I'm wherever it is, I'm going to it. Yeah, it'd be sweet if it happens. Here's the thing, though, the unfortunate thing. It's funny, I wasn't even gonna bring this up. You made the comment about though. No privateer will make that. No, because you know, fucking pr- what? Huh? That's a huge problem. Yeah, no privateer yeah. will make that. No offense yeah. to some of these privateers, they will not make there's, that. There's race. 20 factory dudes over there, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's it's if it's not 20, it's like 18. Yeah, and so then there's yeah. 20 plus here. So yeah, yeah, no privateer. <laughs> well, you won't be seeing Grant Harlan make that race. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but you just won't. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, should we um, should we rant? Sure. For a rant right now, I'm looking up to see who owns Daytona Motorsports Group. Then we can just. I'm, I'm not supposed to be on my phone. Fuck you guys up. Then we. I don't know. Great then podcast we, content. Yeah. What do you got to rant about? Because the SMX shit we can talk about after we. That's what I'm ranting these. about here. Oh, I was going to talk one. about something different, but you go ahead. All I right. Say we do both. Let's go, boys. All right. Holster Co. Reload rant here. Oh boy. Here we go. Make sure you check them out for all things. Go boom, boom, bang, bang. Link in the description. Down below. Yeah, they just expanded. There you go. So everybody has seen now. Mathis dropped this on the. Thursday show is Moto 60 show. Craziest thing I ever seen. Surprised you still listen to him. The teams I don't. have. Did you listen to my rant last week? I did. <laughs> the teams lobbied the promoters so that the SMX oh, get money. Ready, dude, his voice is going up. I could tell he's about to start. The <laughs> SMX money that for the last three months yep. we've been hearing about. Oh, look. Winner of the 450 class, another million bucks. Yeah. Million bucks. Yeah. No, no. It's happening right now. It's this money is not going to the riders. It's going to the fucking team. Bomb drop. This is what happens when you don't have your own... A fucking riders union. union. You, don't union. Have, you don't have a union or you don't have some type of agreement. Shout for, out Chad Reed. Yeah, well, he should be, but you got to have fucking balls to do it. So where's Chad Reed so at? So here's the thing. You don't have it in your contract to do these rounds anyway. Let's just start with that. But they... They dangle all this money in front of you. Ooh, look at the money. Ooh, look at the money. Ooh, look at the money, right? And all these guys are like, fuck yeah. Everybody's pumped. They're trying to make it in. That's why guys are coming back. We can get, you know, if we can just get in the 20, we make 25 Gs. And then what happens? Boom. Month before, rug pulled out from underneath them. The old bait and switch. And this is exactly why I have issues with the promoters. Because this is fucking bullshit, man absolute fucking bullshit because not only do you not have it in your contract to ride these rounds but you're willing to do it because the money's good now that money's going to get paid to the teams and you want to hear my conspiracy theory on this do you want to know why they're doing it because the money doesn't actually fucking exist Mm -hmm. that 5.1 million they're like oh look at this we got all this extra money now being dumped in it's not actually fucking there no one actually has it 
It's promoted that it's there, but it's not actually there. So now if they're not paying it to the riders, they're only paying it to the teams. Well, now, magically, yeah, that money's there. No, it's not. No, it's not. There's no fucking way. And I bet you, I will honestly bet you that by the time we get to this time next year, there is lots of conversations about how these lower class teams didn't get the fucking money for their riders. Guaranteed. Hmm. Guaranteed. And here's the thing. I listened to that Moto 60 show, and I can honestly not believe how Weege well, I can because they're Racer X affiliated, yeah. but I cannot believe how Weege and Steve just kind of like swept this off the side and like, oh, well, you know, these teams disappear and we all we all like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Well, this is going to help them. Wait, what? What? That's not true, but by doing it this way is not good. No, this is complete and utter crap. My, I mean, dude, so I called Kev uh, Saturday night, Friday night, and I was like, dude, did you hear about this? He's like, yeah. He's like, what do you know? And I was like, I don't know anything. I'm just like digging in. I was trying to see if you knew because what do these privateer guys do that make it? They don't have a fucking team. Are you going to just pay them? I like, just there's no about fucking this. way. There's no contract ahead of time. It's not like if I, so for example, like we're going to start my hockey season in like six weeks. Well, I want a fucking contract. I read it all thing. But if you're going to the race, Supercross, uh, Super Duper, Motocross. Yeah. Do you have a con- contract? I don't think so. None of these guys are contracted to do this, as far as I know. No. They don't have to. And my thing is, is like, dude, if, I mean, literally at this point, these guys are going on a hope and a prayer, especially if they're on a team, that wherever they finish, the team's going to pay them. And even, and Steve and them were like, oh, well, what if they take the money and they were like, okay, well, we're going to bonus the motor guy and we're going to bonus this guy and this guy and you're going to, out of that hundred grand, usually does. you're going to get 80 grand. What the fuck do you mean out of that money I'm going to get 80 grand? That money that I just earned? Like, if I want to bonus them as a rider, fine, cool, that's awesome. And you should do that. Which is normal. Which is normal. And you should do that. But to say that, like, oh, now the team's going to get to decide. Fuck off. For the fans at home, normally normally a racer. So Ricky Carmichael make this very famous. Normally a racer, uh, when you earn earn a bunch of money to race. Yep. So Ricky Carmichael was Mr. 425, right? Because every time he'd win... Uh, Goose and all those guys would get tipped, tipped yeah. four twenty five every time because mm-hmm. he'd make fucking two hundred fifty grand or whatever it is. Yeah, so it's a normal thing to get tipped out. Uh, it's not like going to the bar where you make four bucks let's drink or whatever or stupid is, but uh, it's a percentage. So mm-hmm. even for lower end mechanics, it's usually like five or ten percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. <coughs> It's not five or ten percent or whatever the team decided. No, no, yeah, no, no. It's no. Between you and the rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a little weird. This is a hundred percent bullshit, dude. One hundred percent, literally bait and switch. I cannot fucking believe it. And here's the thing: this is just proof that these teams, like, it's just about the teams. They don't really give a shit about the riders. No, it's about I- the show. And teams are the ones that deliver the show. My thing is, is like, if you want to do this, if you want to pay this money out to them and everything, cool. Then we need to go full on like Formula One. We're like, your base salary is like ridiculous. Do almost. they want to pay them out? No, no they don't. No, okay. they don't. Let's face it. The promoters don't want to pay anything. The teams don't want to pay any like it. Like, and this is where we get back to the entire system's broken. But that's a whole nother show of talking about how the system's broken and how it needs to be fixed. But this is, I mean, so by Feld reinvesting into the teams. Mm-hmm. The money essentially stays in the sport by the t- by Feld uh, investing. We'll call it that mm-hmm. purse money into the riders. 
See you later, Dylan Frandis. Why don't you See. just split part of the fucking TV deal with the teams like every other fucking sport does? That would just be the way to do it. But hey, why would the fuck would we do that? Because that's fucking dumb. I didn't know that other sports did that, but I wondered because... Oh, yeah. That's well, negotiate. Like, NFL, that's a big deal. Well, like NFL that and TV. Sport, team sports, yeah, but like... Yeah. MotoGP, I didn't know NASCAR that. NASCAR is the same way. I don't know about MotoGP and F1. I assume that... I assume that the... The TV or the streaming package stuff is. is I don't think Formula One is because Formula One is their big like they're on ESPN, but their big thing across the spot is Sky Sports. Yeah, yeah. I don't really think Sky Sports. And does Formula One is way. probably Formula One teams get paid out because of the constructors cut. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is fine if we had that too. Great. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you wanted to bring this money in and say, hey, there's this much that we're going to pay to the riders, and then there's this much that will get paid to the team in the constructors cup. Awesome. I have no problem with that. But this bullshit of literally they have been preaching this. And trust me, I listened to that literally today, Weege and, and Steve talking about this. This was known. They can say whatever the fuck they want. You could tell by the way they were talking. This was known that this has been a thing for a while. Whoopsie. They play. They were trying to play it off like, oh, well, you know, the teams said something about it, but like we didn't really know. No, you guys fucking knew. From the time the teams had said this bullshit, you knew this is what was going to happen. And, everybody, and yet you've still been preaching it. Playoffs, 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 all this money for the riders. There's no money for the riders. That's a tough look. I can't I can't say we can compare this to like NFL, NHL, stuff like that because the teams are worth a billion dollars because the franchise of the program. Yeah, comparing to football is, is always yeah. bad. It's very different it's from very what different. we do, right? There's no franchises involved with mm-hmm. Supercross. Yeah. Uh, and I, I always thought that it was strange that on this level that the manufacturers don't have to ante up, uh, which would kind of drive the manufacturer's cup of it mm-hmm. right because then it makes it makes them invest right away and then they like we want to fucking win then right like yeah you just, if you just send a kevin moran sorry kevin but if you just send a guy that doesn't cost you shit then you don't you don't have any skin in the game right but if you got three million dollar investment to have mm-hmm. your brand at supercross yeah. triumph then you're fucking three million dollars in already you're gonna go for it right mm-hmm. ah, really cool. makes you wonder if uh Come next year, how many of these dudes are actually going to show up? I think a lot of it's going to depend upon World Supercross. Well, if payouts get sent, if these privateer guys who aren't on a team go in and say, because a lot of guys did outdoors this year, yeah. we talked about this that don't normally do outdoors. Yeah, in the expectation of going to yeah. do this. So the thing is, is like, like say Kev, let's just say he gets twentieth, okay, and he wins twenty five grand. If that twenty five grand gets deposited in his account before the end of the year, I think he'll be cool, yeah. and then. Guys will continue to do this. If it doesn't, next year's next year looks completely different. Completely. I mean, dude, different. look at look at like a, a Grant Harlan, somebody who had his best year in yeah. Supercross. We know he was an outdoor guy. He did the World Supercross thing for a little bit. Like he banked on having that fucking money. Yeah, and to at be the end on, of the year. and to be honest, he's a top fifteen dude. He's yeah. gonna win fifty grand. or So it's so. like he banked on that. Somebody that actually like a Kevin, like a, yeah, well, not so much Starling, but like needed that fucking money. And it's like, oh nope, sorry. Like that's that's not really there for you. Sorry. It's I mean, not it really, really ju- like I said, it really just depends. I'm going to stay somewhat positive on them. You can hope. Pain. That's my hope is that they actually pay. But I'll tell you, my conspiracy brain's working overtime. You know what? On the, this you one. know all this is doing right now is this is pushing dudes further and further into World Supercross. Further and further, because like yeah. World like Supercross, the, they're paid not the, not the top dudes because there's still restrictions on what they can and can't do. But it's a guy like Grant Harlan, like a Kevin. Like a Justin Star, all those guys in there, like an Enzo Lopes, guys mm-hmm. that like, hey man, sorry, we kind of you know lied to you a little bit, and they're just they're guys that aren't winning, they're making decent money. Well, we can just go over to do World Supercross and actually make money. 
Do you have to choose one or the other? Or can you do both? If you're on a certain, yeah, it depends point, on your team and shit like, like that. Like, there's going to be some interesting contract negotiations after next year, I think, with a lot of these top dudes. Cause like, I, first off, Honda, Kawasaki, and KTM, the, the Austrian groups, will never have factory teams over there. And I 100% think that the Lawrence brothers and Shimoda are all going to... Go to Ducati. ...have interesting contracts where they can do it. Hmm. Uh Maybe maybe not even the next one. Maybe the contract after that. Let's say they sign another three-year deal or something here. So maybe like we get into like 2028 so that you really get World Supercross up out of the ground and going. But I think it, there's going to come a point because there's no way Mertz misses out on that. It's going to be a whole different International, sport by then. Yeah. World, we'll be lucky to have gas bikes left. World we'll Supercross is the biggest, yeah. biggest thing that they have to focus on right now, and it's not a big thing now because this is still their first inaugural season, is what are they going to do when the Saudi money runs out? Yeah, that's Do, their does big. Does the Saudi money money run out? No, no, the Saudi wow. Saudi money never runs out. Let's be real, their <laughs> money never runs out. It's the Saudi yeah. money given to them if they want to keep doing this. Because we've talked about this before. Adam Bailey is a businessman first and foremost. If he doesn't see that this is making money, he'll be like, "I'm out." Like I, I I'm yeah. not. He's made know. too much money as a promoter to get stuck if he doesn't see. And I'm, he's I'm, smart enough to see the writing on the wall. Too. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this goes here with that. That's that's a whole other conversation, I mean, we'll find too. Out. But, but I just think that that's going to push for more dudes further and further. And then we'll just get to the point that the only dudes lining up for Supercross and Outdoors are factory guys that actually want to race. I feel like I was pretty subdued on this rant. Like, like You weren't fired up at all. What the fuck? Your, your voice raised a little I'm, bit. I mean, I'm fired up, but I'm trying to do a more responsible like are, not just you? not just walk in and just okay, david goggins just i had david goggins my ass do a workout the other day so i'm doing Cope- copenhagen plants where you like for a minute i thought he was gonna side. say he's doing coke i was like what no, you never, don't know me I never son have. i never no. have but i i well, I was doing like you a weird plank way. where you put your legs up on a bench and you do it on your side i had to tell myself like some david goggins shit to get through it because like Look, I'm still trying to hang out in the pits next weekend, so I'm being a little more subdued here. Oh, you don't want to just walk in and Davey just locks eyes with you and be like, nope, get him out. That'd be hilarious, dude. I would Not be for more, me, motherfucker. I would be more than happy to have a conversation with that motherfucker, dude. Like, yeah, and then if you see a Tim Cotter, if he kicks you out and you just see Tim Cotter, punch him Tim in the Cotter face for me. Tim Cotter can suck a fat. You guys don't like him, hey? Tim Cotter or David Coombs? Well, both of them, but Tim, well, Tim Cotter. Co- I mean, Tim dude, Cotter. If Tim Cotter comes up and says something to me, you better get your phone out because there's going to be some fucking fireworks I can, really? going on. I can, I can tell you that something fucking off. guy. I, I'll tell you something when we're done with this. Okay. Do you I'll not watch you. any of Cooksey's shit? No. So first off, last year with the whole kid with the Deegan bite claim and having him... Who the him fuck and, is Cooksey? Chris Cooksey. Chris Cooksey. Well, I've heard you guys talking about him before. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's homie from Vegas area. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, but he talks about all the shit that we talk about. Okay, and uh, but he's got some more connections. So is he's, he red pilled? Uh, <laughs> no, that's Johnny Hopper. To an Johnny's. Extent. I just got yeah. a little familiar with Johnny Hopper. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but yeah. So there was so Tim Cotter number one uh, had a seventeen-year-old kid in a room by himself with no parental supervision last year. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Not during, what you think. Yeah. During the that's Deegan, good because I'm about to get dur- pissed off during the Deegan bike claim thing. Which, by the oh, way, yeah, they, cha- they changed this. the rules Schofield. this year. Yeah. You cannot go claim a bike without a parent with you. Oh, don't worry. So when, that was when, interesting. When I get done telling, I'm not going to tell this story on the air because it's personal to both of us. I'll tell you a story after this about something that happened with Tim Cotter, and that'll definitely get you pissed off. Okay. And then because it's a, it's a personal it's personal to both of us. And then um, this year, uh, Cooksey just did a video about um, a girl racing the girls' class who showed up, and Tim Cotter wasn't a girl. Huh? Wasn't yeah. a girl? Yeah. And oh, this happened a, a while ago. Here. Cassandra Regal went off on something like this happening. Well, once. no, and Tim, Tim Cotter came up to her literally at the gate and her. was like, "You're not racing because your dad didn't pay your camping fee or whatever the fuck was going on." Oh. 
and like I mean was just an asshole to this oh, chick. That's not what I thought. Mm. So I thought it actually it was a girl that wasn't a girl. Oh no! Oh no! That this was a legit that chick. That did happen once, and I had to race Cassandra Regal, and Cassandra beat him. I love that Her. girl. She's so <laughs> awesome. Stop. Anyway, <laughs> so great. Anyway, we just got canceled again. Anyways, so yeah, so trust me, if he comes up to me, there will be fireworks, and we probably will not be. In, well, I won't be in the pits the rest of the weekend. Well, I love, I'm looking forward to hearing some of these stories because I've only ever, ever had good experiences with both those guys. I, oh. I know there's some of the the uh, business type things that we talk about, especially with Davey, but both of them have just been look. Personally I will very say, nice to me, so. I talk. A bunch of shit about Davey, okay? Yeah. But where I will give it to him is not once have I ever been stopped or talked to going into an outdoor race. So, And I know he knows who the fuck I am. I know he hears the shit or his people do. So I'm sure he's well aware of the things I say and how I feel about it. But even when we've seen him and kind of just given him a head nod or whatever, not once has he ever confronted me about anything. So I He do, probably doesn't actually know who you are. He probably Do you want to fucking the- bet? I mean, he's probably aware of the show, but he's probably if he saw you, he'd probably be like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, I he, mean, dude, what is the show? The show is four hours a week of my face. He knows who the it, fuck I am. If he watched it. Do you want to bet? The reason why that I can only say he may not, he knows the name is because if Sean Brennan and the guys at Feld know who we are. Sean Brennan quoted a show from two years prior. Davey. Now, Dave, I'm not saying Davey cares. But he, he definitely knows. Well, this is where I say I give him credit yeah. because I never have a problem getting in. Not yeah. once. So that's cool to the extent of he lets me give my opinion and say whatever yeah. I want to and yet doesn't be like like he. It's interesting because Cooksey's basically banned. Like mm-hmm. he can go, but he's got a he's just a normal person. Like oh. he cannot go. He cannot pit pass press yeah. credential. Coach anything. is probably in that same. We're like I. Coach Rob. Yeah, they don't like coach either. Oh. We're like, I I don't have that issue. So I'm yet. that's yet, yes. And that's why I'm still trying to be like So I'm really glad last year when we were walking through after the motos at Iron Man and we were doing the show and we came up on Bitus, I was so thankful. That I love he, that guy. Because I love Bitus. I've always like he is like the and I was like I was a little nervous when you stopped him. I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, <laughs> even though Bitus is not Racer X affiliated, parts unlimited <laughs> He's still MX Sports. He's tight with them, and I was thinking, I was like, oh no, I was like, what? That he would recognize you guys or something? No, no, no. That he, that he would see us because we had said the name, and he would, he would say something because I really like Rob, and it would have just got me down a little bit if I was oh, like, yeah. oh, Rob doesn't like me. One of those heroes things, right? Yeah, like, no I, I really love Rob Bitus, and I'd have been really a little actually upset if he'd have been like had a beef. I'd have been like, oh. He used to have my back when so back. A long time ago now, when the pit bike thing was a real big deal, I was do all, I would do a lot of the pit bike national, the pro national stuff, bikes, man. Uh, like the Friday night before races. That's where yeah. I, that's where a lot of my racing comes from, anyways. But he was always so good to me, especially because I kick ass. But like when people are are in it and you can see the passion in them, I love that. And now you think about Rob and Davey Coombs, there are very few people that have been in our sport and have seen all the eras like those two guys. Like mm-hmm. think about it. yeah, Davey Coombs was a fucking pit reporter and doing. Stuff there like was that. Moto when, World. Yeah. When, when ESPN David Moto Bailey World, was racing, yeah. Davy Coombs was fucking when, there. When Davy Coombs was a young whippersnapper. Yeah, you know, so it's, it, you know, the business side of things, the transactions of it might be not what we think is great, but the other side of it is, is you guys have been involved in our sport longer than think, we've been yeah. alive, dude. Like, I also Davey think a Coombs, lot has to do with Davy's sister, Carrie. Yeah. Like, Davey's, Dave Sr. was in it a long time before, like, way before I was yeah. born, but, like, Start these guys have been in it. They've been in it for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. So even if the business transaction part of it isn't what we like, which I don't even fucking know. That's some of the stuff I'm not not pumped about, but 
they have to love the sport, right? Mm-hmm. So, hey man, look, maybe Davey just needs to get away from his sister and everything would be copacetic. Yeah, I don't know. He, he's I'm good with sisters, but I don't know nothing about that one. Carrie's, mm, she's the She's devil a lady. real. She's a devil lady. She's a piece of she's, work, yeah, dude. Yeah. So yeah. she's like the office side of the operations yeah. then? Her, her and the stew fam. Well, back, back end. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe not. Well, you know, I don't you know. Mean like don't, Sonya and those guys? What are you saying here? No, like she just, she she has a lot to do with the publicity side and the public, like. Okay, the promotion side. Yeah, like basically if. You know, for instance, like the Richies. If the Richies were ever dealing with anybody, it would be her. But I've heard that she's kind of a devil lady in disguise. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. Yeah, it's not. She's just really hard to work with, and kind of just. I don't have too many specific stories with her, but I've heard she's not a great person. So I I could be eighty grit sandpaper myself. So I, I'm, I'm listening with with wide open ears. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. So all right, should we? uh, Let's get this two fifty class. Jump in this two fifty class here. Where'd the dog go? He was awesome. I don't know. He's probably dipped over there with mom. Um, All right. 250s. 250 race recap from Bud's Creek here. Oh, sorry. That was Holster Co. Reload rant there. So we're all done. We're doing our normal tangent when all of us are in the same room together. Yeah. I ain't mad about it whatsoever. And if you guys want to go on another, uh, what'd you call it, tinfoil hat thing, Mm -hmm. I ain't against it either. Well, not for this That's all I got for right now. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. 250 race recap brought to you by our friends at Depp Creative Co. You don't want to talk about Hawaii? Make sure not oh, on this show. No, I mean, no, I, we're not. I we're can, not doing we that. We can talk at length next weekend. <laughs> we're we got not, lots of time not, next weekend. We're not doing that on this show today. But oh, not on this show. Yeah. So, uh, 250 Race Recap brought to you by our friends at Depp Creative Co. Make sure to check them out. All your graphics needs for all your bikes. They got all sorts of sick kits. Is Canada really burning? So, shh, quiet. We're not talking about stuff. Uh, yeah, so make sure to check them out. Link in the description down below. Okay, here we go. So, Hunter Brothers. Hunter. The goes, Hunter Brothers. Hunter goes 2-1 here. Uh, comes into the day 22 points ahead, leaves the day 22 points ahead. He's awesome. I mean, barring something catastrophic next week, we're good. He's awesome. Is part of you guys, since unfortunately I'm not going to be there this year, is part of you guys, even though it'd be cool to see Hunter get both of them like his brother, part of you hoping that the first moto, the bike grenades, and Jake Hoop wins just so we can actually Boy. see. So here's what I Nobody was Nobody wants to see that bike grenade. I'm not saying I, I, I want Hunter to win this title because he's gotten this far, especially all the shit. But just for racing purposes, how insane would that be if that biker nades the be first super moto cool. and what's it goes Elon, down? Like, what? What's Elon Musk always say? What's the most exciting thing to happen? That's probably what's going to happen. So you think about like all the different year, years that we had the last mm-hmm. round and something crazy happened. Like think about like Ivan Tedesco, Michael Essi, Trey Kennard, Christoph Purcell. Like there's always it just so happens to work out this way. So actually, perfect would be is if Jacob got second. And then Hunter blew the blew the motor because then it would be tied. I love the little love tap that Justin Ooh. Cooper gave. Oh yeah, we're Hunter gonna get, we'll get but to that. I want I want fireworks. Let's go. Uh, but no, I uh, Hunter did what Hunter did. I know you got that on the. Sh- he does what he so does, good. man. He he's just on it, silky smooth. Um, second moto, I think when he ripped that when he ripped a good start, he just mm-hmm. kind of was like, hey, you know. That's yeah. why I think it's funny, and I was going to say this after the Washougal show when I, when I was not, if I'd have been on for you to Dilla, everybody was so critical about what happened at Washougal, and I'm just like, did he not? Did, did everybody just see what he did at Millville the week before? Yeah, so let me ask you this. Uh, that fir- Before the red flag there, that first moto, did were you like, ooh, this is going to get real interesting next week because you got Deegan's running away. Uh, okay, Deegan was enough. running away. We'll get and to And then that. you've yeah. got Hunter... Hunter got to fourth, and like Hunter wasn't moving forward. Hunter and Vial, like they were in a locked in a battle, yeah, and they were way behind yeah, third place. And I was ju- like, okay, so now I'm doing math in my head. I'm like, that's six or seven points, and like he's only 22 behind. So you do six or seven in this moto. Let's just say they go one to the next moto. So now you're down to like 12 points going in the last round. Like, 
That makes things because here's my thing, and say whatever you want. Deegan's one of those people who's not scared. So if it's 12 points in that last round, what do you think he's doing? Oh, he's teeing him up. Oh, front. he's torpedoing Same thing him. he did in the second moto first yeah. corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or was it the restart? No, yeah, it was the restart of the first moto. And it was on the yeah. L of all people. Yeah, fucking idiots. So anyway, um, but yeah, but I mean, that was a good... I, it's because they didn't water the inside of the first corner. Yeah, well, we'll get we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Hold on, pause. We'll get to Honda. that. Honda, but outside Just of that, kidding. love Honda. Um, that restart pretty much saved the day for Hunter yesterday because yeah. otherwise, I think this is a ten point, twelve point deal going into the last round, which makes things super interesting. I agree with you though. I do think whatever can happen will happen, and like. It would not surprise me if all of a sudden, like first moto next week, we see Hunter standing on the side of the track doing this, or or, <laughs> and it's something that we we on this show and and other people that are kind of in the same mindset of us talk about. A lot of them don't like to talk about, especially Steve being one of them. But the team tactics thing, yeah, do you? It's do you, very much because hey, because hey, well, here's we know the thing. Star loves to play here's team the bullshit. Thing. I don't even think it's going to be a team tactics thing. Deegan wants to prove that he's better than what, well, than no, what no. people I mean, are giving him credit for well, at yeah, this point. Well, and I don't even mean that, just Deegan being Deegan, because he's out there for blood no matter if yeah, it's fucking Tom Yell or Joe Shimoda. Yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. But I'm just looking in the sense if they're like, hey, like Styles, Levi, uh, Dax, we know what Hayden's going to go do what Hayden's going to do. We do know that Jay Coop... What's they up? Just, do they even need to say anything, or do they just know? No, I well, I think Levi. I don't. I don't I necessarily mean, know all if, if the Le- farm this week. Every I don't like, think there's, Levi there's conversation and Styles necessarily ride like that. And I'm not even saying Dax rides like that. But if they're like, hey, um, the only one that's even close to him though is no, no, I don't Levi. mean I don't mean speed. I'm talking about on the start. Hey, where's where's Hunter going? Oh, he could get pinched off super easy. Hey, is is Jacob going to line inside? Because we know at Crawfordsville, it's it's like. Yeah. Basically, it's center, three out from center of this of the doghouse. Where's where's where? Oh, we're gonna split them. Oh, okay. oh, you're gonna cross over on the start. Oh, okay, we're good. That's all. I guarantee. Mm-hmm. Depending on where qualifying goes, yeah, they're gonna look at where Hunter's at, and those fucking star bikes are gonna follow his ass to that line. If I'm Hunter, I am qualifying like twenty fifth. That would be smart, honestly. Like it would be a smart thing because mm-hmm. you know that's exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, and and here's another thing too. Hunter, for whatever reason, has a history of not qualifying well. Iron Man. Iron Man has not been one of his like good tracks. Yeah, he's done know. well at. Uh, I guarantee this is this is a conversation that's going on right now at the Goat Farm. Like, hey, what if we just like all swarm him on the start? Because hmm. think about it, dude. If they just, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Because Hayden's going to do would. Hayden's going to do what say. Hayden's going to do. But like, Hayden's fast enough. So Hayden, <laughs> if I'm Star, the plan is. You put all three of those guys, Kitchen, Styles, and uh, Dax. What's his, Dax, all around him on the start, okay? And then you put Cooper and Deegan on the kind inside. of away from yeah. them so that that way if there is something that happens, they don't get caught up in it. And then your backup plan is Deegan sawing off that front wheel in the motos. I don't even because, think you have oh, to tell Hayden. Shit. I don't even think you have to tell Hayden that. I think he'll just do it because I, he I wants so to do too. it. Because he wants to win. And and Jay Coop's thing is, is he knows he can win. He knows he's just as fast mm-hmm. as, as Hunter, so he doesn't need to play those games. Yeah. But everybody else, like, hey, man. And look, let me make this clear. I'm not saying I want to see this happen. I'm just talking about the conversations that are going on. Oh, man, it'd be great. Because uh, does everybody remember Shane McElrath and Chase Sexton in Vegas? Playing, Yamaha playing games with the gates. Yeah, yep. Yamaha does not care. We know Bobby yep. Regan and Brad Hoffman will play those games. Which is why I'm still super mind-blown that Cooper Webb did not show up for these last three. I know. I just... I, it'll yeah. be very interesting, and it's I'm going to be sitting there watching it. And if I all of a sudden you see those blue bikes start following that Han, I'll be like, "It's going to happen! It's going to mm-hmm. happen!" Boy, 
if you want to talk about nerves, we are imagine being let's just say Deegan or Cooper are out front and Hunter's somewhere like seven nearby. Imagine having blue bikes around you and like how tight you would be like the nerves you would feel. Holy shit. If any, I'm if any, I'm him, I'm just like we're gonna let the gate drop, you guys boys go, and I'll just I'll follow you to the first turn. Here's the, all you gotta do is finish, but like if you're a competitor like that, like I'm there to win. Mm-hmm. But phew. here's the downside. Jet's going for the perfect season. Otherwise, you think there's a chance they would have put him on the 250 not just eligible. to help? Not eligible. He can ride outdoors. There's no thing with outdoors. You're sure? Yeah. Outdoors is a national that, championship. That honestly Any, didn't even that didn't even really cross my I'm mind. I'm just saying, if it wasn't for the perfect season, like say he gets beat this weekend, why does he not? Why would you not? That way you have another qu- red bike out there. I got a bigger question to ask you. Say just hypothetically, because this is what we're talking about hypothetically. We don't know what's going to happen. Say something does happen to Hunter. This is fun. It is good. It, well, <laughs> it's, it's it's the part of talking about championship stuff, mm-hmm. especially because there is a bigger deficit. But just say hypothetically, say that first moto, something does happen to Hunter. Whether he crashes, Star does some fuckery, bike blows breaks, up, whatever. whatever. Say Jay Coop wins. Who's your pick for that second moto to win the title, Hunter or Jay Coop? Because I'm going to be honest, if Hunter goes through some shit, Jay Coop's winning that title. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Jay Coop's taking uh, home that first title. I don't know. Hunter is going to be so mentally rattled. I don't see him get rattled though. I see like even if he's down, he's he's still. But here's the thing though: if Jay Coop does win, Hunter's going to have to lay it all on the line, and he's going to have to go beat him. Like he's going to like he's going to have to win, which we've seen. Obviously, he's done it, but he hasn't really been in any situations outdoors this year where it's like there's been the pressure to win. He yeah. hasn't needed. He hasn't yeah. really needed to win since the first round. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, man, no, you got to go win. Here's, you- a, here's the crazy thing, and they pointed this out on uh, something I was listening to today. Um, so Justin Cooper's only 22 points behind, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about the season, he would- do you think that Justin Cooper's anywhere close mm-hmm. as far as like the way things go? Because when you really think about it, he's only lost one point per round which is crazy because of how harsh we've been on him but yeah. yeah you start thinking about he goes to high point and ricky made this comment with the way he was riding in practice it's probably he probably going off the way he rode he was going to either win or get second mm-hmm. so you go to that and then you go to the fact yeah, but that, that's that's tough playing that if ands what's or butts too because you've got two motos that what's that uh hunter didn't race either no yeah so they're they're a lot so yeah no you can Plus hunter you can, got seven point uh thing where you can look at a lot of these same thing Cooper with only got you a can, five point you can penalty, look at a lot like, of yeah, yeah there's, a, a, there's lot a lot of stuff. of stuff there you just got to look at the the way jay coop is ridden mm-hmm. this year and you go if he would have had those two motos back and then he would have been healthy going into Redbud, where would those four motos have given him yeah i don't know I don't know. I just I think that you got to look at it and go, hey, you know what, Jay Coop right now, maybe he's not the points leader, but he's probably a hell of a lot closer than 22 points. And he's had maybe. A, he's had a good know. season, man. Because if you do that, then you got to go, okay, well, if Hunter doesn't have those two motos, even with the penalty, we'll just leave the penalty. Let's just say Hunter has those two motos. What does Hunter go? 2-2 two, two in those to two me, motos. So, to me, I only look at Hunter. I only look at the bike grenade as the biggest thing. The first turn stack up, that's part of racing. Yeah. Just like what Jay Coop crashing is. The bike yeah. blowing up, to me, is the only one where I go... Yep, nope, that was that was the big one that had mm-hmm. nothing to do with him. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. But he's got twenty two points going into this last round and I can't wait. Like we should actually we should make our way down by that. Uh well I guess are you pitting for yes. Okay. So I'll make my way down uh by that start grid here. Uh well if the four fifties are first, then I'll probably be free. I, I don't know who starts this year. No, I think four fifties will be second. Yeah, it'll they be only normal. did that for T V. Yeah. Um, well, that way I would do the two fifties 
first and yeah 250s will be first and then the 450s will be second so yes but i'll i'll make my way down there because i'll be super interested to see if they line up next to each other so yeah for um, fans at home i'll be wrenching for kevin moran's this coming weekend yep um uh justin cooper goes one two for second I mean, made a boss really move. Made a boss move after that restart. He's like Hunter. You know, your front end's wide open. Nah, I'm sorry, I'm gonna pop you out of this. That run. was that was that impressive. Was a gentleman's pass right there. Oh, it was Ricky's yeah. right? Like he, if he wanted to, he could have just center punched him right. Uh, kind of wish he would have. I mean, say did anybody was anybody else like really wishing Hunter was gonna get back to him? Because I really think we would have seen Hunter try to pay him back. Made for a great race because the whole mm-hmm. time I'm like, watch the fucking yeah. fireworks coming. Yeah, but Hunter think, just couldn't catch him. I think you. I mean, and that's a, a testament. That's a testament to how good Jay Coop actually is, though, mm-hmm. when he starts in the front. Yeah, he's he's still one of the best two fifty dudes in the world when he's not working his way through the pack. And we've talked about this a million. times. There was times. one thing we were just talking about points. I didn't think about last week when they put that stabilizer on his bike in that first moto. Yeah, and let's then just take away tenth. more technique. I'm so glad you just brought this up. Go ahead and finish with this first, because that is something that, like, okay, you could add those points back. Yeah, because I think he Hunter probably could have won. He should have won. With he could have rode he the moto. Won or got second, so you add the you add another ten points on there. Stupid, and it's closer. Stupid on their part. Yeah, that was so dumb. I don't. Know I why. don't know why you would test that with someone like that, but I guess last week it was more of a Deegan was in that in the race there. And well, and bike, it's also or it's in the on, championship. Yeah. It was on Jay Wilson's bike when he rode the factory 250 in mm, Japan. Yeah, so that's where that came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been it's been something they've been Stupid. testing and Let's trying. Just take away more technique from riding on her bike. Well, here's the thing though. So you think about EPS, you think about power steering on a motorcycle, and mm-hmm. you're like, I don't really turn the handlebars that much. But it's not about that at all. Yeah, it really isn't. I haven't ridden one, so I can't say firsthand moto. But just like with a car, so okay, I drive a 55 Chevy a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have power steering. And if I hit a bump or like a curb or something, it yanks the wheel. Mm-hmm. It yanks the fuck out of the wheel. Yeah. Right? I thought I broke my arm one time straight up because it hit the, the door handle when I was going into a weird driveway. Now you think about with, it's not about turning, like it's for turning it easier, but really it's not about that. It's about having the wheel be stable. Yeah. So you could like, with one finger. So, and they talked to Jay Wilson on Pulp on Monday and... Or no, was it Jay Wilson? No, it was uh, what's his name? Uh, Travis. Uh, shoot, he te- he's a test rider for Yamaha. Uh, old '90s dude, early 2000s guy. Preston? Yes, Presto. Travis Preston. Yeah. Um. So they were talking to him. He said he wrote it. He said in the woods it's great, and basically on tracks that are not super deep ruts like that because it locks great. the front end. Yeah, because it locks the front end down. Yeah, the front he said the super planted. deep ruts it doesn't oh. work. But so a that, rough, choppy track would be crazy because like, yeah, like, you'll never have tank slap again in your life. But yeah, even when you come into like these, like I, I'm riding a 125 because I love diving deep in the corners, and you come into it and you got to really muscle it around. Mm-hmm. You got to really dance that front end around. Well, if you got EPS, you're very ca- casually, ca- yeah, diving way through that. So it takes a lot of that energy out of it. So like you get an Adam Cianzarulo, who doesn't want to r- wrestle the bike around. Mm-hmm it probably is a huge advantage. I definitely could see how it could help a lot of people. And also I could see, especially on your style, if you're somebody that's more extended with your upper body and that front end's locked all the time, you're going to have this hesitation where like your chest is going to get behind your arms and your arms are going to want to tuck. Yeah. Because that front end is actually, and Stu made this comment, it's almost too planted to the ground. Because hmm. obviously, you know, with certain tracks, you want a little bit of float. You want mm-hmm. the feedback from the front end. But if that front end's always locked down, it's it's going to be, it's going to go one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, like people. I said, For like AC, it'll be good. But other guys that are pressing. Jet Lawrence would not be able to ride with his front end being they, that squatted. They basically do that anyway by just tight over tightening the fuck out yeah. of the steering stem. I mean, we all do that, but it's not even close to the same effect yeah. out of it, though. 
I yeah. So I no one seems to know the exact intricacies of this system that they put on there. They put on pit bits. Okay. They did a thing on it. Whoever I think it's Michael Lindsay that still does pit bits. Mm-hmm. He actually did like a whole like sketch. Oh okay. Of what it kind of like what they know of what it does like mm-hmm. a diagram. And I can't remember the specifics because I was just looking through it. But go back and look on Vital's website and go to Pit Bits, mm. and they have a whole thing of like it's almost like a a, a cylinder hmm. or a solenoid, I should say. I don't know how it works. I didn't, like I said, I didn't read the whole thing, but he has a whole article on it of like what it actually supposedly does. Interesting. As we get into electric bikes, things like this become more and more mm. not mm-hmm. only prevalent, but like it's a smaller thing to add to a bike when mm-hmm. it already have all the rest of the electric shit there. Yep. Yep. So, um, all right. So Joe Schmoda goes seven three for third. Okay. Was really pressuring uh, Jay Coop, that second moto, man. I, do you think he's ever going to win a title? Well, he's going to Honda. Do you ever think he's going to win a title? Yeah. Well. He's still 250 for another year, right? Yeah, he's 250. Oh, yeah. Well, he's going, he's going 250 probably for, what, another two, three, two Gotta years? Gotta be two. I bet he does. He probably wins Supercross this year. I think he's going to be a favorite for that super for one of the Supercross titles next year. But does he does he shit the sheets? I guess like it just depends, I guess it just depends on who who's on his coast. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's always a threat for wins, but I still, I think the fact that he doesn't, like, he's afraid of that bike. Yeah. He doesn't know if that bike's going to grenade. I'll tell you what, if he shits the sheets next year with that Honda, we'll know it's a mental thing with him and not. you imagine, though, if he comes out and he just is, like, fucking dominating? That'd be cool. I wouldn't be surprised at all, honestly. I wouldn't either. With the way he rode last year. But I don't know if I I I see it, to be honest with you. I don't know either, but he was one of, outside of when Jacob was having Jacob moments, the only guys to actually beat Jet straight up on a 250. So it's like, if you could find that. Yeah. You could be the best dude in the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing that they got going to Honda with him going there too. Is that he and the Lawrence brothers get along very well? And they're yeah. Well, well here's so here's the interesting thing. He's going to be training with them now. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying though. Like he is going to be on the program with them. He's mm-hmm. going to be in. He's going to really sponge off of a lot of their. Here's little, another little things. Thing. Yeah. Here's another thing to think about. And I know he's got Nick. Nick's in his corner. And Which is awesome. Section. I don't think he's going to work with Nick next year. Well, Shout this out is to where Nicholas I was, Way, Team Two Seven. T- Michigan Mafia. Here's where I was going with this. You know who's over at Honda right now that knows how to ride a dirt bike pretty fucking good? Trey Kennard. Mm-hmm. Do you imagine Trey working with this is not... I actually think that a lot of people think Nick Way has been a problem for some of these dudes. AC, McAdoo. I was on the other end of this, and Cole and me got into this during Supercross. Mm-hmm. Nick's but the mental. Could you... Exactly. That, I, mean, I think it's more thing. the mental. Could you imagine, though, Trey working with Joe on some technique things? Because I look at Joe sometimes, and I'm like, man... I don't really know if that's working for you. Trey, we all know how Trey rides. Chance Hymas rides exactly like Trey does. Mm. Chance is butter on a bike. Mm-hmm. Trey get in there, tweak some of the technique things. Dude, Joe might go out and set the world on fire, and all of a sudden he just wins everything next Maybe. year. I'd love to see it because I love Joe, and so do the fans, because that Joe chant was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, so Forkner goes 8-4 four for fourth. Love to see it. There's sparks. I didn't even like the guy. If I can say, there's sparks ago. there. He he right hasn't it's raced in so long. It's working for him. Yeah, and and honestly, that second moto was impressive. That Hayden got to him, and I I don't know about you guys, but I was thinking, caught him. He's going like a second faster. I mm-hmm. understand buds one line off camber, whatever. I thought Hayden was going to like get to him, and then all of a sudden, either Austin was going to just backtrack or Hayden was just going to drop mm-hmm. him. Austin wicked it up, and he's like, "Nope, sorry, kid. Like yeah. it's not going to be this easy." I'm. Austin and I'm gonna ask this when we when I go to my SMX thing. Austin is one of those dudes that because he's gonna get into the playoffs now. He's gonna get mm-hmm. in outside yep. of something crazy happening at Ironman. He's gonna get in. I looked at the points. He's somebody that could catch fire going into those SMX rounds. Yeah, he could. It's weird to think about Supercross coming up 
and the people that will be contenders and not consider him to be a contender? You have to. If he if, if Austin Fortner is healthy as much as every as much as he has screwed up his career, the one thing you can say about Austin Fortner, if he's healthy, he's so, always a threat to win mm-hmm. everything. Yep. It's just if he can put the whole season together. Well, again. maybe that's but boy, maybe that's what Ryan is gonna help. Maybe, with maybe Ryan's doing it, man. Is he I'm, working with Rhino? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been working with I Rhino since that. he came before he came back. And you watch Austin and you big with the way Rhino is, I've you watch his foot positioning. It's changed. His style has changed dramatically mm-hmm. since he started working with Rhino. And hey, hasn't hit the deck yet. Ryan Hughes is fucking crazy, but boy, is he awesome. Yeah, he's a little. He's really there. smart when it comes to this stuff. Again, the tactician mm-hmm. of the, oh, yeah. of the fan yeah. that I am. Like you, like I said, Ryan, Ryan Hughes even changed the way that I ride. He's su- he's super smart with that stuff. So, uh, Tom Bial goes five six for fifth. Greatest name, greatest name in motocross, right there. I I think, and and I agree. You said about Unadilla having to go from Supercross to outdoors. I think that it's, it's he's catching. getting smacked in the dick about like having to transition and all this. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I and I also think too some of his uh, some of his cr- like little crashes that he's had throughout the year are starting to catch up with him because mm-hmm. even though he didn't get hurt badly, yeah, he had some pretty big get offs in Supercross in the mains. Some of them were his fault. He had to get off at Thunder Valley. He had to get off at Washougal. I just think that it's catching up to him, and he's just like, "Hey, man, like it is what it is." I, I haven't heard anything that he's bitching, complaining, like he's he's taking it on the chin, and I think mm-hmm. he's realizing, like, "Hey, this is tough. It's not going to be." But all the dudes that came over from Europe, their first year was a struggle, and then they all did fine. Dylan did fine. Kenny them. did mod. Marv. I just keep going. He'll be fine. Just is what it is, and hey, it's it's not going as well as you thought. He he knows how to recover. Yeah, he's a two time world champ. He'll, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be fine. We'll see. Uh, Jalik Swole goes three twelve for six. That third was pretty good. He well, rode really well. That good first moto. Hey man, I told you this last time. He actually I can't hate on Jalik anymore. He's actually pulling his head out of his wasn't ass. Wasn't he? Wasn't he doing pretty he well leading. there before that restart too? Yeah, he was. I think he was like seventh. Yeah, he seventh. was up there. He's inside the top ten. I think. I didn't say because I think I had him on fantasy. Yeah, I had him on fantasy because I saved him for buds because Florida. Florida style yeah. dirt at buds. I was like, okay, sweet. He's a four um, man, right? Yeah. 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 He's um hey man, if Jalik's top ten, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I think so. So I'm cool with it. Uh Dax Bennett goes four eleven for seventh. Definitely fourth was restart and Are we gonna get to that when we talk about Deegan? The restart? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh good for Dax Bennett. Like, hey man, he got into the SMX rounds. Mm-hmm. Look, here's here's what I say. When he came in, if he was running like the top twelve, good to go. That's where he's basically slotted in. I think that's fine. I think he's going to be good in Supercross next year. Yeah, we'll I think see. he proved in futures that him and Juju are going to be just fine. Yep. Mm. Uh, Carson Mumford goes twelve eight for eighth. Okay. Uh, quiet. Just where's quiet. He, where's he going next year? MCR. Okay. Moto Concept. Yeah, Moto Concept. Quiet. I mean. Yeah. Quiet. I think I don't think it'd be good for him because I think the MCR thing is also tied to World Supercross. Yeah. So I think honestly Carson is one of those dudes that's fine just riding Supercross. Mm-hmm. Quiet though. Good for him though that he's going to get a ride. Uh, Deserves it. Julian Balmer, aka Juju, goes eleven nine for ninth. I didn't know that's who you guys were talking about. Yeah, Juju. Juju. Yeah. That, uh, that's uh that's actually pretty good because everybody says he's way better indoors, which we've seen. He those is. Those guys both were right up there in the yeah. in the standings well juju was running like fifth and then i think reality set in and it's like it's hard to do this for 35 yeah. minutes here's a fun thing to he's think gonna about. be good though here's a fun thing to think about he out qualified deegan at that anaheim futures thing by like a multiple yeah. seconds qualifying means shit to me well i'm just saying he was super fast that night and then he he crashed mm-hmm. right yeah yeah the um, so the, the, i think he broke the bars yeah he broke the bar mounts that's yeah. what it was yeah oops yeah so well, he was on a stock yeah, and here's the other crazy thing he He's going right to the truck hmm? next year. Yeah. 
He is factory. He's not. He's not doing minios like Dean did. He's going straight. To get ready for Supercross. Mm-hmm. I think that Bummer. this. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be. He'll be on one coast in Viale. Yeah, the other. no, he's taking Volan spot. Yep. Oh, in factory KTM because yeah, Volan's going to Pro Circuit, which is super he's interesting. From no ride to factory KTM in six months. Two uh, two fifties. You just have Tom Vial and, and Juju. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Yep. That'll be that'll it for because Volan's going to Pro Circuit. Yep. Mm. Well, well, he's been talking to other teams, but I think it's going to. No, be him. I heard the other day that the whole Pro Circuit deal. Mitch wants him, but it's all coming down to Big Calorie saying yes or no. Well, if they don't have them, then they're just going to, for the first time, have a four-rider team. I'm just it's saying. Just gonna, it's going to be McAdoo, Fortner, Hamaker, and Kitchen. Well, I'm Can just... we get a fucking pro circuit pro, uh, championship already? Yeah, how Jesus. the hell is Kawasaki? I didn't realize this. Kawasaki has not won one race this entire season. Holy shit. I mean, yeah. I'm, In either I'm, class. I haven't ridden Kawasaki since, like, 2000. I don't, I don't like him. I don't want no win, but. I don't like him. Come on. No, for I don't. Mitch. Li- Do it for Mitch. I, I just don't like those bikes. Like, I've rode them. They just don't fit my style at all. It's kind of weird that Jet Reynolds still has just yet to show up since his sickness. Well, it was food poisoning. There's food poisoning, and yeah. Yeah, there's a, that's an interesting. No one really knows hmm. from what I understand right now. I'm they're gonna, just like, I'm gonna do Jet, some, go I'm away. I'm going to do some digging this go week away, on Jet. that. Go away. Just, yeah, that's something else. Is he another Nick Way guy? Uh, no. no, he's just uh, he's just a hang cow. out at the Baker's. Hang out in Baker's. Uh, Baker's. What is it? Ba- Bakersfield? No, he's a SoCal. Yeah, but Dude. that's where he's from. He's yeah. from Bakersfield, yeah, California, Bakersfield, yeah. So he's not on somebody's program, dude. He's he's got well, he's got like his, his own fucking is. compound at his yeah, house. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what his he's deal is exactly. Street Here's what I know: he didn't show up because of food poisoning. To what round was it? It was after Redbud, mm. so it would have yeah, been Millville. Millville. And then he just hasn't come back since, which and is wild because he was actually good at Redbud. He was top yeah. ten. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Just pay him to go away. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see here. Where were we? Uh, Hamaker goes six fourteen for tenth. Okay, I think Seth, and I'm a big Seth Hamaker fan. I think Seth is literally one less mistake away from being consistent podium guy. Yeah, because he's clearly showed since he's come he's back. Fast. He has this, yeah. He just it's that one mistake at the end of the motos. Because mm-hmm. like that six was good because I think he came from like eleventh or twelfth. Yep. I think it'll be good at the SMX rounds, but it's it's frustrating every time I watch him. I'm like, dude, if it was just one mistake, one less mistake, yep. you'd be podium every weekend because he's got the speed to win. Especially at Super Duper Cross. He's so fast. Oh, mm-hmm. he's good. He's good. He's going to be interesting, yeah. You guys know that McAdoo is probably not going to make Supercross, Super Motocross? Which is crazy because he's been riding. Mm-hmm. You know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the point? He's going to point. He's, he's going to get bounced out. He's going to get bounced out. But... Oh, there's no LCQ for. But this is a whole. No, other he's going to be we out will. of the twenty to thirty. Like twenty to thirty is LCQ. Yeah, he's actually, not even going to be let's, that. Let's talk about oh. that at the end because there are some things I have to say about that too. Yeah, well, um, I, it'll go into my question yeah. for you guys. Ah, uh, okay, and here we go. Your Isaac Nelson designs, Deegan Danger Zone. So Hayden Deegan goes sixteen five for eleventh. So he only got sixteenth that first model. The second half of the first model, man. Yeah. That well, you was know, when he a down. hell of a ride, though. Yeah, because first, before the red flag, it was dude. A hell so of a yeah, ride. let's start off before the red flag. He was gone. Yeah, he was. He sick. had everybody's number, and he oh. gave him the bird and took off. And here's the thing. I know you have it. Have you ever been to Buds? Yeah. Okay, so that you know where he passed Joe on the outside. You know how cambered that is, dude. That is him. When I watched him, I'm like, there's no way. Because like dude. TV, like he you let him go. He like Joe didn't push the like. But to have, going. To have the balls triple? on how much of an elevation drop that is to yeah. push it that deep. How about that? How about going up that triple and just 
sending it dude, behind hey, Joe. You're looking for hey, Send, I mean, credit he to was, Joe though for like, fuck no, dude, you are not gonna go around the outside of me twice. Dude, that his so scary. His oh, crotch just, was beyond the rear fender, hanging off that thing, trying to get traction, get up that triple. It's just like McCarthy's log road. Oh, I know. Earlier, elevation, just like Unadilla on on. I don't know what the hell they call it now, but like I used to call it, screw you, the mm-hmm. whatever. It doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Where he passed Joe, the commitment and the balls that you have mm-hmm. to, to push it. Because if you blow that berm, it's a long ways <laughs> down, buddy. I and was, he's just like, nope, I'm going to do it, and I don't give a shit. I was super impressed that first half oh, dude, of that first was, moto, dude, because he got the lead, and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, everybody's going to stay away. pretty close. And then all of a sudden, it was like seven seconds. I was like, wow. Yeah, very good. He, We're here to party. He And that was when I was like, Hunter's in fourth. He's not moving forward. And Jacob was behind yeah, Hunter. Yeah, and, 22, and we're 22 points here. Like, this is all of a sudden going to cut seven or eight points right out of that. The kid, look, man, he is all the credit in the world to him. I didn't get to talk about Washugal. Killed it. I'm still not on the Hayden Deegan bandwagon, but I got to give the kid credit. He has definitely proven himself and then some. I feel bad for him at Unadilla. Any problem with what he did to the bike there? No, no. Even even in in same thing with us, like a lot of people would probably think with us, like being mechanics, I'd be like, no, dude, it shows you care. Like, yeah, if you just walked it. off and just looked at it and, mm-hmm. like, yeah, what the fuck? Okay. You can be a gentleman, but fuck that. Fuck I that. No, say, man. I got no problem with it. There were people that were losing their minds about that. I'm like, was dude. Was Steve one of them? No. No, oh, no. Surprising. No, he oh, actually yeah. wasn't, which is amazing. Yeah, no. And, I like, I watched that video, and I was like, dude, I mean. Shows he cares, man. All he did was, like, he jumped off the back. He's like, no, it's broken. Then, like, kicked it once, which, like, fuck, probably I would. Well, no, I wouldn't because you'd never be in that position. Yeah, but like, but none but, of us would be. But knowing the position he's in there with the title and everything, I'm like, dude, I would do it too. And then like he he like went to slam his helmet, and then he was just like, Ugh. hey man, he's <laughs> he, he, and also he's a 17 year old kid. Yeah, we talked about this, Lucas Coonan, when he was leading at Toyshin Tall. Oh, the bike yeah. let go, same thing. He fucking late, and he's like, yeah, and he wasn't even battle for a title. I just showed no. he care. He's screaming. You could almost yeah. hear him over the bikes. Like, now, fuck. if he stands there and stomps on that yeah, bike, no, that's, that's a different story. That's different. For what, for what <laughs> but he did, there were actually I'm... people, like, I'm like reading it, I'm like, dude, I'm not even a Hayden Deegan fan. I'm a, oh, a hater, man. and I'm just like, dude, this shows the kids care. Did yeah. you see the crazy Ultimate conspiracy passion. theories coming out about that? Oh, they, 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 you know, did something to his bike, you Who? know, I, I don't know. Fucking some rando then from somebody, Honda just then, went up and like, Then what? somebody was like, oh, his mechanic didn't put the air filter in it or something. Like, all sorts of dumb yeah, shit. And I'm just like, oh my God, stop. Yeah. People say all types of things. They're running those bikes on the race. Especially Hayden edge. of all people. We yeah. know how Hayden, it was, dude, it was bound to happen. It, it was, was going to happen at some happen. point. The way he rides. I feel so no bad way. for him. Second moto was yeah. just, at Unadil at least, bad start, shit, gay position. But wow. I feel so bad for him. I mean, we got robbed because we had a three-race race-off here to the title, and we got robbed that first moto of the three races. That happens the last moto. Okay, cool, whatever. Some poetic justice for the end of the series or whatever, you know, of Hunter winning and Deegan being the rookie and like, ah, man. But, you, but like, the first moto, I'm like, man, this really Dude, he's fucking gone. sucks. He's it, gone. I it will say, his though. chance at history out of his hands. But I will tell you what. I don't think it, it like it doesn't fucking matter because as we saw, he's fucking going for it. Now, yeah. can we talk about that restart there? And this is where I'll go in the fact you still see he is a rookie and he shows because he got amped up as he should be. He's yeah. like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, I'm walking away from these guys. They got nothing on yeah. me. He got amped up <laughs> and he just drove it in deep, way deep. And it's I like, way yeah. I watched that happen. too far. And like, dude, I'm dude, he hit VL. He obviously didn't mean to. He hit VL hard as shit. Yeah, they didn't water the first turn like they left a lot of the rest of the track dry. At Buds and it had that slick 
dust base, mm-hmm. and you come into the first corner, and it's not water. You're fucking. He was. Oh, I'll dude, tell he you was what. sending it. He was going to that yeah. whole shot. He line. was sending it, and I'm here to tell you, if he gets that start or even in the top three, he's gone again. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. gone. He was on it. So, if that was 96 instead of 128 he ran into, this would be a very different conversation. Oh, 100%. But. <laughs> hey, man, all the props to him. He has definitely proven all of us naysayers wrong. The kid is good. He's going to win championships. Yeah, I love to see And it. I'm going to stop this right here, too. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, I'm going to stop this right here, too, because I'm going to pull all the Deegan fans in, and they're going to support me this week. Any of you <laughs> dumb shits that are out there complaining about how Star broke the rules in the first turn because the mechanic helped him pick the bike you up and stuff. First you yeah. can fucking do that. There was a whole thread on some group I'm in in Facebook about it, and this kid's like, oh, they can just cheat whenever they want. And I'm like, that's allowed. In case you haven't ever been to a race, dumb fuck, every single team has one to two guys in that first corner to help in a position like that. Yeah, it's it's been going on. It's been the rules forever, and that just shows the ignorance of people that don't actually Literally follow the Literally a guy's sport. pointing it out, and the guy who started the thread is like, blocking him, taking his comments down, all the shit, and then he finally just made another post with that rule in there of, like, you know, before the whole shot line or something, you're allowed to help. And he's like, since you won't, you know, let me comment anymore on the original post, here you go, dumbass, which you're a dumbass. Like, they're allowed to do that. Every fucking team does it, Supercross and Motocross, every fucking first corner, go to a race once in a while, you'll see it. It's a safety thing, mostly. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times, I've been in some doozies in the first corner, and... If you got nobody to help you out, like I've been one uh, who if, who was it recently uh, Forkner got caught yeah, in the back yeah. wheel. Like you get a spell like that, you better fucking pray there are people around to help. Well, and in the first corner, if you have fourteen guys all go down at the same time, three AMA guys cannot pick yeah, up did you guys, fourteen bikes did, did and move them off the track. The, did you just happen to see? I don't know who that dude was from Star, but he was helping other people, not just Hayden. Yeah, yeah. like it's not like he just went straight for Hayden. He was helping everybody. He was around moving him. everybody's bike yeah. and everything. Yeah, so, so he was. I don't know, man. All the props to Hayden. I feel bad for the kids. Same thing with Unadilla. The only funny bit, and this is where people are like, oh, my God. I'm not even going to say anything bad for him. The irony in the last two weekends, and this is straight up irony. How crazy is it that in Unadilla, when Stu and Ricky are talking about everybody be like, oh, Hayden style, Hayden style. Nothing ever happens to me waiting a long time. Bike grenades a lap later. Mm. Bud's Creek, same thing. Ricky's talking about style, style. Same thing again. What do we see? Hayden knife the front end. It's a little bit of irony that as Ricky's talking about nothing ever happens to Hayden Deegan, something happened to Hayden fucking Deegan. Yeah. And I had to laugh. Not that I, I, I'm like glad it happened. I'm not. Here come the comments. I just laughed because I'm like, dude, it's been coming. It's been coming. Nothing has happened to Hayden all year long. <laughs> and then, of course, the moment that Ricky is saying something positive about nothing ever happened to Hayden Deegan, mm-hmm. shit just seems to happen. I'm like, what the? I'm like, seriously, dude? Seriously? I Jesus. read now six times a book that I don't even fucking like called The Secret. And it's not a good it's not a good read, but some of the information in there is very valuable. And one of the main topics of it is manifestation. And speak it and it becomes kind of one of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those things where if you want to be that guy, you got to fucking be that guy first, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's sp- maybe maybe these guys like Ricky Carmichael are speaking it into existence because it keeps happening the last few. It's kind of like what they talk about with team sports. They're like the announcer's curse. Like mm-hmm. they get a kicker out there yep. that has not missed one fucking field goal, and then the announcer's like, "Yeah, he's never missed a field goal." Shakes the bitch yeah. left. <laughs> like, Total what? left. Like what? What are you? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I obviously for me, like it, it's a bummer, but there's a little bit of irony in that because <laughs> literally both times Ricky and Stu were saying something about Hayden. Yeah, something happened to Hayden. Yeah. So what I'll say here. Just kind of wrap this up. So that first moto, 
Uh, he's gone. It was. It was. He was gone. He and looked then, sick as fuck too. He wasn't just yeah. gone. He was like, wow, he's going so fast. And he rode so good after that restart, after hitting the deck there, and he sat there forever. He was way behind. So to get back to sixteenth, that was impressive. Um, In fifteen minutes. Yeah, and second moto. I mean. It is what it is. Came, just he yeah. was pushing it. Track was dry. The kid's passionate, so probably after that, the way that first moto got kind of swept away from him, it's just a situation of what do you, what do you do, man? Like you're now you're in your head of like, God, that sucks. I should have done this, and to still get a fifth place, like okay, cool. I give props to to Brian and them for putting it out on social. Like, look, we believe in rider safety, so like if that was my kid laying there, I'd want the same damn thing to happen no matter what. Is what it is. Yeah, because there were a lot of people, and I, I think it was some of his fans. They're like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, like, and that what? Hardy crash was gnarly. And I'm like, "Dude, did you guys watch what happened to Hardy Munoz? He I, literally I, bounced off the face with his head." I was gonna say he ragdolled himself into the face, like, and then dude, bounced over the jump. Yeah. So the red, the red flag thing is kind of mm, I don't know about that, but the way that he crashed, I only saw from the like the landing. Yeah. Yeah. Where he we just kind of like saw him slam and then bounce over. I didn't really see like the what it looked like from the other side. Yeah, but. I assume. So what I assume with what happened there, I assume he was out for a while. Oh, he went, his body they, went limp. Yeah, and that's why they red flagged it because otherwise I don't think they would have. Um, but that's what I assume because that's what a lot of those red flags end up being if they're not in a precarious position, which I don't believe the position he was in was super precarious because he was kind of off the, the side of that jump. Yeah. yeah. But I believe he was out, out. The so. funniest thing to me that was coming up, and even Ricky and Stu didn't know, which really surprised me, they were like, because they, when they had Mike Pelletier on, they were like, are we going to do this like Supercross? Is it going to be a single file restart? And I'm thinking, I'm like, guys, you know how hard it would be to a single file restart with on that? 40 dudes? Thank like, goodness I don't. I I'm like, people say something to me, I'm like, that's the shittiest way you can yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't, like honestly, either. I don't think that's ever been a thing. I've never seen a single file restart ever in outdoors. I don't not, think it's a yeah, thing. It's not. In the yeah. rule book, there's nothing I'm for that. Say, for like, it's, there's no fucking way you're going to do a single file restart with 40 dudes. No. Like, the dude in 40 is just going to be sitting there forever. No, yeah, outdoors, that's not a thing. But uh, I thought it was funny that Ricky and Stu, that also shows how much Ricky and Stu were never. You know, at the back of the pack, yeah, and right. like never had to deal with anything because we were like, "Is that a thing? Like, I don't. Is this like, no, guys? It's it's not yeah. a thing." Mike Pelletier so, being at the races has been nice at the on the broadcast stuff when things have come up. As long as he's not giving somebody a number one plate because he talks like he's fucking mushmouth. He also yeah. acts like he's a kid. He's like, yes, "What do I just want to give it to you?" All that, right, that, 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 that. so like, that's been dude. your Deacon Danger Zone presented by Isaac Nelson Designs. Uh, Make I'm sure to sure check him out for all your will, graphic design needs. I'm sure you guys will find something to bitch about, and we didn't even say anything bad about. Oh, him. We they're were coming. Nice. Don't worry, they're coming. We for were you, good. So. Oh, you guys weren't nice enough to him. All right, uh, let's move on here. Uh, so Styles Robertson goes ten thirteen for twelve. He's also going to make it into the playoffs. Yep, which is interesting. Uh, Levi. Kitchen goes fourteen ten for thirteenth. What? I don't know. Don't I, I don't know. His don't, mental thing is the I most fucking know. flabbergasting thing I've ever seen. In my I life. mean, like last week or last week he comes out ripping, and this week he goes fourteen ten. Yeah, he's really good. He's just got to put it together. I just that is one thing that frustrates me with Levi. I'm like, dude, you've already proven many times that you have the speed to win, and not only win, but like check out on dudes, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like if you get a tenth place start. You just don't know how to work the way through the pack. Like th- this is this was my where I said like some of these two fifty dudes frustrate me. Why it proves like outside I just, of I just came up with a great T shirt while you were talking. Finish your statement. Outside of somebody like Jet and and, and Chase, mm-hmm. why none of these two fifty dudes as talented and and as fast as they are will ever be great. It's a mystery, right? It is a mystery. So guess what the T shirt we're going to come out with because we've got multiple guys here that are this mystery. Yeah. We're going to do the Scooby-Doo mystery machine, and then we're going to put Kitchen's face, Max Volan's face, uh, uh, what's his name, Jet Reynolds' face, yep. because who knows where Jet Just Reynolds missing. is. That's a mystery. Would it be a question mark? Uh, 
I don't know who else we could put on there, but yeah, we're just gonna put yeah, these guys' faces on. I just don't like get a it. Joker. I just, don't, I just don't. <laughs> it's I just like don't a mystery get it. machine. Like I just don't get it, man. Like I don't understand. Like is is it a is he mentally weak? Is it Ooh, like he that's just a good care? idea too? We could do like the yeah. Joker, and then in all the question mark dots, we could just put the faces of all these writers well, that are just mysteries here, with here, the color faces. Yes, yeah. he's Kenny. I mean, here's this like really scary thing for him. Because I think he's going to be good on that Cowie because I think the bike, the, the geometry of the frame will fit him better. It's a longer bike. Okay. If you can't get a, a, start, a start on a star bike consistently, no fucking way you're getting a start on that PC bike. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is, it. like I said, we're making, we need to make a mystery machine or something t-shirt with Somebody them. Somebody's got to go to him after the race and be like, dude, what, what, what's, yeah, I don't, what's I happening? I don't understand. I don't know. I, don't I, I haven't ridden the very cutting edge factory bikes, but... They're so fucking good now. Oh, yeah. Even the Suzuki that's the same bike that I sold like six years ago. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, is it re- does it really matter that much right now? Like, don't get me wrong. I've had a, a number of times. There was a time when I lived in California, and the last time that I was riding Pala, and I told you this story earlier this week, I think, and one of my roommates out there, uh, who actually lives right, on the, right around the corner from here now, he had a kit on his, on his Kawasaki, and I was riding stock-based suspension and i'm like yeah i feel pretty good on my bike today it feels good and i rode his bike and i was fucking laughing in my helmet <laughs> i'm not even jo- i'm not even slightly in- like when you go out there and you go from like yeah i feel pretty good today to just cruising around the track going way faster like it's silly mm-hmm. how much of a difference it is so maybe some of that stuff comes into play but bikes are all so good now yeah like really how much is well matter? we've talked about it a lot too all these kids everybody's on the same program now like there's no secrets anymore. It's not. It's not the old days of Ricky and Stu, where you got a compound and you're off doing your own thing. And there's secrets. Everybody and you go to your motorhome. Yeah, motos. every everybody's <laughs> doing the same thing. So like now it really comes down to who's got that dog in them or that. that which spark, I don't think a lot of these kids do. Which is why you have people like Deegan, the Hunter brothers, all that kind of stuff. Stop yeah, saying I, that. And I don't. And I don't think I'm getting Hunter brothers T-shirts made. I like, just I'm, go up I've to got Hunter. T-shirt ideas or Jet, here. Jet would be funny. I got I'm T-shirt ideas like Grady. Burn it on the I don't, show. And I don't. And I don't think a lot of these kids have I'm that. Still dog. making money. I don't which, care. It's like the commenters <laughs> who hate com. Like I don't care. I'm still doing this. Which so. is, I think, the difference. And I talk about this all the time. The old guard, the old, the older mm-hmm. generation. Because I had this conversation with Wyman last night. Like you look at the 07 A class, like Stroop, Izzy, Kennard, and those Les guys Smith, came to fuck Taylor Futrell, Chris Johnson, Vince, all those dudes. They had dogs in them. No, they wanted to fuck. Yeah, Taylor Jay. Futrell was my was my teammate one time. What Dude, he's a, a great he, family. He's, that he's guy a comes. badass man. I'd like to do. Where are they now? Well, I know he's a family, but man, where are they now? Sometimes in this in this adventure, you go and you like see where people come from, and like you see the different walks of life. And some people come from, like allegedly Justin Cooper from some money. I have no yeah. idea. But then you go to other people that Sean Rifes, the, oh, the Chattrells, those kind of guys, and they come from Justin Weeks. Justin Weeks is a great guy too. But you come, you go and you see where they come from, and you like I got goosebumps styling the story right now because like you see that they come from fucking nothing, mm-hmm. and they really put their heart on the line, and they like I worked three jobs my whole my whole racing career to pay mm-hmm. for it, right? Well, you see the guys like that, and the ones that go and have a lot of success, and the most successful people typically have that passion and you mm-hmm. can't buy that passion. Nope. You cannot buy it. And usually nope. money makes it a problem. Normally when you have the backing, you lack passion because you don't have as much skin in the game. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of guys that fizzle out with, with a lot of money backing. You know, So we have right now in the 250 class, we have a lot of guys, Levi's, we have a lot of guys that are very good mm-hmm. that have yet to make a long successful reign of it because they're still young, right? So mm-hmm. like you even get into it sometimes with like Ryder D and those guys that are like 
teens, maybe early, maybe 20, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, they're not really working out. It's like, he's fucking 20. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't know his ass from his elbow yet. Yeah. So let him, let him develop some. They got to stay in the sport long enough to where they can do it. But, like, most of these guys, most of the Zach Osborne's, most of the, the RJ's, they don't find their, they don't find that edge that they have until they're like six years in. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're making six figures as an amateur. Yeah. Kind of like the Hunter Yoder story. Did you hear about this? No, not yet. Hunter Yoder, I don't know what uh, podcast it was on, but he went on and he talked about how, like him racing this year, like he didn't know, he thought he was going to hang it up. Yeah. And he basically laid it all on the line. He had the money that he made when he had the Geico contract when he was making six figures a year. He basically goes... I'm going to lay it all out there, and if I make something out of it, I do. If I don't, then i got to get a normal job. Mm-hmm. But he's basically taking all of his winnings that he took as an amateur, and he's yeah. putting it into his racing career this mm-hmm. year. It's wild shit. Is he a rookie? No, man. He's Well, he's been pro for a few years, but he, like, he... What did he he was on Geico. He was, like, the next kid on Geico he got screwed. right when they shut down. Like, he was supposed to get the factory ride, and yeah. then Geico was like, yep, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so... Um, all right, so Ryder D goes 21-7 for 15th. Another example, man. We can put him on the t-shirt. We can put him on the list. Like, how are you so good one mode and the next mode? You're just like, yeah, fuck it. Who knows? Uh, actually, I heard uh, part of his problem is uh, uh, endurance. Where is he going next year? Gas, gas. Gas, gas. Okay. Gas, gas would be a Pierce Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Pierce, Pierce ate shit this weekend. Yeah. Pierce is always eating. Pierce is well, down in the brown Down in the brown a lot. It's uh, a thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a thing, bud. Love the kid to death, but Dylan, he's down in the brown a lot. Dylan Schwartz goes 13-18 for 16. He's slowly gonna getting a little better every now and then. Do you though. expect him to grow into a... Uh, I don't know. He was way racer. better. He was Dylan? way better than this in yeah. years past, though. No, yeah, he was way better, dude. Like, I remember 2021, he was, like, top five at Washougal when he was on, like, a like a satellite collie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's happened to him. Um, Varees goes 18-15 for 17th. Pierce has got the reddest hair I've ever seen. Pierce, Pierce Brown <laughs> down in the brown and 15-24 for 18th. Jorgen Talviku goes 24-17 for 19th. Wait a minute. He took 24th in that second moto. I thought he yeah. was knocked out in the starting. The, Jorgen Talviku? He didn't make to the first corner. I thought he was knocked out. Yeah, no, he got 24th. Hey, Pierce man. Brown, wow. Oh, Pierce Brown, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Talon Hawkins rounds out our top 20, going 17-21 for 20th. That is a kid I feel super bad for because he's going to be left without a ride for 2024. So, yeah, dude, he's he's getting bought, like, uh, bumped from Husky because Casey Cochran and Guillaume Perez coming in. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He, he looked great so far. In that's the year. problem. He's getting bumped, and he wasn't even supposed to be, like, pro this year. They just had to bring him up because everybody was hurt. Mm-hmm. And he's just doing what he was asked to do, and they're like, ah, sorry, we don't have room for you. So he'll get like a firepower hunter or something like that then, right? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, shout out to Ethan Day, Michigan kid. Goes 36-36 for 37. Mitchell Harrison point. had bike oh. issues. Yeah. So he didn't even line up. Yeah, poor Mitchie. Um, yeah. You wanna? You got any comments on uh, Phineas and uh, Casey uh, Cochran? Casey Cochran there. Well, Phineas, uh, I don't really expect a lot because he just – I don't really think a lot of people had him on a radar to begin with. Yeah. Like, he's got really good sprint speed. Cochran, I think, is going to be really, really good, but I think it was a big reality check about how fast everyone is. Because mm-hmm. you kind of think about Casey, like, this last year, he's kind of just been used to getting the start and sprinting yeah. away. And now over here, like, you pass a Josh Varese, like, you may be faster than them, but hey, man, you leave that door open, he's going for your front end. Mm-hmm. I don't think Casey is really used to that. And plus, he's a kid, he's mm-hmm. small. Wasn't even really supposed to be doing this at this point. He was supposed to have a year in A. He's not doing that. He's doing the Hayden Deegan thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be really good. We know how fast he is. 
It's just, I think, for a lot of these kids, it's kind of a reality check that everybody in the 250 class at that level is fast. Yeah, yeah. and you're, you're wet behind the ears, still still so young. Well, he's like 16 or 17, though? I don't know. Juju made the comment. He's like, dude, here's the thing that, that tripped me out the most. He's like, the pace just doesn't stop the whole moto. No, it which is I think that is, pace for 35 fucking minutes. Which I think is funny because when they did the restart, like mm-hmm. Ricky got all hyped up. He's like, yeah, these kids, like, this is what they, they normally do 15 minute sprints. Like, they should be really good. And I'm I'm thinking to myself I'm like you're not wrong but the problem is is that, yeah they did like, a 15 minute sprint they did now a, they got to right. immediately do another yeah one. the 15 minute sprint and not only that but usually the 15 minute sprint like it weeds its way down to three dudes after yeah. four laps everybody's still there after the 10 minute mark mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen how it went in the pits because normally as a mechanic you go to the line with the bike full they do the parade lap you have a stainless steel bottle of fuel yeah. and you mm-hmm. dump it in and there's like a a pint of fuel left. Yeah. So after that 15 minutes, first thing, I wonder how they handle fuel because I didn't see anybody. Like, I literally, for Adam Entick nap one time, fucking sprinted back to the truck to grab, I think it was a pair of goggles for him. Mm-hmm. And sprinted my ass back. I didn't see anybody running for fuel. Duffy was the only one that I saw do this and i think that he actually had to run back and get fuel because mm-hmm. he, he i saw he was he was filling up hayden's bike that was that that was that turn the adamantic nap story was toronto supercross i think 2014 it was hmm. it was the year that james stewart came out and oh boy just, epic uh, race yeah. to be at wow hmm. i think the, the only thing i have to say left on phineas not really like anything about his race did you guys see the comments about when they were going asking him, Juju and Casey, about like what they were thinking going to the weekend? His thing was the best. So what are you thinking? Well, you know, I mean, like I don't really have an expectation. When I think, bad things happen. So I'm just going to go in and I'm not going to think. And I'm like, <laughs> what? It's like, that. it's like the Yellowstone. So did you come up with a plan for this so we don't die? Well, you know, we thought about it, sir, and we just decided... Fuck it. The, 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 it's so true. The best thing about that, though, is is everybody, I don't know who was interviewing it, but the best thing is they were probably thinking, you're joking, right? That's just kind of know who Finney, that's Finney's yeah. is like that. He's like, yeah, no, man, I'm just not really going to think because when I think, bad things happen. I'm going to sound really stupid right now. Is the Yellowstone thing about a Yellowstone person or is that the TV show thing that I've never seen? It's a TV, TV show. show. Oh. It's fucking yeah. great. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I don't fucking watch TV. It's like the only good show on TV. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So that's been your 250 Race Recap brought to you by Adept Creative Co. Make sure to check them out. Link in the description down below. Okay. What do you want to talk about with SMX here? So SMX, and I'll give this question to both of you, and then I'll give my take as well. Super duper cross. Yeah, super duper Humpty Dumpty set on a wall motocross supercross. Um, I want you to take both five guys right now, not, not necessarily like what you're seeing from them through outdoors, knowing if they're building momentum, the way they feel about supercross and these hybrid tracks. I want you to take five guys from 450 and 250 class. You don't have to rank them. Three of them are going to be pretty obvious. One and 250, 452. Jeremy McGrath. Yes. Your five guys that you expect to have the most impact throughout the three rounds at both 250, 450. Uh, Jet Chase and Hunter, I think, are the most obvious ones. So we know they're going to be in there. So it's really three, 450, 450. So five guys for each one of you. Who do you think will have the best impact? Not how you think they're going to do. Who the hell is showing up for 450s? Well, basically everybody will be healthy, right? Uh, everybody outside. Well, have we heard of Coop's going to actually show up? Supposedly, that's what I've been. All right. Hearing, so, say but... hypothetically, Coop shows up. Kenny's going to be there. Anderson, Craig's not going to be. Is Barsha AP? Cooper Webb signed, sealed, and delivered for Yamaha. Star. Yeah. He's at the goat farm right now. So just yes, everybody. It's just, it's just not rubber stamp, but it's. Oh no, it's rubber stamped. Oh, okay. He's doing. It. That's why he's not riding the KTM. Four fifties is pretty much going to be everybody outside of uh, Christian Craig, Eli, and maybe Eli. I wouldn't rule him out. No, Eli's not riding. Yeah, no. He's not getting on the bike till October. 
So basically, most of most of the 450 class is going to be back by then. We know Kenny's going to be there. Oh, too bad he can't make Yamaha a million and a half dollars. So oh, shit. <laughs> I'm chasing Jetta. Yeah, obvious. We exactly. I don't. I don't know about Coop. That's a big question mark for me here. You got to see what that blue bike looks like underneath him. Um, I do think Kenny's going to shake things up there because so these are great. short sprint races, and he is. We all know yeah. he's really good for the first ten to fifteen minutes. So that's three. Because um, Chase and Jet once again are pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. Outside what that about dude? Marv? Marv's not no, Marv's not qualifying in. No. Um, he didn't ride any Supercross, did he? No, he no, got he got hurt. hurt. He's been struggling with a elbow injury. Yeah, he got he's had a newborn baby. Right? Well, that too. Yeah, but he had <laughs> el- he had an elbow injury. Love it. Um, Dude, his wife. Man, <sighs> I don't I don't know, man. To be honest with you, I don't know anybody else who's really going to shake things up. I mean, there's going to stick there. Not even battling for wins. Like just somebody you could think, oh, they could get a, get on the box every round. Barsha, Anderson, AC, Dylan. Like, who? I think it's going to be a rotation, to be honest with you. Okay, and so to be honest with you, though, because it's could, only three to be honest with you, it could be boring because I could really easily see Kenny Chase and, and Jet just running that podium. You don't think Barsha's going to stick his nose in there? I mean, Barsha was faster than Kenny for most of Supercross. I mean, he might try to, but I you don't, don't think know. Ando. There's hardly any mention of our reigning champion. Chase, Chase Sexton is so fucking good. Well, I think that I think Chase and Jet were. Can you tell me that he's going to get through it without pushing the front end? Well, I'm Ricky Carmichael t- and James Stewart be telling you don't go pull a chase, but I'm telling you he's so fucking. You don't. Good. You don't think he's AC, super fucking good? You don't think AC is going to beat Ando like Barsha, AP? I don't know, man. I just think I think you're going to see he's a, no help on this. I think AC you're going to see. That, I think you're going to see a rotation. Also. I think you're going to see a rotation of Kenny, so, Chase. So who are the other two? And and I don't, dude. I don't know. What do you What do you want me to tell? Just give me some fucking names. To do, do you think it's gonna to be Barsha do and what, though? To run around fourth and fifth? I That's mean, not running around. You're still getting top five as one of the best Supercross riders in the world. I think Kevin Moran's. Oh boy! Can you tell me? Can you tell me what the tracks are gonna be like exactly? All right, then I'm gonna give mine before Tom. I think Chase and Jet are a given. I think Kenny. I think Barsha, and I honestly think. People would say Ando. I think AC is actually going to show up and surprise people. Maybe. A- AC is on his on his rise. Jason Anderson's a champion. So it's I hard th- to- yes, but I think that AC is coming in with it being knowing that there's going to be no whoops. Yeah, a little bit more confident. Mm-hmm. So what do you got for four fifties? Jet Chase. Uh, yep. Cooper Webb. If he's out there, I ain't never put my money against Cooper Chase, Webb so that's ever. Three. Does Dylan race it? Dylan is going to race him. I gave it to Dylan because okay. he's going to be hungry. Yep. Okay. He's either going to be hungry for a contract or he's going to be hungry. Just uh, prove a point to win as leaves. a fuck you guys. Yep, I'm okay. on my way out. See you guys later. Okay. So, I, there's a lot of kids watching and whatever. But uh, and your fifth guy. Boy, you got fifth. You got Barsha Anderson. AP. AC, AP. I feel like I'm forgetting a hitter though. Uh, I, I mean, you got Eli's some, not in it, right? Yeah. But Ty Masterpool could get in there and shake things up. I wouldn't give it to Ty. I'll give no, it, I wouldn't. I'll give it to Jason. Okay. Jason Anderson because he's so nasty on a super right. truck. All right, so two fifties then. I feel like two fifties is. A this is bit, the is real. Little, this is the real story. So Hunter's a given. Hunter's a given. So we got we got four people to deal with, and you and I don't think you can pick the points too because you got guys coming in like a Forkner. I'll just give you mine. I think Hunter's a given. Kay. Well, you you're not good at this shit. Like you, All whatever. Right. Sure. Hunter. He's ready for bed. Hunter. Jacob. <laughs> I am tired. Forkner. Okay. Hunter. Jacob. Forkner. Levi Kitchen. Levi Kit. You're fucking yep. high. And Hayden Deegan. A lot of Yamahas. 
and Hayden Deegan. I'm so far out on Levi. Why? He just got third in, in Supercross. And then he just went 10 14 in fucking. But what did he do the week before? Called? All he's got to do is get a start. Okay. Levi won two Supercrosses last year. You tell, me, you tell me all three of those rounds, he's going to be, he's going to get a start and fucking do good in however many motos. I don't even know how many motos we're fucking doing in these either. things. No one fucking knows what's happening. All right, then I'll take Levi out and I'll put Joe in. Let me ask you, though, before you leave, before you leave Levi, he won two races last year in Supercross, correct? And both of them were outdoor races? No. Mm-mm. No. Was that the re- previous year? No. Last year he won the Triple Crown, and I don't know what other one. Around. Hold on. Let's see here. All right, fine. I got to scroll to find him. Hold then on I'll take. Second. Then I'll take Levi out. I got Hunter, Jay Coop, Deegan, Forkner, and Joe Schmoda. He got third I in Salt that. Lake. He got second in Denver. Third in Glendale. <clears throat> he won a two, which was a Triple Crown round. Uh, that was it. So he won A2. And he got third in points. So yeah. it was the previous year that he won D- Daytona and No. Atlanta. No, he didn't win no. Daytona uh, Styles. No. No. Uh, Hammaker? Hammaker, no. Thrasher. Thrasher. Thrasher, Thrasher, Thrasher what about Thrasher? Hey. Thrasher's not going to be healthy no. enough for that. As well, much as what, that. What's his next year look like? Oh, he's going to be a title threat because I think they're going to put Hayden on West and him on East. Star. Yeah, he's yeah. a star. I think you're going to have Star winning both titles next year. Bold move, If he Cotton. can stay off the ground. Bold Dude, move, don't Joe give me Shimoda. that shit. He was the third fastest guy in all of Supercross. And then what know. the fuck happened? Everybody else crashed. And then what the fuck happened? What was he doing up until that? Great. Was he crashing every weekend? No, he was out there being be- the second no, best actually, dude behind him. Actually, Hunter. the rookie was fucking beating him. So Was he? Was he? Yes. Where was he in points? Did yes. he get a win? No, yes. he wasn't. Hayden was not beating him. Yes. Hayden beat him one time the whole season. Hayden was beating him in points. No, he wasn't. Nate was second in points. Go check it right now because if you want to put a bet on it, we can. Nate was Let's second. Let's put a wager on this. Please. Nate dude, was second. Nate Thrasher is like a fucking touch point do for it. him. Dude. Do it. Do it. It's as like it's like get the it's it. like get the doll out and show me where do I just it. touched you. Do it. Nate was second in points, bro. I don't know how you don't remember this shit. As you guys know, I like making dumb bets about stuff that I don't mind losing. Before Atlanta, Nate was second in points because he was the only other person to get a win. Don't you remember this? How do you not remember this? Nate was second in points. Yeah, he was up by a Atlanta. Lot. Yeah, before he got hurt in Atlanta, he was second in points. Don't you remember? He was the only other dude to win a race, not named Hunter. Well, Mark. my search bar is not working right now. Of so course I it's not. Fuck. Of course it's remember. not. I mean, what, what you fucking think? I'm over here just can like you, fucking you, hey, pulling your fucking dick. Get or it what? on your phone. Get it on your phone. <laughs> like then. goddamn! Like what the fuck do you think I'm I over didn't here hear doing? A yet? No, because he knows. He knows right now. He oh, just. Oh boy, here we go. So Justin, if oh, you're if you're coming at him with a proposal as a wager, what's your what's your what's the wager? Right now, it's just all that Nate was second in the points. I bet him twenty bucks, but I'm not. Twenty bucks, okay. Twenty bucks is on the table, folks. This makes it way better. I love watching people win and lose here. No, because you're going to have to pay me. (laughs) Pay you for what? That Nate was second in points. You just said Hayden was beating him. Hayden beat him, what, one fucking round the whole season before Nate got hurt? (laughs) The fuck are you talking about, dude? Nate was the second best dude in that series, and it wasn't even close. Because I remember in Detroit, he got got around and walked away from him. Then Hayden closed on him. He still got beat. The fuck (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. What about Pierce Brown for Supercross or for Supermoto Super Duper Cross? I would love to see Pierce get in there and stick his nose in there, but the problem is that he doesn't have Jet Lawrence to push him through the pack. Mm. I watched Pierce so many times in Supercross when Jet would get behind him, all of a sudden Pierce was like one of the best riders in the world. Jet would go around him and Pierce was just like, Yeah, I'm gonna ride around. Hmm. I don't know, I'm having fucking trouble. Of course here. he is. Of course he is. Oh my god. Okay, so for my two fifties, I'm gonna go with Hunter's obvious. Hunter's obvious. Deegan's obvious. Yep. Justin Cooper is not obvious to me, but don't I think, think so? I believe in him. No. I you want, he's, he's got a supercross. Be- he's got a beautiful name, by the he's way. But I, I yeah, no, just Justin. think that he is <laughs> He's got a supercross title, man. Remember? He's very fast and he can do it. I just I think that mental toughness is a huge thing. And I'm not saying that he's not mentally tough. 
I just don't think he's robust. You don't think he's got the dog in him? I think he can. I just I don't I don't I've never looked at Justin Cooper one time, including at Des Nations and things, and was like, he's fucking hungry. Which is wild because I honestly believe Des Nations, he's the reason why we won that. I think he's very good. Because he, he came out and he shit, was but... like, You guys are all counting me out, I'm gonna go out and be the best two fifty rider yeah. in the world. I, I I've just um you know when you see when you see like sparking somebody? Yeah, uh, and you're like, Nobody's beating him today. I remember seeing that with Ricky Carmichael where he was pissed off at Kevin Windham, and then he's jumping up hills. He's going, mm. he's like, there's a double here, and he's going, fucking see you later, because I'm going to beat everybody. Uh, and you see, like, no one's beating him that day. I've never once seen that in Justin Cooper. Maybe he has it in him. He's got all the talent you could want, but uh, heart is a lot for me, especially. So if you got, if, if I don't see the heart in you, maybe you can do it, but yeah, I'm not picking him. I'm picking him for my top five, though, because I okay. think he's fast enough to do it. So, so that's three. So that leaves a bunch of guys for two spots. And Joe's still on a Kawasaki. Yep. Shoot, that's a tough call. All right. 250s is tough. Yeah. You got to put Forkner in there? For one race. Okay. Not for all of them. Okay. I think he's got the, he's got the hunger. Okay. I don't think that he's got the resilience Okay. to do all three. Maybe Rhino will beat that out of him. <laughs> I hope he does. If he gets Rhino, if he gets Rhino mental toughness, good fucking luck beating Mm -hmm. the guy because he is so fast. He's got like we talked well last time I was on the show about how some guys have skilled fast, and then some guys have like wild man fast where they will hang it out and they have this ability to like barely sting stick on the track. Uh, Josh Lucht was always my example for that because he was like he was talented, but he was wild man fast. Uh, And I think that Forkner has wild man fast. And there are very few people, guys that have it. Now he has to have the mental resilience and the sharpness to do mm-hmm. it and keep uh, do it for a long season instead of just being a bottle rocket. Yeah. That's, he has a tendency to be a bottle rocket. We can't have that. Um, so I think he'll win one He'll be a contender for one race. I don't think he'll win, he'll win or be a contender in all three. I would give that to Josh Moda, though. So now I have one of my picks left. Now we got... Nobody on Gas Gas. Nobody on Husky. I, I didn't pick anybody but but the obvious contenders. So for my last guy. <laughs> All right, I'll give it to Levi Kitchen. Okay. I can, you know I'll give him Nate Thrasher. He's over. Said. He's over here doing math. I'll give him Nate Thrasher, not Levi. I'm not sorry, even doing sorry, math. Levi, I'm just writing care. down their point standings where they where they are here after each round. Yeah, because obviously he got hurt in Atlanta when he fucking lawn darted himself. But his only bad race up until that point was the first round. By the way, you're not starting off good here. Travis, you got gray in your beard are you talking over there? About, are you talking about Hayden or, me, or Nate? I'm talking about Nate. Okay. Because I know the first round was bad, and then he goes out and wins. And then he was pretty much second outside of Daytona when Hunter bonds okay, well, on him. Let me, just, let me just continue this here. So will that $20 be on PayPal, cash, or Are you card? looking at points or like what yeah, are you I'm looking, looking at? Points. Okay. All right. Because you're fucking wrong. You guys keep talking about whatever the fuck I you're talking love it. about. Okay. Here's what I'm, I'm talking about, Travis. You got gray in that. You got salt and pepper in that beard over there. Yes, I do. Woo! It's red, brown, and a little bit of gray there in there. You go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not for me yet. I can't even grow a good enough beard to do it, anyways. <laughs> wow, Guys, this is great radio. I need no, to keep it's not because I got nothing else. Because he answered my question. What do you mean? 
I was talking about who's the top five in SMX, and somehow you went down on Nate and Hayden Deegan. That's because I touched you in the no-no spot here. When I'm pretty sure Hayden was never second in the points until after Thrasher went out. Okay, well, mm. um, your boy Thrasher here. Let me just run you through the first fucking four rounds. So first round, Deegan, fourth in points, Nate, 15th. Yeah, Second round, Deegan, third in points, Nate, seventh. Third round, Deegan, fourth in points, Nate, third. Fourth round, Deegan, third in points, Nate, sixth. That was Daytona. That was Daytona. What happened after Daytona? He went out and he was, oh, I don't know, getting second, second, Hold second on. every race. Hold on. Here we are. We'll go to Indy. Let me just fucking continue Which was not here. a good race for Hayden, if anybody remembers correctly, and that was when Nate got second. You guys went to Indy, correct? No, I didn't go to Indy. He that was did. Nate I was a- goes to third. Deegan goes to fifth. So, so far, your point's fucking irrelevant here. No, you, it's not. Because you just he- told me Thrasher was so fucking good until he got hurt. Fifteen seven three six three. Are you looking at points? Two. This. These are literally the point standings okay. after each C- round. Can I, remi- can I remind you of something? Why oh, I started boy. off? Here so- we go. Nope. Here we go. Is boy Nate Thrasher? He wants to fucking talk about until his fucking my points fucking proven. We've been having this argument because, for years now about hey, Thrasher. Hey, hey listen he to me. Because he comes out, wins a fucking speedway round, doesn't do fucking shit the rest of the time. What did he? Comes out the next year, wins two speedway rounds, doesn't do shit the other fucking seven rounds. Where's now he at? this Where's year? He points? He's finally had a semi consistent year but yet still gets hurt midway through the year and cannot yeah. fucking finish and he's like oh i fucking not was he he's be- fucking title he, contender okay he is. sure great he is. dude it's cool. so weird having short hair now <laughs> I, I, you guys may remember from two episodes ago or whatever i had hair like down to my shoulders ish and like you get used to it and boy it's weird having short hair again first time since like 2012 long time okay so so I see I see a second, and I see a three next to it, and I see that Nate's ahead of him in points. Okay. You literally are sitting here trying to tell me Thrasher's been second in points. The only time Thrasher was second in points was after that wasn't, fucking... That wasn't my point. Was my point was Detroit. that he was better than Hayden. He was beating him in points before he got hurt in Atlanta. Two was, fucking rounds was all. What literally, was, the only time he's ahead is did r- you, round did you, three. Did you Did you? And happen, then round fucking six. Did you happen to look at the results of why he was? The point is, is that he was... What the fuck are you talking about? He was, is this guy fucking crazy? This is what he does. Is, is this guy fucking he, he crazy? Yells, he you're yells. literally telling me... You see why I wanted me, to put um, a wager on this You're literally so, telling me... But I was actually right, so I still actually wasn't... What do you mean you're right? Was he ahead of him in points before he got hurt in Atlanta? Yes. That was all I made the point of. And For the, two fucking races. It doesn't matter. You're still ahead of him. And you want to know why he was actually so far Well, behind? it doesn't fucking matter because, you know, fucking this race, you know, Hayden got third. He probably fucked up, should have got second, and should have still been ahead. Or, you know, what, what, I, like, Nate, I don't know what Nate, the fuck you're trying to prove here. Outside of two rounds, Nate was beating him the whole time, every fucking round as far as results. But yet he was still behind him in points? Because he started off in 15th. He was behind him in points. And then what happened to Daytona? And then he goes okay, and wins. Okay, okay. And then he goes and wins. Okay. And then Daytona, Hunter Bonds eyes him. That's why he gets it. Crashes again. And then all he does is just get second, 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 second. What was Hayden doing? He was literally, he got ahead of him by the third round. Okay? And then Daytona happened. And then you go to the next round. And then Daytona happened. Daytona. And then what happened? Nate, and now he's behind. Nate just and then beat him and beat him and beat him. And then again, but he was still because he was beating him. And then the again, races. at the end of the year, what happened? He's fucking not healthy. They were fucking relevant by the end of the year again. Oh my 
Like, I don't every know what you time. want from me. Every time. Every time. Like, I don't understand what you're trying to prove. Like, you're saying he was ahead of him in points the whole fucking time. No, he wasn't. He got ahead of him. Then he was back behind. Back behind. But and he then he got him? ahead of was him again. Was he beating him? Was he beating him at the races? Back behind. Great, cool. You got to stay fucking healthy and off the fucking ground, which is obviously you can't fucking do. Which is probably most people's problem in Supercross. I'm just saying, you want to argue. You can't argue this point against a fucking rookie here who's been more consistent than him. It wasn't more consistent. It, second. Is that second, a fucking joke? Was second, second, second. What was Hayden getting? Third, fourth, where did fifth. He, where did Hayden finish in the points? I, because Nate crashed. Second. And so did everybody else. He finished second. And my point was Nate. Where was, did Thrasher finish? He would have been second. He was fucking irrelevant. Fans Not because irrelevant. He didn't fucking finish the series. He's still going to make the SMX points because he did That's so well. That's fucking great. It is pretty great because you could do he's that well make and the not SMX do outdoors and still and make not it. get fucking paid because they're not paying the riders. I mean, dude, I, this is here we go again. This is a fucking blind spot. Like, I love the fact that you're passionate about Thrasher because this makes for great content because I'm just like, dude, He's a, and again, here we go again. I got to explain myself because otherwise I'll get crucified in the comments. He's a great fucking rider. I'm not trying to take that away from him. I'm just saying we have a kid here that cannot stay off the ground and cannot stay healthy, which, by the way, can lead me into another point here. Hold on. Get the doll because I'm going to touch another point here. <laughs> When's your boy Hurling's going to retire because he can't stay fucking healthy now? <sighs> I mean, it's a bummer for me, too, because like the only reason I watch the GPs is to watch him ride honestly anymore. But, like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, that bad crash luck. should not have... Bad luck. He's fragile. When you not go, really fragile, when you ride like just, he does, I mean... I he's not fragile. When you've broken as many bones as he's have, your body starts to get pretty weak. It's not really like it's his fault that he's not training or anything. Which is fragile. No. Fragile, to me, is somebody that your body's weak because you don't have any muscle built up. He has muscle. When you've broken your back and you were paralyzed and then you've shattered your fucking knee and you've shattered your leg and... Actually, I just read a stat. I, I read something about this. I didn't realize this. He has now broken more bones than Travis Pastrana. That's fucking great. It's not really great. I mean, it. He's fragile, dude. Mm, it's just because he's had so many. And fucking like, injuries. here's the thing: like, when you're trying to run a comparison like that, Jeffrey Hurlings is a gnarly fucking motocross rider, yeah, but he's yes. not doing anywhere near the fucking gnarly shit that here's Travis the thing, Pastrana that did. That so crash, like, I can't, that crash I can't had run. nothing to do with Hurlings riding over his head. I didn't no. see the crash. He hit false neutral. I and didn't. Then I didn't it. say. Goes back to what I was saying two weeks ago. Why do they not, not have? have a, yes. Yeah. So instead of a he hot came, start, he came off and he came off a roller and he went to downshift. Don't know how the fuck it happened because that almost never happens on those KTM's. Yeah. Hit neutral and then he dropped into the berm front end, tucked, pitched him. Lars Lindstrom, I know you're not watching this, but if you ever hear this, stop having neutral be between first and second and give me a fucking lever. He, have it still be there, but give me a lever and that I don't get neutral unless I pull a lever. Maybe think, for maybe for uh, Jimmy that goes to buy buys a bike down the street, they want regular neutral. Yeah. For a factory race bike, make the neutral detent mm. lever controlled so I can't get neutral. Make it controlled by a lever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That shit wasn't even his fault, though. That was just bad luck. Well, you wouldn't have luck if no, you couldn't go to neutral. Yeah, I know. And I've had, I mean, everybody that's ridden has had neutral, pop, pop neutral, and they're going through corn, fucking tip over, or whatever. I've had some gnarly neutral get offs, some gnarly ones. Comment down below your thoughts on Thrasher and Deegan situation here. <laughs> hey, we <laughs> got two bets. Let's hear what y'all got to think. So now we got two bets that the fans at home can go back and rewind and say, wait a minute, this is who won, this is how I mean, we won. Was, so he, was, he, was he not saying that he was better than him in points? 
until he got hurt. I don't know the exact rules, so we need was to Was he ahead rewind. of him in points before he got hurt? Yes, that was my only point, and he was faster than him because he was beating you him. You said he was ahead of him every single fucking round That's, of points no, until he got to, hurt. You're going to have to go back and watch that. No. I never said that. because Unbelievable. Un-fucking believable. Hey, all I know is I my point My point I was can't. proven because he was ahead of him before he got hurt, and he was also beating him at the races before he got hurt. I That's am, all that matters. I am bringing in a doll for when we have conversations like this so you can show everybody where I touched you. Travis already has dolls. Look, bro, I like Thrasher, man, and I get sick and fucking tired of people talking shit about him. He's going to be a title favorite next year because he proved this past season, outside of named Jet and Hunter Lawrence, he was the best 250 guy in Supercross, and it's not even close. He and Hayden will be big time. Was he the only dude to beat Hunter in Supercross? Yes. Was he the only guy to actually run with Hunter speed-wise? Yes. Who else did? Who else ran with Hunter speed-wise in Supercross? No one. No one. Jet? He can't make it through nine fucking rounds. Dude. Young. What, Young. Nate, what what season has he made it through all the rounds? What do you mean? He made it through all the fucking rounds his rookie season. What are you talking about? He's young, right? So we're, we're And not- he also made it through all the fucking rounds last year. Oh my god, I don't have time for you to go back and go through all this shit. And he's I'm not on the fucking results, so it's gonna be hard for me to look Your problem is, is because round. he crashes and he doesn't win. It has nothing to do with him not making it through the rounds. I'm pretty sure he's made it through all of his supercross season. It's been his outdoors that he's been unhealthy. In my opinion, that stuff is things that you, as a rider, you develop through and out, right? So, like, there's a lot of riders that when they're young and, like, you're really fast, but you haven't, like, learned the little nuances of of not only the the sport and, like, doing the whole circus of racing, but, like, you learn the tracks and, Mm -hmm. like, the the race day routines, things like that. So, like, a lot of that stuff works itself out with experience. I'm not saying that he may or may not crash a lot for his future. I don't fucking know. I never even really, I don't think I ever even met the guy, but uh, there's a lot of things that come with experience and a lot of that little mistakes, little weird things that happen, iron themselves out with that experience. Look, I will tell you, I'm not the only, like, me and him go back and forth at this, okay? And it's all love, just so everybody knows, even though we're yelling. It's all love. Me and Justin are still fine. We're not going to fist fight after the show or anything. If you do, we'll tape it and you guys can be fucking stupid. But what I will say is, I'm not crazy or wildly off base at this this has been talked about throughout all the industry all the podcasts about how wild it is between like him winning races and then outside of that like his average finish is like but this, this last season though outside of him getting this hurt that's a big season, season changed it i have because if he wasn't winning he was getting second outside of daytona in the first round I and the am. first round was his fault that was a total nate thrasher thing but we know daytona hunter center punched him he was pushing too hard coming through made a mistake but the rest of the rounds dude he was like second he was first and second, so I, that's definitely not... I did say during the season, he improved his average finish And my only point was the title winning. thing, if Hayden's on one coast and he's on the other, you're looking at a bunch of other dudes that have the same problem, who are you going to take because you know they can't beat him? Yeah, well, I'm... He, I mean, if you're outside fucking, if you're winning and walking away from people, you're fine, which I don't see. As long as he makes it the whole way, right? How yeah, often do we say, see that? That is, that is the thing. If he I mean, you're looking at, like, way. Levi Kitchen and probably Max Volan as being his biggest competition. I'm sorry I love Levi, I love but he's not faster Max, than right. Nate in Supercross. Like, here's the thing. Like, um, like, yeah, he can be a title favorite, but, dude, you're not going to be able to go out and get a 15th and then fucking win a title, even if you are, like... like, like you're like Levi, you go, you go one five seven nine. Yeah. I, yeah, That's I don't my know, point. man. It's such, a, it's such a weird dynamic here with people, like... Like, obviously, Deegan's going to be good, and whatever coast he's on, there's a high probability he's winning that. Can we all agree on that next year? I think yes. I think, if, I think he's a favorite. I think he's going to be a favorite. I think the only – because they're going to put him and Nate on different coasts because those are your two top guys. And, and mm-hmm. 
Joe might be the only one that would derail that. Yeah, well, if him and Joe were on the same coast, and then wherever RJ goes, yeah, there's a bunch of contenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah but there's a bunch RJ, of but honestly, it, but is it probably is. the favorite. Wherever the problem he is. is, but there's it a bunch is of contenders, but there's only a few guys that can actually like. Yeah, I can see them winning the title. Yeah, but I think we'll see. I think when you see no Jet, no Hunter in that class too, and you get on that coast where there aren't dudes like or where Deegan's not essentially, I think you're going to see a bunch of different dudes step up so it could create some different dynamics but yeah, who knows Matt could win the fucking title that's a conversation for that. the future so anyway all right this has been another episode of hang Demo- on a second Whoa. we ain't fucking done yet oh, we gotta talk about indy for a long time bro we didn't get into indy i know you guys got bedtime i don't care so indy is gonna what be interesting because i'm gonna be uh, working for kevin morans and he's gonna be doing whatever he's doing yep uh and allegedly we're not filming the show as like this kind of show until we get back to the studio yeah however I am inspired to go check out the pits with some cameras and some mics and see what the fuck is what's what's it like in the pits. So what are you guys that are going to be at Indy that are mostly you guys are camping because you're racing? I have, I what's have, it like? Best, give me the best day ever. Let's see what it's about. I have a great idea for this in the pro pits here, which we'll talk about off camera here. What we're going to ask. Because I, I have a really good fucking idea now. By the way, I'm talking about the amateur pits and the fans. We'll go through that too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I want to see what's the best national. You know what I know? What Tom's gonna seen. be doing. Tom's gonna be milf hunting. That's. <laughs> Sorry, this is all after- right. So this has been episode 248. Thanks to everybody for coming on board. Complete Racing Solutions, TLR Coatings, Holster Co, Gutterworks, Adept Creative Co, Isaac Nelson Designs. Thank you for watching. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We will be back next week for show 249. Where we're going to wrap up Iron Man in this outdoor season. We'll crown a 250 champ. Make Hopefully sure to check us out. Fireworks. If you guys are at Iron Man, like I said, me and Tom will be there. Make sure to stop us, say hi. I got to uh, figure out what I'm going to wear. So uh, if we're working for Kevin Moran's, I, w- I usually do something kind of nice. Like I had like oh, yeah, a red button for the, the show shirt. A speed red butt, I had like, uh, it was the American, you know, American flag, I guess you'll call it, but just patriotic theme. So I had like a. Mm-hmm. A really nice suit that I had put stars all over and stuff, and it was like thing, right? Yeah. And racer X and all that bullshit, whatever. What am I gonna do for this weekend? Tom's gonna wear an orange speedo. Well, I usually end up wearing a pit shirt, but yeah, with an orange speedo. (laughs) All right, that's been show two forty eight. Thanks, everybody.